to the Pulp MX Show. Presented by Motosport.com. Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den. With your hosts, Steve Mathis and Tony Berluti. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp MX Show, presented by motorsport.com. Fly Racing and Decal Works coming at you. It's Monday, May 16th, 5 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Got a great show ahead of you. Yes, it's an off week, but that doesn't mean anything. We keep it rolling here, at least this week anyways. Thanks for uh, Everything you guys do, thanks for sponsor deals on PulpMexShow.com and using the codes and talking to the uh, sponsors of the show and supporting them. It means a lot, and it's been working out really well for us. So, Looking forward to another show tonight. Shane McElrath will be on, the newest Rockstar Energy Husqvarna rider. Shane McElrath will be on talking about that ride and how, how we got that, and obviously his team folded cheering Supercross, so we'll talk more to him about that. Uh, Davey Coombs will be calling in. He's uh, fresh off the Justin Brayton Iowa race, and he'll call in and talk about that, and also the upcoming Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships kicking off at Paula uh, next weekend, and uh, we'll probably bench race because, um, yeah, Dungy, Caroli coming over. Uh, so looking forward to having DC on the show. Late addition to it, Michael Byrne. Uh, we're going to get Burner on. Last week we had Cooper Webb on, and uh, Burner and Webb were working together for to, for 2022, and then things went sideways. So we talked to Coop about it, and we got Coop's uh, uh, thoughts on it, and we will get Michael Burns thoughts on that as well later on the show. Chris Kiefer will call in also. Our buddy Kiefer, he uh, he had uh, Jamie Guida, a.k.a. Darkside, uh, with him all weekend long on Jamie's brand-new YZ250. So, that's right. I want to get to the bottom of that because there sounds like there was a lot of things going on, and Jamie actually raced. It's amazing, but he did. And so that'll be great. Two-stroke life for Dark Side. Uh, thanks for listening. Don't forget, you get the uh, app, and uh, the new one's coming Friday. Looking forward to that. I've seen it. I've, I've played with it. It's amazing. Uh, so Friday, the, the app will be out at some point. Uh, just just stay tuned, everybody. The Pulp MX app. Also, Amazon widget on PulpMX.com and PulpMXShow.com. If you're going to buy something from Amazon, go through the widget and help us out. Same with Motorsport.com. Go through the banners on PulpMX.com and PulpMXShow.com. Help us out. And uh, uh, they got a great selection of prices and service and all of that stuff over there. So really appreciate it. We are going to give away... A Pulp MX Show 500 Jeremy McGrath signed Thor jersey tonight to uh, to somebody. So stay tuned and listen to that. When he was in studio, he signed it for us. And, uh, yeah, we gave away the RC one last week. We got a um, MC one for this week and, and looking forward to giving that away. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit of Supercross, review some thoughts uh, with my co-host here. We're also going to look ahead to Motocross and preview that a little bit. So lots to get into tonight on the Pulp MX Show. Uh, really appreciate it. My co-host here. Uh, a couple of gentlemen that I know well. Uh, first up, he is a former factory Suzuki mechanic. He's been in the show 41 times. He is back for his 42nd time. It's been a while. We've done some Racer X podcasts, but never the Pulp Show for Berlute for a long time. What Tony Berlute. What's up, Berlute? Steve, haven't seen you in a while. Thanks for coming by. I appreciate it. I uh, love being on your show. Yeah, it's awesome. 42 times. Really? I... I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah, we counted them up. Uh, Did after, you really? Yeah, for show five hundred. So forty two. Yeah, forty two. Get a life. 
Um, <laughs> so uh, thanks for coming in. We're going to talk talk things all uh, uh, supercross and motocross and everything else. Awesome. Also here, he is a former factory Honda mechanic. Of course, he went to Kawasaki for a little while as well. Now he's got the Huddle Brewery here in Las Vegas. He was in for Show 500. The Skip Norfolk. What's up, Skip? How are you? Uh, always a pleasure being here. Thanks for coming in. Absolutely. And Dan Worley will stop by at some point here. Uh, our buddy Dan Worley, also former mechanic. So real uh, roundtable of uh, former mechanics to complain about riders and setup and testing and everything else. You might so, learn something, Steve. Yeah, maybe. I mean, there's a lot of wins at this table right here. A lot of wins, <laughs> you know. Uh, here we go. I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad Skip's here. That's all I can say. A lot of wins right here, boys. Got, got one summer cross <laughs> and one national win right over here. So I don't know what you guys got. But hey, kidding. fuck off. That's what I got. So, you know. Well, you got it. That's okay. All right. Uh, so also, too, uh, looking forward to having Coombs, McElrath, Michael Byrne, Kiefer on the show tonight. Over there, uh, looking at the pictures and stuff and uh, and moving the pictures and working on the app and uh, – I don't know what else he does. Travis Marks, what's up, Marks? Nobody knows what I do. That's why I get to charge the exorbitant fees that I do. Yes, so exactly. It's a great life. Yes. Thanks for having me. What's up, Marks? How are you? Oh, you know, just chilling. Uh, Everything all right? I'm just excited to have Berluti here. It's been, yeah, he's, it's been so yeah, long. He's yeah. Back. Oh a lot God. of I love that guy. A lot of social media uh, uh, praise for Berluti. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. can, you, can you blame him? No. It's Berluti, man. <laughs> he's already fired up, too. You heard I him. I know. Well, oh, Skip geez. brought some beverages and got him started early. So it's <laughs> yeah, sure. This is yeah. some good Heck stuff. Yeah. Yelling at me about my take on, on things. It's, it's, I, it's, I it's, almost it's, got my phone out and started filming you. Oh, boy. Over there in the corner, taking your phone calls, holding things down over there. He's back. I feel like it's been a while since we've seen him in but uh talon taylor what's up talon hey what's up what's going on bro not much yeah tits had to take the first uh show on mav of course so yeah is that yeah. a week yeah we're on mav tv uh it's a great great thing and talon so we're gonna need you to just you know be on your best behavior i'll try i'll try my best all right and and real hooligan that talon yeah yeah, yeah he's, he's always out of hand <laughs> he's always out of hand up there so uh yeah looking forward to uh talking some supercross and motocross the nationals are kicking off um uh which is which is really great and uh also too i want to thank the folks at michelin randy richardson i mean is there what a beauty what he, a beauty great guy uh the starcross six is out MichelinMan.com uh, forward slash motorcycle to learn more about the cle- complete offering of Michelin motorcycle tires. And make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. The Starcross 6, 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. That sounds pretty good. Have you had a chance to ride with them? No. I haven't ridden since God knows when. My, wow, My Steve. bike is... What about you? When's that time no, you rode, uh, loot? I got Don't sur- turn this on me. Hold shoulder surgery, and I haven't ridden in probably two years. It's been that long. It's been that long. Oh wow! I la- I'm sure one of the last times I rode was with you. Oh really? Yeah. Jeez. Uh, so thanks to the folks at Michelin. Uh, their silica technology, uh, the Michelin Starcross Six tire range, provides up to 11 percent more durability than the previous generation. Sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, hard versions. Chris Kiefer has uh, attested these on PulpMX.com and on RacerX as well. So if you want to read what Kiefer says or listen or hear what Kiefer had to say about him, go to those uh, places and read it. Thanks to the folks at Michelin for coming on board. And also, thank you to um, uh, Renthal for bringing you Skip Norfolk. Skip, you used a few Renthal products in your day. Yes, on they the, were. On the number 15 Honda yes, and number one Honda. Yes, we A lot did. of number ones. A lot of number ones. Uh, thanks to the folks at Renthal. You had the 7 eighths bar, but now they make them really big now. <laughs> no, that's a, that, that's a great group. Yeah. It's been it, a great group. You think about the winning they've had. You think about Honda's never had any other bar in Sprocket since 1986. 
uh, Factory Kawasaki, Renthal, Red Bull KTM, Renthal, right? Uh, was Fat Bar, Fat Bar 36, Sprockets, Chains, they got them all. Renthal.com, really cool website as well. Renthal bringing you Skip Norfolk here tonight. And uh, the purple bars are almost all gone. Well, they're gone from us, and they're gone from uh, most distributors. But if you go to Renthal.com, there's a dealer locator, and you can see who has the purple Renthals uh, still in stock. So go to Renthal.com and uh, find the purple Renthals. Um, they're really, really popular. So thank you to the folks at Renthal. Cloth bar pads, too, coming out real soon. And they didn't skip a beat after the, the factory burned down. No, they kept it going. Kept it going. Kept it rolling. Unbelievable. Yeah, no, Henry and the boys, they, they didn't even stop. So Renthal bringing you Skip Norfolk. Um, all right, boys. So um, uh, how's everything at Huddle Brewery? How's everything going? Good. It's been going good. Yeah. Yeah, it's been nice. The, the, you know, no mask and all that stuff. People are coming back out yep. again. It's really good. Yeah, so. we, we had Seth Rarick in here last week with Coop and Phil Nicoletti, and he was trying that showgirl beer that you left, yep. and he was he was asking <laughs> if you get a ship to showgirl. him. Showgirl. Yeah, honey, I, honey, I buried the showgirls, the strawberry honey ale. Oh, we wow. Talking, a, talking about burage, <laughs> uh, burying and throwing people in the water or something? Like, this is Vegas? This is not, yeah. Did you hear about the... Yeah. 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 Holy, I'm sorry. I went into the weeds there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. Just right into it. All, all, <laughs> all, all, all the mobsters are freaking out. All, God damn, I guess. <laughs> right. Um, so, um, yeah, Skip, uh, Rarick loved it, Skip. He thought it oh, was that's amazing. Awesome. Yeah, he, he was he was asking, can, sh- can Skip ship it to me? I'm like, I don't think he can ship you the beer. But yeah, no, anyway. Vegas, we can't ship beer. Right, right. Uh, hey, so, so um, I haven't had you guys in to talk about Supercross season. We're going to look ahead to motocross. Uh, Coombs is coming up here, but... Christian Craig, Jet Lawrence, Eli Tomac, your three champions. Uh, all really cool stories, right? Each guy has a neat story. I mean, Jet's going to be the future, right? And he rode great all year long. Christian finally got it done after many people, including me, wondering if he was mentally strong enough, right? Uh, incredible rider. Uh, so Christian Craig got it done. And then Tomac, oldest champion ever, seven wins. I mean, he would have had a few more probably if he hadn't hurt his knee there by the end. Uh, but Skip, which guy, which champion – and Supercross sort of uh, captures your attention the most, do you think? Or, or you know, or was most amazing to you or whatever? So I don't know. I, something about Craig. Craig's story for me just kind of was nice. You know, I, and he, he's been so close on so many times. You know, he, and clearly, the, clearly he can ride the shit out of a motorcycle still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. It, for me, it was Craig. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Berlut? No, I mean, Craig's story is, yeah, it's pretty interesting, breaking his back and how he came back and stuff. Mm-hmm. But... You know, from when he turned pro, the guy was been an amazing rider. I mm-hmm. mean, the guy rides incredible. And, I mean, when he was on Factory Honda just a couple of years ago, um, the, his speed and yeah. the way he rides, I mean, I think it was – I don't want to discount his championship, but it's kind of a – he should have he should have won that th- – I mean, he should have won that hands down, right? Well, or, or he should have had more. Yeah. Or more, yeah. Yeah, more. Yeah, right, yeah more. Yeah, more. But, but um, so what, what about you then, Tomac? Uh, the story. What, well, yeah. well, like what? What? Because he he moved to a different bike. I I I don't. They're they're all they're all got their own story. Right. Yeah. Right. Um. Um. I think to me, Tomac, and, and I hope he's okay for outdoors. We'll touch on that later. But Tomac, I mean, look, if you told me he'd won some races, he was probably better. I would have been okay. But he's probably better than ever this year. And so for me, that's the real story. Like going to a new bike, better than ever. Personality wise, he was a better guy, happier guy, and it all came together for him. And so to me. Tomac's the story. Okay, I, I love all of that that you mm-hmm. just said about him, yep. but I haven't heard nobody really talk about in, in hypotheticals, mm-hmm. and maybe you're going to blow me out of the water here, but I have a, I have, I feel that if the races that the number 21 wasn't 
blown off his bike or he had bike problems mm-hmm. or whatever, you do some numbers and stuff, and, you know, Anderson beats him by one, two points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you add the ball, I mean, it's hard to say that, but yes, he well, threw up a bunch of okay. points on the table. <clears throat> Anderson, oh, Berlus got notes. Anderson, by the way, his his worst finish when he didn't have a situation where he got blown off the bike yep. or a bike problem was fourth. Yep, fourth fourth is where he yep. was running, and his average his the the incredible thing to me is, and it it doesn't hold a lot of water, but it shows his consistency. One hundred thirty five laps led yeah. to Tomac sixty nine. Yep. That's pretty gnarly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I'm not here. I'm not here to discount what you're saying about Tomac, and I, I think it's amazing. He jumps on that bike and he's happier. Yep. That is really yep. cool. Yep. What's that tell you about Cowie? And then this guy goes well, to. That's what, just it, right? Like, <clears throat> like Cowie definitely was getting some flack. Things that Villapoto have said. Things that Tomac said. John Tomac came on the show, right? They needed that from Anderson. They showed. What a team they exactly. were. Exactly. Yeah, they really they needed did. it from Anderson. They did. Yeah, and, and Anderson rose to the occasion, right, right? Right. The only thing I would say about some of that stuff is, you know, Anderson had a radiator problem, right, after he hit Kenny at San Diego. Is that what it was? Yeah. No, no we it never, wasn't. Well, we never. Not from, the, not from okay. Kenny's deal. Uh, I know. Dude, the bike, his worry they I hit. I know. I know, but that's what they told what me. What do you say? I don't know. I, I was shaking my head at I it would too. think yeah. you knew. No, I didn't know. Matter of fact, I, I was going to ask you today. Oh. Did you know by now? I was no, gonna... no, no. I tried to ask around and get to the story and never could never figure it out from anybody. Most likely like mechanic error, and then they just didn't want to they wanted to cover for the guy, right? For for Rado? Yeah, um, and I, I don't, don't know. I don't, don't want to throw the mechanic. On it. I mean, yeah. just say what it is. I mean, it yeah. sucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But if they've, yeah. they've done a really good job of concealing it, if you don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, right? Uh, but you know damn well, dude. It wasn't It wasn't because <laughs> of that contact. You've yeah. seen the picture. You yeah. probably looked at it a little I'm bit. I'm with you. I'm with okay, you. Okay, um, um, So some of the stuff that Anderson was doing was self-induced, right? And, and, and you know, so there was some of that. Uh, I jumped off the track a couple times. He crashed, you know, yep. at, at one of the Triple Crowns, right? And the all Triple that stuff. Crown, so, they jumped yeah. off the track. That was all on him. Yeah. Him hitting his head, yep. getting two points. Right. That was all on him. But take those away. Keep those in yep. there. And you do the points. You do a hypothetical of what he should have got at Anaheim 1. You could have done a hypothetical on what he would have got at San Diego when his bike broke. You can do a hypothetical on the points that he should have got at Arlington mm-hmm. um, when when uh, Mookie took him out. Or no, 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 uh, that was Daytona when Mookie took him yeah. out. I'm sorry, yeah. on, at, at Daytona. Right. And then um, Indianapolis, uh, Barsha took but, Ando out. Yep. Okay. But, but to me, yeah, absolutely, you're totally right. You're totally right. And he deserved. Uh, he rode better this year than he did when he won the championship. He did. That, that's yeah. without a doubt. I, I would for sure. That's say that. without a doubt. Uh, absolutely. Hey, but, and you know what's amazing? I was in that championship, or I was part of the deal with Brayton. Yep. Anderson. Anderson didn't luck into that, dude. No. You don't luck. You yeah. don't luck no. into championships. No, so. no, no, no. Yeah, definitely not. No, he he rode really well, but this year he was even better. He was um, better. Um, and for I think sure. so. And this goes into the outdoor. He's never won an outdoor overall. I think he breaks that. He never has? He never has. He won the first moto of last year, yeah. right? and he's won a couple motos. Yeah. Here. He won on a Husky at Glen Helen. I think he breaks that streak this year. I think he wins an overall this summer. I hope so. Yeah. He's riding con- – I mean, it, it, he's, it, it appears that he's comfortable where he's at, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and going back to what you guys were talking about earlier, you know, I think, you know, if he hadn't had the success, then I think you could look at Kawasaki. But, 
you know that you that go. success right there. It, it's I think you you just have to chalk it up to the personality conflict or or not Absolutely. being happy or whatever that may be. And there's so many variables you can throw at it. You know, if, if you've been together for a long period of time, you know things can happen and do some different things. But you know, I think I think clearly both of those teams have you know yeah. proved that hey, yeah, if, our products if, if, uh, team are fine. If Anderson goes to Cowie and has a bad year and the team doesn't do well. There's a lot of questions about Kawasaki 100%. right now, but but all of them are you know that that's Tomac's bike, so th- they know that bike well. You know what I mean? They know the bike well. It, it, it everything worked, so I think Tomac's are winners um, for this, and then I think Anderson and Kawasaki are winners too, right? Like even though they didn't get the championship, they're still yeah, you know yeah. it's, it's you you could easily draw that conclusion. I mean, but there's only one winner, right? And yeah. Yeah, no, Cowboy exactly. Did, you know, so. And, and you know, Tomac rides differently near the end of the series, right? Like, he didn't even ride Salt Lake. So, when you look at the points, right? Like, so, okay. all that stuff changes a little take, bit. Take Salt Lake out of it. Um, okay, take the rounds. They'll say, people will say, well, he was in championship mode at Foxborough. He was in championship mode at Denver, right? Well, anytime after Atlanta, after the knee. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. They call it championship mode, but was it championship mode or was it the knee? Well, it can be both, right? It can be both because well, clearly the injury is going to yeah. dictate you yeah. changing things. Right, exactly. absolutely, right, exactly. You know? That's so, what I'm. That's so the point I, I'm making. Yeah, so I hurt my knee and I got but, a big points lead. Let's ride this. No, thing but out. what yeah. I'm saying is you, you, you can call it what you want on what side of the fence, what yeah. you're on. But what I'm going to say is, Anderson won those races. Okay, so they can say, well, yeah, because he was in championship mode, and it's like, well, was it championship mode or was it his knee? Which one was it? Oh, it can be both. Yeah, I think it can be both. Yeah, because if his, if he needs the points, he's going for it, regardless of that knee injury. He's going for it. But because he has the points and he's got the knee, he's checking up. No, I, okay, I, right. agree. I agree it can yeah. be both. But yeah. what I'm saying is people are going to try to yeah, – yeah. they're going to try to take that away from Anderson. Ah, I, I don't – I mean, ultimately, like Skip said, there's one winner, and it's Tomac. Right? Yeah, so, well, it yeah, ends up yeah. being that way, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yep. But, uh, so yeah. I got one question for you, Steve. All right, yeah. You, um, Let's have it. Is it – was it the suspension guy? Is it was that the main thing at Cowie? Oh, uh, was that the thing that that held him up and they're going over to Yamaha for that because of they they loved uh, Gilmore, Ricky Gilmore, Ricky yeah, Gilmore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a big part of it for sure. But then there were things on the Cowie. I think like one of them was like, "Hey, can we get rid of the hydraulic clutch? Can we go to a cable oh, clutch?" Oh, for and sure. Cowie was like, "No, for sure." You know, Honda did that with Canard and, and yeah, I they did. And I don't know yeah, the logistics did. of. Whether that can be done on a Cowie or not, because you know that's a pretty big major thing to do to your cases and everything, right? But I think Cowie was like, "No, you know, we're not going to do that." So that was one thing there. Okay, that was uh, okay. So he likes the he likes the cable clutch, right? So sure. Uh, so that was one thing that made a difference for sure. They're they're very. Uh, I think Cowie is very much. Hey, here's here's our range of parameters. We're going to go this soft and this far and this ratio and this ratio, but we're not going outside of that. And I think the Tomax were like, "No, let's try it." And Kyrie was like, no, the bike doesn't work that good. We've talked to the engineers. You know, they want to stay in this box. And, gotcha. and the Tomax are like, no, we're going to try it. And Ricky Gilmore is going to do something, and they're going to try it in the woods of Colorado and see if it works. Right? <laughs> so, yeah. And then, then that, that there's, there yeah. starts the demise. Yeah, 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 for sure, right? Uh, yep. um, so that that's all. I think that's all fine, right? Like, that's just a difference of opinion or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Kyrie didn't want to do it, and, 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 uh, and Yamaha would. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. So, um, Cooper Webb was in here last week. Do you think Berlute he can rebound? Do you think he can rebound? You know he done it before. He's done it before. Uh huh. And he surprised me. Okay, when he won the championship for KTM the next year, where was he? 
Well, he was a few points out of the lead when he crashed out there in Dallas. Yeah, he hurt yeah. himself pretty yeah. bad, yeah, right? Yeah, on the concrete. But, but the prior, before the beginning of that, he didn't look like Cooper Webb of the championship guy. Yeah, I don't remember. I do remember he was close to the lead, though. Like, it was, you know, so even, even if he didn't look that good, he was, you know, soon close to the lead. So Yeah, I mean, that yeah, injury, or right. that crash was insane. Yeah. That was for yeah. sure. I'll get, but, um, so I, 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 I don't think he's done yeah, trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he'll, he's got effort in right, him, right. you know. What about you, Skip? It, it seemed like the beginning of the year, I think that it seemed like the entire, it, all the guys were struggling a little bit or, or not happy or what, whatever it may be. And I haven't been on the inside in a long time, so just watching from the outside in. And then all of a sudden they start to, seems like they found some things and, the, and, and all the guys started doing better. Um, but it, Webb's kind of always struck me as that guy's confidence, or I'm not sure what it is, but the minute he realizes within himself that he can do it, it's game over for everybody else. Yeah. He finds a whole nother level. The only thing, and, and I, I'm, I'm sort of, uh, I'm neutral. Like, I, I think, you know, the, uh, 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 the bike was definitely a brand new bike, right? Longer chassis, a lot of things different. That was a bit of an issue for him. But then, you know, Marv won on it, and Marv looked great on it. So, Cooper's... Mookie. Yeah, yeah, Mookie. But... From the get-go, Mookie's been solid on that thing all year long. He has been, but a bigger guy. And Coop said on the show he thinks the bike works better for a bigger guy. Bigger guy. Marv's probably sp splits the difference between Mookie and He's Coop, tall right? but skinny. Yeah, but skinny, yeah. right? Yeah. Lightweight. So yeah. I look at Marv. I, I don't look at Mookie because that's bigger guy really? manhandling the bike, okay. right? And I look at Marv. Spring rates. That's why they got spring rates. Right. But I look at, I look at <laughs> Marv, and I'm like, wow, the bike can't be... Because Marv's bad. not far off Coop. No. So, as far as weight. Yeah, weight yeah. and even riding style, right? I mean, Coop's more aggressive than Marv, but whatever, right? Mookie to me is a whole different animal as far as <laughs> he's a, an animal. Yeah, yeah. But um, that'll be an interesting subplot if Coop can get it back, you know? Because we saw Anderson, we saw Tomac, they're going to be good, right? And and all that. So, can can Coop get it back? Um, it's how bad he wants it. I mean, you know, the thing that scares me when I sit there and try to make a prediction on that is, you know, like the old Rocky thing is, you know, you've been civilized, you know, I mean, these guys, you know, even with McGrath, I couldn't believe how long he went winning championships. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking at one time he's got more to lose now than he's got to gain. Yeah. That, I mean, when you're young and you have nothing and you're just going, you know, yeah. going at it. You don't it, know any different. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. but you know, for him to, for McGrath to hold on that long, I mean, it's so to me, Let's say hypothetically, Webb's got uh, $8 million in the bank, you know, because mm -hmm. um, money motivates you. It's, motiv yeah. it's made, motivated me and still motivates me today, you know. But when you got that much money, what I mean, there you got to have a motivation. Mm -hmm. And it's it's if a guy if a if a championship guy like McGrath, for example, if it doesn't, if that's not what motivates him, yeah. winning motivates him. And and I kind of see Andrew, uh, excuse me, I kind of see Webb kind of like that guy that he just likes to win. Right, you right. Know? Yeah. Uh, you know, I think sitting here with those two guys in the show, on your five-part yeah. show, yep. I, I, the thing that, that sticks out to me with those two guys is they hated losing more than they liked winning. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, yeah. I don't get that vibe from this, from the guys that are racing now. I mean, there may be a little bit here and there, but it's not that. Mm -hmm. And so I, to, I think that's a little bit to your point is mm -hmm. why, sure. why are you going to go out and risk? And, I, and at the same time, I think the risk is a whole lot higher now than it was 20 years ago. Oh, I agree. 
Um, I agree. You know, the speeds, the speeds are up. what they can do. I mean, yeah. I, I get that vibe from I got that vibe from Villapoto too. I was around the Cowie truck ride. I was close to him and all that. So I got the same vibe from him. Like he when he won, it was like no big deal. Like I'm supposed to win. He wasn't happy. He's just the same old you know asshole RV right. Like <laughs> even when he won. But when he lost, and I was especially when he lost to Stu or something, I would I would jab him like, oh, Stu looked good. It got him really mad. You know what I mean? Like he really hated losing more than he liked the winning. No, and I think you know because yeah. that that group of guys you were just talking about was that that we're talking about a different even a group yeah. that's even further behind, yeah. right? And, and I think that's something that's a little bit lost in in what's going on in our sport today. But but okay, so I'm with you a little bit, Skip. Now you guys are older than I am. You come from a generation even before I was as a mechanic. I'm always careful on this show. I try to be careful. I probably fall into the trap of it, but I try to not be the old man that walked uphill to school both ways, right? And 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 my generation was tougher, and all. I try not to do that because let's face it, you know, your two dads were probably telling you how tough their generation was, and you two were soft, right? And 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 so like this is a repeating pattern of life, right? So when it comes to our sport. I try to not do that. I'm sure I do. I'm sure I fall into this, start talking about Tim Ferry and how gnarly he was, you know. Like, but I try to not, like, the, so a champion is a champion is a champion, maybe? Well, I don't know. Well, I'm not, I'm not debating that with you about walking yeah. up uphill in snow. I'm just saying that once you get civilized as a person, right. that, that you have this palatial no. house here, that okay, you no, have no. a it's, good. It's upper in, middle class house. But, okay. This is a beautiful home. Thank you. And I, this is above middle class, by the way. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> I don't want the IRS to come after you, Steve. Right. But uh, no, um, yeah. I'm just saying we change as people. No, no, I get your point. But Skip was saying that no. this generation maybe doesn't but, hate losing as much as the older no, generation. Because, I don't because, know that. Because yeah, this, sure. to me, this generation, that's, I mean, we, we do it with our – I did it. Yeah. You sit down and you can look, especially with the younger guys coming up in yeah. the lights. Class. And you worked with younger guys. You can yeah. sit there and you can put it in. Ex- yeah, you recently, can do a nice yeah. little spreadsheet and you go, okay, here's this big ass championship bonus that sits out here looming. You can just go. You need to score based off of all the history that we know now. Mm-hmm. You need to score X number of points to win that title to get that big bonus. So when you see these guys taking that, taking unnecessary risks which is going to contradict what I just was talking about, <laughs> right? But, so that, but that's the whole – that's where the sport is, I think. Not so much the, being old school, but it's, it changes. Okay. Things evolve. Yeah. But you can sit there, and I think you can go back, and I think you can look at a couple guys from a couple, two, three years ago. The one that sticks out to me, you know, was – you could probably talk about Forkner a little bit, right? When he was winning everything, and, and whether you want to say he took some unnecessary risks or whatever yeah. – but he he got hurt and lost some titles because of yeah. some choices he made yep. on some races yep. where yep. all you have to do is sit down and do the math. It's right there, you know. And that I think that's and it, because the the rewards are so big now that I think that's how you have to look at it because that is life changing if you achieve that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Twenty five thirty years ago. Those Supercross bonuses right. wow. weren't life-changing. Jeremy was just sitting there talking about how his Honda bonus was $8,000. They weren't away. life-changing. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. In the lights class? No. <laughs> some, of, some of these bonuses. Honda. These bonuses now oh, 8, are life per race. Yeah, per, per win. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. They're life-changing yeah. now. So yeah. you have to race accordingly. Yeah, yeah. So as much as I could sit here and go, oh, I hate that part of it, man, I get it. I built spreadsheets to talk, to prove to the guys right. this is what you have to do. Right. Okay. I'll say one thing about RC. or Yeah, RC. I mean, McGrath. But R.C., he did – what I understand, I mean, that he did his contract, it wasn't – it was not bonus-related. He went out and said, I don't want bonuses. I want 
three million up front. Yeah, and I yeah, don't know he, the no, number. No, he said that on our show. Did he? Confirmed on our show. Yeah, yeah. yeah no to me, that is right. fucking gnarly. And then the guy goes and fucking destroys everybody every race, and he's not even he's not racing for a championship right, bonus. Right. He, yeah. He's, he's he's. Is that insane? Yeah, yeah it's gnarly. Well, just, yeah, just proves to the yeah. you know, and, and and there's still guys that are out there that are motivated like that. There are. That's motivation. Yeah. 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 yeah it's it's interesting. Um. Um. I, I tend to think of Coop as old school and not mm-hmm. money motivated. Like, you know, I want to win. I want to crush these guys, you know. He did do a Supercross-only deal for next year. So, really? Yeah, Supercross-only for next year. Um, you I know, see people going to that. McGrath Tomac, did it. He Tomac, started it. Tomac apparently is Supercross-only for next year. Dude, um, it's so much easier. So. <laughs> Outdoors is fucking gnarly, right? Yeah, when you when you look at the guys like Dungeon Villapoto, who well, Villapoto, though, didn't do that many indoors and out because he got hurt a lot, but he did do some. Uh, but Dunge, right? Indoors out, and either winning or you know getting beat by Villapoto, and that's it. You know, they just did that for like five or six yeah. years, right? Just it's 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 a it's an incredible strain. Absolutely, you're totally right about that. Uh, David Coombs coming up here on the show shortly. I want to thank Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, X Brand Goggles, Renthal, Michelin Motorcycle Tires, Acherbys, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Ogio, Power Sports, ORW, Skosh Pro Filter. FMF Guts Racing, Atlas Neck Brace, atlasbrace.com for more information on that. They also uh, paid Chiz in the LCQ race as the top Atlas rider, of course, because Chiz is, was top everything. Works Connection, MotorcycleNinjaJobs.com, Ride Engineering, WUSA, Get Data, Intense Cycle, Suspension Direct, Manscape, Wisco Piston, all on board with us. Love the guys at WUSA. Uh, did you use W when you were uh, with uh, the, your last team? The Cowie team or the, the Cow- Yamaha yeah. team? Did you I thought you did. That's yes. why I yeah, said we, that. Yeah, we had them. We were did. at, um, yeah, the, the oh, Chaders when we were on Cowies. Yep. And yeah. Then yeah. At Traders. Uh, yeah, we so had thanks them. to the folks at WUSA. The Edge set of wheels is fantastic, and they'll give you a Pulp MX show discount as well. If you contact the folks at W, they do te- wheels for seemingly half the teams in the pits and, and, <laughs> and vintage bikes and, uh, and flat track stuff and all of that. So thank you to WUSA. Tony Berluti, Skip Norfolk in. Uh, Brian Berry says hi. Says we're uh, I have legends in Very the studio. Very cool. Oh, awesome. Uh, he says the greatest mechanic of all times. Uh, I guess that means me. Skip. They'd be Norfolk. talking about you. No, he's talking about okay, you. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Thanks, Absolutely. Muffin. Really appreciate hey, it. And by the way, that was a great podcast with him that you did with him. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was. I fun, really enjoyed right? that. Yeah. I, I, the, his stories. <laughs> he's was, a funny fucker. That like, guy. He was so funny where he was like down, like just. He just started working for Dowd because he was just his buddy, and he, yeah. had, he had a 500, and like they, just it was great. It was it was fantastic. He's a That's funny great. dude. Right. He's, he's he makes it fun to work with. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, I want to thank the folks at Wisco, by the way. Uh, Wisco has been supporting uh, teams like Factory Honda, uh, Club MX, SGB Honda as well. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, Wisco is a variety of pistons from reliable forge replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite series. Thank you. They've even expanded the line now with the USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods developed through work with the race teams garage buddy rebuild kits as well weisco.com to find products for your machine go to pulpamexshow.com and go to the weisco uh banner uh weisco logo on there and it'll pop up and it'll help you out thanks to the folks at weisco motorsport.com as well you can get it from there Wisco's proud proud to bring you our first guest of the night this man is the editor-in-chief of racer x online magazine and online, as well as a big part of the mx sports uh, lucas oil pro motocross championships and uh, he's probably pretty excited to talk about that right now Davey Coombs, what's up, DC? How are you, man? Hey, Steve, what's happening? Hello, Tony Berluti, and hello, Skip Norfolk. Hey, How Davey. are you? 
<laughs> Great. I got you a got good to... story about you, but maybe maybe we'll have time, maybe not. Wow. Davey, Davey, there's a lot of wins in this studio right now. I'm not sure if you, like, between me, Skip, and Berlute. <laughs> you know. Yeah, you, you yeah. <laughs> the three of you, yeah. Maybe even just the two of you. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the greatest mechanic? Uh, no. Uh, uh, thanks for calling in, Davey. Appreciate it. Before we get talk about the, the Nationals and everything else, how was uh, Justin Brayton's uh, uh, race there in Iowa? How'd that, how'd that go? It, it was so much fun. I, I, I think they had big plans of Jason Wygant were actually going to be there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But since but since it was just me, it just turned just into <laughs> a, a little a little calmer. But um, uh, uh, Tony Wang from uh, Riverside Raceway is a huge uh, proponent of motocross in the Midwest and has a great track there. And he's been through a lot, and so it kind of merged together to you know help out. Um, you know Tony in the track after a tornado and a flood, uh, wow. and also of course Justin's you know coming retirement or or semi retirement or whatever. And uh, I, I I mentioned online I, I filthy Phil was smiling at one point. I, I looked over and I think it, 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 it kind of frightened Denny Stevenson because he's like, why is this guy smiling? Why is he wearing a, he wearing a camouflage arm cast? Right, right. Uh, yeah. So. But God no, I got to bless. visit with Justin for a real long time and talk about his career and talk about some things coming up. And, uh, you know, he, he's someone I've just always really admired. Uh, you know, it's like Cameron uh, McAdoo said when he saluted um, uh, Justin. He said, you know, thank you for making a kid from Iowa believe he could be a big-time racer and, and thanks for being the, the kind of dad you are, the kind of rider you were, the kind of husband. He's just a role model for not only the guys that are still racing, but guys like me, they're long past it. Uh, and then how, Bradshaw was there? Yeah, Damon was there. And he's, uh, uh, you know, once you get Damon going, because, you know, sometimes he'll say, yeah, let me let me grab a tear off there and think about this. And, and then he'll remember. <laughs> and uh, he, was, he was awesome, too. Yeah. So uh, imagine the bench racing between Wes Kane and Dave Derringer. And then, uh, you know, Denny Stevenson, Phil Nicoletti, Justin Brayton, and Damon Bradshaw, and I, I was I was just there listening most of the time. It was it was awesome. Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that sounds like a fun event. Looks like a fun track and everything else. And yeah, JB's moving back to Iowa. He's 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 that settling blew in. Blew my there. mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought for sure he'd stay there. I know, yeah. right? But yeah. no, he's he's Iowa bound. So um, you know, he says he's got some land. And he's going to build himself a little track to ride on and stuff. So. And and we should see him in the World Supercrosses, huh, Davey, I would think? Yeah, it's, uh, it sounds like it. Um, he, the, I'm pretty sure Moto Concepts is going to field a team. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure who the, the other three riders are, but I, I'm, yeah. I am hearing it might even be Cole Seeley. I, I heard that uh, too, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and, and uh, so, I, you know, he, he's looking forward to the adventure, but he's really looking forward to quitting. Uh, yeah. you, you know, this is, this is a, a unique opportunity that came along, and, the timing, you know, kind of works out for what he's been doing, and also he, he's good friends with the the guys in Australia because they, you know, he's raced there for years and knows them real well. So mm-hmm. um, I, I I I hope he enjoys it and I hope he wins it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Should should be great to have him on, uh, have him do that for sure. Uh, Davey, can you believe it? We're the Pulp Mech Show is also on Mav TV alongside the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships. They gave us a show. It's amazing. I, I, I you know what? I can't believe it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, those guys seem pretty level headed, and uh, and then this, right? Yeah, don't tell no, them. <laughs> but, hey, if anyone's if anyone's earned it, man, you 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 you've been a pioneer in this space, and 
And, uh, you know, you've been around this ever since uh, day one. I, I think that, you know, as soon as you would get home from the races as a mechanic, you'd go on the Cycle News virtual grandstand to see what you missed. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so to, to have it evolve to this, it's well-deserved. And uh, I know I enjoy your show. I, I'm sure that the viewers do as well. So congratulations. Yeah, that's that. thank you. I appreciate it. So where, what were you doing? Where were you when – Somehow you hear Ryan Dungey is coming back to racing. And do you? Th- it was it April first. Well, no, it, it it wasn't, but it was close. And I'll tell you exactly what happened. Um, we were keeping our fingers crossed that that you know we would have hurlings come over, mm-hmm. and then also we had to do this this um, the bumpers for Mav TV and Lucas Oil, and the people at Feld were kind enough to let us do it in Atlanta. And so all day Friday we made this schedule, and and you know Derek. Garcia and Sam had got everyone lined up, and they were going to go in, and and all of a sudden they realized that Cooper Webb wasn't on the list, and uh, and at that moment uh, Ian Harrison called up the office and said, "Hey, look, you know, um, two things, mm-hmm. actually three things. One, um, we we think Cooper's going to take a rest this summer and get himself sorted and healed, and you know, you, you anyone could see that he just wasn't quite himself, and you know, he's got a family coming along and." So we were bummed, and then he said, and now I need to check on two numbers, number 222 and number five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, wait a minute. Yeah. Not, 80, not 84? And, uh, yeah. and, and I'm like, why, why number five? And then, it <laughs> kind of, and then I just kind of remembered, and I can't remember who said it, but someone said, gee, Dungy sure is riding the wheels off that bike. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> And, and, and then um, we, we were very quiet about it, but then lo and behold, um, Ryan and KTM made their announcement, and, and I, I literally had my fingers crossed for two weeks, and um, it happened. And so, you know, we, we don't get Jeffrey, unfortunately, and, and I certainly understand Cooper, uh, you know, taking some time off to, 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 to get back into Supercross full blast in January. But the, if the consolation prizes are Antonio Cairoli and Ryan Dungey mm-hmm. in <laughs> – in yeah yeah (laughs) we'll take it it's 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 really cool like it's gonna definitely create some buzz at the truck like to see these two guys and you know my group my group texts are already full of texts about who's beating who how much money's on the (laughs) line you know what do you think's gonna happen you know what i mean all this stuff right like yeah because it's it's pretty damn interesting so uh, yeah skip what what, okay go ahead david I was just going to say the, 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 you know, my expectation is, you know, once you're an athlete at that level and, and you, you retire, you know, in, in one good piece, uh, which is what both Antonio and, and Ryan have done, it doesn't take a lot to get back up to speed, but it's that sixth gear that uh, is sort of the, like, we'll see. You know, because, I mean, Skip, you can remember when Jeremy would be gone for three years and come back out and get fourth in a supercross you know it was he 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 just never lost it but he at the same time he wasn't going to go carmichael reed and bubba speed in 2006 no you're right um, that, that that's kind of the interesting that that's kind of the, the question right is yeah is where you know there's part of me that just wants the wants those guys to get back up and show everybody still what's up and then the other part you're just going Okay, why? Yeah, I, I'm with bit. you. I, I'm with you. We had Ryan on the show last week. Like, I, a full power to him. I think this is awesome. But he said he's not coming back unless he thinks he can win. And I'm just like, okay. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, that seems a high task for, for that. And, and if he starts winning races, it's an all-time story. All-time story. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been doing the, you know, the, this Mav TV uh, 50 year countdown of mm-hmm. uh, our 50 day countdown of each year. And, you know, every year there's some out of the blue, super compelling story, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, the rise of, of Jeremy in 93 or the departure of Bale in 92 or, you know, Ricky winning, you know, the last seven races he enters before he retires in, in 2007. Each year we have something, and, and I just didn't feel like that was building this year. And then, boom, in one text. <laughs> in one text. <laughs> like, uh, that's a good text to get. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, Berlut, what do you think about Caroli? Where do you see him? You know what I love about that deal is I – the guy's amazing. Right. I mean, I think us in the U.S., we discount the Europeans, where obviously we see him in, like, the uh, – you know, donations and stuff, yeah. and they've been kicking our ass and stuff. But Caroli's actually an amazing rider, right? Yeah. He's amazing. But the thought that he's going to come over, it's going to be fun for him. He's doing it on that way. And, and and what does everybody talk about? Keep it fun. If you keep it fun, you can go fast, right? Right. So I, I, I definitely think he'll come over here, and I hope America, you know, embraces him, and, and he's going to have a great time. And I, I think his results will reflect that. Yeah. Do you see him podium do you see him um like you know what i i yeah i i yeah, i, I, I right. wouldn't put it past him. right right yeah that's a pretty cool story yeah hey we we, we we saw him go really fast around Redbud uh a few years back and in southwick he and, you know he could be phenomenal and then the hard pack like hangtown yep uh the, the question is uh, you know is he going to get used to the format? And I have, you know, I have full respect. I mean, I, I think that the us versus them thing sort of long ago evened out, um, in part because there's a lot of emphasis on Supercross here, and in part because those guys over there are just badasses. I mean, they're, they're really, really good, and they focus on motocross almost 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I think it depends on the and, you know, how quickly he gets up to speed with a one-day format and then I, I think tony's exactly right keep it fun uh keep it keep it loose and, and just really enjoy this adventure because the other thing is he's coming over at the right time every time someone else would come over they had to do supercross first and the learning curve in supercross for a, a guy that's already got a few years under his belt whether it was albertine or Tortelli, or Tyler Rattray, or, or Ben Townley, you know, they, they end up losing, uh, you know, a couple years before they ever get up to speed. Well, Tony doesn't have that problem. This is full motocross. Yeah. This is very, very familiar to him. He's not going to have to go blitz the whoops in Anaheim. He, he, he gets to just, just go outdoors and, and, mm-hmm. and what's he say? Eat pasta, go faster. Yeah, yeah exactly, right? No, I, for sure. I think what I like about it is he's, there, he's coming over at the beginning of the series as well, to, I guess, to, 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 mm-hmm. to, to keep going on what Dave was saying. Is, you know, sometimes they come at the end, there's always that, well, the title's been wrapped up yeah, here like the States or whatever it is, right? Man, no. Right. Yep, yep. Just, hey, we're going to show up the gate's going to drop and it's going to be the badass guy's going to win yeah yeah no it's gonna be good i mean it's gonna be awesome dunge said on the show last week he's pretty much in it for uh all 12 rounds i think caroli will be there for more than two you know they're couching it like hey the first two but i think he keeps going i I don't see why not right Uh, unless it goes horribly but i can't see it going horribly so 
I think these two are going to be in for the, a battle all summer long. What right? does Davey hear about Caroli? Uh, I hear exactly, and I think exactly the same way that Steve does, that uh, uh, they, they, they're they putting in like a, a little break there to say, hey, you know, what do you think? You want to keep going? Mm-hmm. Just in case it doesn't go the way he wants, just in case he finds out that maybe he, he, he you know, was bit off more than he could chew or just he really was ready to fully retire. Uh, and so, um, my, you know, again, my fingers are uh, crossed. We, we're already lucky that, that he's coming for the beginning. If he's there at the end, it's because <laughs> he's in it. It's That's because awesome. He, yes. he, yeah. He, yeah. And, and it'll be it'll be fun to see. Uh, Wisco Pistons bringing you Davy Coombs on the show. Go to Wisco.com to learn more about them. Four-stroke, two-stroke Pistons and uh, Racer Elite Series to the uh, reliable Forge replacements. Also, 45 of the 48 hours of racing this summer can be seen live on MAV-TV. You can get the app. You can get a monthly and yearly subs as well. They have a two-wheel Tuesday where this show will be on two-wheel Tuesday. Uh, Arena wow. Cross, Moto America, um, replays of the motos as well. Uh, will be on Saturday, of course, if uh, uh, this show will be on Saturday in between practices or, or before practice. So go to MAV-TV, uh, get the app, uh, get it on your uh, local provider. And, again, 45 of the 48 hours. You can see it on MAV-TV and Davey. So no more tweets, Davey, about people having to change channels, which <laughs> always blew me away anyways. I didn't understand the people that were complaining about changing channels. But now you don't have to change channels. So everyone could just calm down. Yeah, well, we're, we're very lucky to have a partner like MAV-TV, and, and, and they certainly understand our fans. You know, and, and you got to remember that the, the landscape of t- television, and especially linear television, is changing more rapidly than we went from two strokes to four strokes. Uh, it, it, it's 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 really difficult for I believe these networks and these these new streaming services to kind of decide what they are, what they want to be. Yeah. And Math TV is like, hey, let's do both. And you know, when you say forty eight out of uh, forty five out of forty eight hours, that's because the other Three motos are live on NBC, so all 48 races will be live. But just those three, uh, you know, we wanted to keep our relationship with NBC uh, as best we could. But you know, the, the sad truth is that NBC Sports Network is gone, mm-hmm. and the the options that uh, I believe were there for Supercross <clears throat> to to have sort of a of a, uh, a patchwork of, of different networks to to go on each weekend that that really wasn't there for the summer TV viewing and Mav TV stepped up they they've been with us since 2009 with Lucas Oil and uh, we we're thrilled and and man they all they want is more two wheel content more two wheel content um, I, I think that uh, by the time this summer's over everyone's going to understand what a what a what a great um, move this was because you know it, it's it's getting so difficult and we we want to be traditional motocross we want to have two 35 minute motos per class no one's going to put you on tv for four hours every saturday afternoon at least no one would until this year and and the fact that mav tv is doing that and mav tv plus is right there with them uh you know and you can watch it anywhere in the world if you can if you can type <laughs> you know, com in your computer you can you can watch the streaming service and and uh you know it's 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 it's, it's exciting it's awesome they're going to let us do some fun stuff with the the talent in the com in the commentary booth and uh it should be. Uh, it's going to be a different, a different series for sure. Yeah, I just dropped a Fly Racing Racer X podcast today with uh, Jason Wygant. 
Uh, yeah, the plan for this summer, rotating guest of uh, analysts. So Brock Glover is going to be in there. David Bailey is going to be in there. Uh-huh. Ricky Carmichael is doing three of them. Wow. Uh, Ryan Villapoto will do one. Bradshaw should be in. So I was talking to Wygant about, like, hey, do you got to change your style? Do you got to change your, you know, how, how do you, you know, how do you, how do you work with these people? Some guy named Jason Thomas is the pit reporter. Never heard of him before. But, um, yeah, so check that out, everybody. Wygant talking about that. That. That'll be interesting, uh, Davey, to have those different voices as the analysts. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I did that job for, for 10 years, loved every minute of it, uh, you know, as the, either the pit reporter or the, or the commentator. But, man, I know that after a full season, people start getting tired of hearing, you know, even if it was Art and David Bailey, you know, they, mm-hmm. they kind of run out of things to talk about because unlike, you know, college football or the NFL where there's different networks and different teams – it was just the same guys for years and years. And, and also it's hard to make that commitment to a full-time thing. And, you know, we saw, you know, in large extent with Grant Langston last year, uh, GL was like, you know, he has a booming business. Things were going really good. And he was just getting frustrated with the travel. And, uh, you know, he'd been doing it for eight years. And, and to me, Grant is hall of fame as well, but, you know, so, this year we we looked at it and we thought, well, who can we get? And I, I know Danny Blair wasn't necessarily, you know, thinking that he would be up for it because he just finished a full grind of Supercross. And I was like, why don't we rotate it? Yeah. And uh, it's 50 years and everyone's got a story. So uh, some of the guys that held their hand up blew me away. That's that's a big reason why I was in Florida two weeks ago with James Stewart. Uh he was basically auditioning, you know, for not just one race this year that he's going to do, but he wants to do them all next year. Uh, and and you know, the first one I can I I know the announcement hasn't come out yet, but I have no problem telling you. And the guy sitting next to you, Steve, will appreciate this. Round one: Jason Wagant, Jeremy McGrath, Ricky Johnson. Yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah, badass. that'll be good. Yeah, and and, and Jeremy and Ricky have such a admiration of each other too it's cool you know that oh uh, yeah it'd oh, be yeah. great to have them too with with Wagner. yeah and also those guys have a you know a long honda history yeah. each of them and this is the 50th anniversary of the honda's elsinore so uh oh, i thought wow. well hey let's get a couple honda guys right. and I, I will admit i did ask david bailey first um because he uh i mean he's everyone's hero when it comes to color commentary but he, you know, is having some health issues with his shoulder, so he's like, "Hey, let me do the last round. Yeah, I'll be ready for the last round." But I'm, I'm going to be, you know, still down for the count. So um, I, I can't wait for us to end with David Bailey. But in between, you know, you mentioned some guys, and I mentioned Stewart, and I think you're going to see a couple younger guys as well. So you know, cool. the only guy that's going to be there, you know, more than once is Ricky because those are the three NBC races. And uh, and it makes sense. I mean, he's the goat, and this is you know, this is his series. It's his series. So uh, yeah. we can we, we can use we can use Carmichael three times, no problem. Uh, <laughs> and I know Wygant Wygant is really really looking forward to that because he's never really got to work with Ricky in that capacity. Uh, Davey, about the last Paula, uh, a lot of rumors about that one. Anything you can tell us or confirm on the show tonight? <laughs> like what, what what where are we at with this one? The second Paula. we are we are still we are still almost almost certainly going to finish up the season at Fox Raceway okay. at Palo. Right. But, but there, 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 there is smoke uh, around that uh, rumor. Um, mm-hmm. I had been approached by a group of uh, really important uh, uh, friends in Southern California 
And when I say really important, I mean like Troy Lee, Mitch Payton, <laughs> yeah. uh, Alexander Smith, uh, John Anderson, who is Tom White's son-in-law. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Eric Pernar got pulled into this. Uh, and oh. and uh, they, they, they were campaigning saying, you know, is there some way you can make it work to come back to, to Glen Helen? And, and quite honestly, very open-minded about it. Spoke to Lori at length about it. Uh, but there's just, you know, there, there's a, there's a big, uh, difference of, um, opinion between myself and, and Bud Feldkamp that kind of goes back years and years and years. And it's, it's, it's just his way of doing business and and our way of doing Mm -hmm. business. Uh, he wants to have a a big race and I, and I, he deserves it, but, but he, he doesn't want to be part of a series. At least that's been my experience for a while. Right. So we tried to work through it, and and it's not off the table yet, but but um, not looking good. <laughs> you know, well, it's right. getting late. It's right, getting right. late, and, yeah. and and basically we said, you know, Myron has the contract. If Myron wants to move the event to Glen Helen for the last round, we would certainly entertain that. But our contract is is with Myron. Yep. And uh, and and so fingers crossed. I I I like I said, I talked to all those guys at length. I talked to Bud. I've talked to. Uh, Lori, I love Lori. I miss working with her, um, and and everything would be pretty much status quo like it was before. But uh, it, it's just a case of being comfortable with it because, you know, I quite honestly we we had the rug pulled out from under us twice. Yeah, and uh, that that that's hard to get behind or get past. Right. So, right. but but I I'm, I do know they had a great vet uh, or motocross reunion weekend out there. This past weekend, my friend Rob Andrews went, ran into RJ, ran into Eddie Cole, and everyone said the track is its usual gnarly self, and you know, and I'm glad to hear that. Uh, all right, you want to take some phone calls? We got the lines are full. Uh, wanting to talk to you, Davey. Uh, first up, Jay, what's going on? What's your question for uh, Davey Coombs? Hey, Davey Coombs. Hey, uh, a uh, long time ago, this is Jaybird69. You helped me with some information about Donnie Schmidt years ago. Remember that? I I think I do. Yeah. Um, anyways, I got some people on a, on a page uh, called Old School Motocross, and everyone's up up in up in arms about uh, the confidence of watching uh, the the up, up, upcoming nationals. Now, Mav TV streaming that. Will there be all four motos live? There will be all. Four motos, except for the three motos that will be live on NBC, they will play as soon as they are done running on NBC. So okay. 45 out of 48. That's that's uh, We're almost there with one network, but the opportunity to be on NBC is just too great, and uh, MAV-TV understands that, and all the series sponsors want that. So uh, 45 out of 48 in unlimited replays and – Watch it until you and your old okay. school motocross buddies can can dissect okay. it uh, a million times. Uh, okay. It'll be no, there for you. So right. Mav TV, Mav TV Plus. Is so, that is that all four motos plus morning qualifying? Yes. Okay. All right. And I think you right. get the Steve Mathis yeah, show. Yeah, and the Paul Mex- yeah, and the Paul Mex- show too, Jay. So you better get it. Uh, thanks for the call, man. Thank you, man. All right. All right. All right. Thanks, Thank Jay. Uh, Grayson, you have a question about Texas, and every time Coombs comes on this show, we got a question about Texas Nationals. But here we go again. Go ahead, Grayson. Uh, hey, Davey, I have heard from a pretty good source 
that you were thinking about going to Swan MX in Tyler, Texas for the 23 Nationals. What is it a rumor? Or are you still thinking about it? What what's going on there? Uh, Tim Connor went to uh, Texas. Uh, everyone thinks that that. Um, we were locked in on just doing two Palas. We weren't. I went to North Carolina. I went to Charlotte Motor Speedway. I went to uh, many places. Tim Cotter took the trip to Texas. He went to see Emil at um, Three Palms. He went to see Trey at Swan. Uh, we talked, obviously, to um, uh, Tony um, Miller, uh, uh, Clayton Miller and family in, in Freestone, Texas. The problem with Texas remains the same problem that's always been with Texas. It's not that, it, that those aren't great tracks. It's not that those aren't really great promoters. It's the fact that it's going to be a hundred and some degrees in between uh, June 1st and August 30th. And, and it just makes it really difficult, not only for the riders, but the spectators. And, you know, if, if someone could assure us that the weather was going to be you know, 15 degrees cooler than normal, uh, there would already be a national back in Texas. But right now, with with um, with the weather, it, it, it's, you know, we're landlocked between June and August, and that's not a good time to be racing outdoors in the middle of the day in Texas. Thanks, Grayson. Yeah. Thanks for the call. No, I got, I got something about that. So is it more about the spectators? Because, like, the racing-wise, I feel like what's the difference between – pros racing in texas in august and the amateurs racing in tennessee which is like basically the same heat and humidity for 20 25 minutes are you just well that's spectators that's not showing up no it, it, it's not it's not 20 minute moto at loretta lens it's two 35 minute motos an hour apart and if you were in freestone texas in 2010 when Eli Tomac and Brett Metcalf melted down, uh, or if you were in Florida when Chase Sexton melted down uh, a, couple, a few years ago. Uh, Florida and Texas are really tough places to hold outdoor professional motocross events in June, July, or August. Uh, you know, no, it's, 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 it's simply because of when we have to have the races. The Texas Trans AMAs used to be amazing races at Lake Whitney and Rio Bravo and uh, Cycle Ranch, but those races took place in the fall, like in October and November. Uh, that's what's the problem in Texas. It's not, it's not the promoters. It's not people coming out. It's what do we do when we have a scorcher and that's been too often the case. Thanks, Grayson. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Next up, it's TJ on five. TJ, what's your question for Davey Coombs? Yeah, Davey Coombs, we hear a lot about the Supercross schedule is the way it is because they have to work around other things. And I calculated it up on the Outdoor Nationals, and it's 13,000 miles of driving for some of these privateers and teams alike. Is there... Like, does no one ever do that? Because with a few moving of a few tracks, which they're dirt bike races, so uh, dirt bike tracks, so they can race at any time, you could save almost 7,000 miles off of the whole yearly route. Well, TJ, yeah. yeah I, 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 Go ahead, David. I understand that, and we, we do the best we can to start in California and to end in California. But at some point, you got to go to Southwick, which is in the northeast yeah. corner, and at some point, you got to go to Washougal, which is in the far west corner. And those events have certain dates that they can and can't use. 
In the case of Washougal, it could be snowing the first week in May. In the case of Denver, it could be snowing, or not the first week of May, the first yeah. week of June. And, and so we routed as best we can while also trying to remember that we got to go to Redbud for July 4th weekend. That's a motocross tradition. Yeah. Uh, the, the summer in the Northwest, you know, ends in July with the Washougal National. Uh, you know, up at uh, Southwick to get up there, it's 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 close to nothing. So I know that it's easy to say, "Hey, let's go Powell, Hangtown, Washougal, Thunder Valley, and just work your way across and finish wherever." But it's not that practical. It's not that simple. And, and there is uh, availability problems, just as there is with stadiums in uh, Supercross. Couldn't you just go to Washougal before you ended, like the second to last round? But they can only have it on certain weekends, TJ, yeah, permits I, and things like we, that. So, yeah. I, I don't want to see a promoter with a you know 40-year track record of having great racing uh, risk that crowd, risk that tradition, risk uh, the successful mm-hmm. event to make it a shorter drive. Thanks, TJ. Okay. Hey, I, Nick, thanks, man. I have one, one question. One no. question. All right, go ahead, TJ. Uh, just so, what's the plans for next year when the Supercross, uh, World Supercross? Like, I mean, is, are y'all, is it just going to be head to head the two series? I have no idea. Uh, I I saw a glimpse of their schedule that uh, Steve uh, helped uncover. I guess on Pulp MX, uh, we're mm-hmm. going to do what we always do. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put awesome. up the starting gate. We're gonna invite all of our uh, you know U.S. based teams to come and participate. And we're going to show it on live TV, and I think it's going to be an exceptional series. As far as anything else goes, anything that offers opportunities for pro riders is a, is a good thing, and I wish those guys luck. Thanks, TJ. Uh, Jeremy on two. Last question for Davey. Jeremy, what's up, man? Yo, thanks for letting me on here. Super big fan, especially of the Nationals. They're quite a bit better than Supercross, in my opinion, anyway. But... Just a quick question for Davey. I saw that uh, Connor Erickson, a.k.a. Buttery, didn't get a media pass for outdoors. Just wondering why that was. Well, we had a meeting today talking about who, uh, how we decide who gets passes and who doesn't. The problem is Buttery didn't tell us who he was shooting for. Uh, I think they were going to approach it again. Uh, do you know who you're shooting for? No. No, I just saw the post. <laughs> I'm sure we'll find room for buttery. Don't worry. But, yeah, you, know, you have to go through the process. And sometimes that process includes lifting who you're shooting for because you don't just get to go and film and say, hey, I made a home movie. Or what about just uh, having a name? How about how just having a name? Did he just put buttery no, on his application or did he have a but, first but, and but, last name? To his, to his point, though, you know, the, the landscape for media is changing. You know, I talked about rapidly between linear TV and streaming. Well, what about the fact that, you know, let's take, let's take the amount of riders Fox Racing has. They've got Ken Roxon. Uh, they've got Ryan Dungey coming back. They've got the whole pro circuit team. And all of those guys have big audiences on their personal social media platforms and yeah. YouTube channels and whatever. And, and, and they want to get footage too but the the you know lucas oil tv and and mav tv can't show all 40 guys all the time and so my point is like i like the idea of us you know being looser with letting 
the the athletes and teams come and get you know content you know within reason not you know someone streaming for motos but people like buttery or verb moto or uh, austin hoover or you know Anyone, right, anyone right. who's in the film filmmaking business, well, I, I, I like them having access. They just they just need to do it within the system, and that's how that's why we have great YouTube shows like Chase Sexton and Troll Train and AJ Cantanzaro and uh, Jet Lawrence and so on and so forth. It's yep. it's it's a growing um, uh, what do you call it um, a growing audience, and that's where the kids are devouring their media. So uh, if Butter can just tell us where he's going to put it. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go from there. Right. Uh, last question, Dave, before we go. Uh, we got a question about Bobrashev and, and racing. Um, again, it's AMA who did this, and, and so MX Sports. No, follow- it's not the AMA. It's not the AMA. It's the FIM. Right. Uh, there's a war going on in Russia, and the FIM, just like the FIA for auto racing, uh, decided very early on that they were not going to deal with the Russian Federation. Unfortunately, that put people like uh, Evgeny into a weird position because he couldn't get released from his license. And when he did produce a thing, it was after the FIM. It said, we're not talking to you anymore. So that put the FIM North America and the AMA in a tough spot because no one doesn't want him to race, but he just can't race. And the best way to to, to, uh, move forward is to just wait for this damn war to end and and then get back to sort of the the normalcy because I, I i get it that evgeny wanted to come here and race but you know what if i told you there was a ukrainian rider to want to come and race but he's he can't uh he's in the same situation he's just on the opposite side yeah, of it yeah so and, and, and that my, my my point is hopefully when this is resolved evgeny is still very interested in racing we'd love to have him but you can't race if you don't have a license, and the AMA won't give him a license until they can talk to the FIM, or rather the, the Russian Federation again. Mm-hmm. And the FIM said no one's talking to the Russian Federation until the war's over. Right. Makes sense. Uh, any questions for Davey? Skip? Berlo? No. Yeah. Uh, no questions. No. Do you have, uh, do you have a story? Of no, you? I mean, oh, okay. I, I, yeah, right. we'll... we'll it might take too long. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, Davey, as always, thank you for uh, for coming on, man. Appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you at Paula, man. Hey, I appreciate it, Steve. And, like I said, congratulations again. And, hey, Skip and Tony, if you guys need passes or anything for one of the races coming up, just let Steve know. <laughs> Perfect. Will do. Thank you. Uh, All right. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, see you Davey. Guys. Thanks. Dumbest calls ever on this show. Uh, Davey Coombs, everybody, brought to you by Weisco. Uh, welcome to the show, to the studio from SDI, former factory mechanic for Stefan Roncata at uh, Kawasaki, KYB guy as well, y- Yamaha Troy. Dan Worley, what's up, man? How are you? Good, a little late. Bring that microphone a little closer if you can. Thank you. Yep, there you better? go. Yeah, that's better. Better late than never. Better late than never. Thanks for Finally coming in. It. Yeah. Thank you. God, we got a lot of wins here. Worley Bird. Yeah, Worley Bird. It's been a long yeah. time. Yeah, yeah he, he, uh, he's the guy. We, uh, you came up here a couple weeks ago. We got a podcast dropping soon as well, so uh, that'll be fun. Uh, but yeah, just we'll get into it, everything else. But really, just feel free to ask questions, whatever you want. Ask questions. Uh, next up on the show, uh, brought to you by the folks at Decal Works. They led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics around. They're officially licensed with all the OEM. Cooper Webb, Rockstar Energy Husky Ride team as well uses Decal Works. DecalMX.com. 
Promo code PulpMX to get 20% off your custom graphics. The expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure you're handled. I can vouch for this myself. I've had a lot of listeners use Decal Works, and yeah, they're absolutely fantastic company. Bringing you our next guest on the show, uh, he is uh, he uses Decal Works graphics as well. He's uh, well known on the show here. It is uh, Chris Kiefer. What's up, Kiefer? How are you, man? Tony, Skip, Dan, Steve, how the hell are you guys? We're good, Love man. It. Excellent. How are you? There's a, there's a lot of wins in studio right here, oh. Kiefer. Dude, there's a lot of knowledge right there right now. Well, I like the knowledge, knowledge part. The wins part, I have to give to this guy next to me. <laughs> no. Wow, okay, sure. But, Berlou, you got two 125 Supercross titles. I won a lot of 125 wins. Yeah. I'll give you that. Right. Worley, you got a, 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 two, a 125 Supercross title. Yeah. Almost an outdoor Almost. title. Just about. Ooh. And, and none, of you, none of you have a Summercross title. No, we do mechanic? not. No. Yeah. How many of the were there? The, Just one, and we're defending champions. Oh, the, so okay, if gotcha. They, if they had a race tomorrow <laughs> in the Coliseum, Timmy's be, defending champion. Nice. Uh, what's up, Kiefer? How are you, man? Oh, good, man. We're here at a uh, good old home of Mike LaRocco, getting ready to ride Red Bud tomorrow, so I'm excited about that. What? So that's fun. Yeah, new KTM yeah. intro. Nice. Yeah, flying them all the way out there. Kiefer has been, dude, you have been really on some airplanes lately. I've just been pounding the miles out. Dude. Look at this. Yeah, it's, it's, it's impressive. I got my new bag. I don't have a big-ass bag with me anymore. It's changed my life. Uh, yeah, exactly right. Uh, Do they got the new 300 out there? What? Sorry, you broke up. They got the new 300 out there for you to ride? Yeah, so they, they brought nice. all the two-strokes and nice. four-strokes, so uh, there's a lot of bikes to go through tomorrow, so we're going to be busy. Wow. Uh, dark side. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Darkside, you got too much background noise. I don't know what's going. Where are you? What's hey. going? Is that any better? It's a little better. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, um, I'm in the airport. Okay, so for people who don't know, Mr. Side here cut his ponytail off. We gave him a YZ two fifty two stroke. We got it. You rode the bike this weekend, Dark Side. So, Kiefer, let's start with you. Okay. How was Mr. Side on the two-stroke? Gang, 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 so. gang, 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 gang. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we, we took him right off the plane on Thursday, straight to Glen Helen at yeah. 3 o'clock. Right. So we, I was like, <laughs> let's just really break this guy in and see how he's going to do. And, honestly... He did well. He didn't get in anybody's way. He didn't Bradshaw anything. Like, and he rode pretty decent. I thought he was going to be worse than he was. Uh -huh. And I was pleasantly surprised on Thursday. But when he was trying to climb into the van Thursday evening to get dressed, he was cramping up. So I knew this oh. could be the start of a long weekend. Oh. <laughs> the photos I saw, Jamie, you looked very worked. Very worked. Um, yeah, most of the – well, he took the best, the best shots, of course, but – <laughs> um, yeah, for, Glen Helen after Glen Helen wasn't terrible, but the the high desert ride kicked my ass. Right, I felt like I was gonna die. I so, almost died. I feel like I was really close. So the next day, you took him on a high desert ride. Yeah, so be, so this whole weekend, I go, what do you want to do? And you really want to ride the high desert? So I'm like, okay, I haven't been trail ride in a while. I'm gonna take him on a trail ride. And we went up in the mountains, and uh, the, you know, within two miles, I had a sand hill. Poor dark side couldn't make it up. And he tried it several times. The third time, he made it up, so we kept going. <laughs> and uh, the, it was a mountain, not the, a hill. The total trail mile ride was about 20 miles. Mm -hmm. But if you would have saw Darkseid's face, you would have thought it was 200 miles. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, we uh, we took him to a, like a little waterfall area where yeah. everyone kind of chills. And, uh, you know, Aiden and him got in the water, and I just got naked, got in the water. That freaked him out. Uh, I so, guess so. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, 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 saw, I side with Mr. Guido on this one. No shit. Uh, Jamie, because he, him and Greg, you said, were just, just trying to have conversations with you just being naked. Sounds yeah, good. they they were uphill for me and Aiden. We kept hearing them yell. I was like, I think they want us to come that way. And sure as we crashed over one of the rocks, they were just both spread eagle. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> what the hey, Drink it in. It always goes down smooth, Dark Side. Drink it in. Yeah. Just, just hanging like out. Looking, yeah, looking over Chris's head, trying to talk to him. We're looking at the ground. Right, right. <laughs> you ever try to talk to, like, a hot chick, and you don't want to stare at her tits, and so you're really trying hard to look at her eyes, and you can totally tell something's up? That was dark side with my nuts. No shit, dude. I go, fucking, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> you got to get oh, that uh, Dick Willie thing. Oh, man. Uh, Mr. Side, how was the adaption to a two-stroke? I, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. I mean, you probably have to ask Chris more than me. I it definitely took some adjusting. Um, you know, bogging come out of corner. I was trying to ride a four-stroke. I was trying to lug it, and uh, yeah, it didn't work real well. But I feel like I adapted okay. You can't lug a two fifty-two stroke. Not much lugging yeah. going on. No. Well, the, the front. So hey, was in the trail ride right on the way back. Good. We were. I was trying to get him back, and I could tell he was hurting. Right, because when a man gets quiet, you know he's hurting. <laughs> he's not talking. So I'm like, fuck it. Here's my bike. Ride my bike. And he had a good time. My four fifty, and then. I wanted to go down this little hill to get back to the truck. Well, Jamie decided to go a different way, and then Greg was out looking for him because he thought he was lost. It was a little bit of a shit show. Oh, yeah. And yeah. we finally get back, and that's when I texted you, Steve, and I go, dude, I might have to take Darks out of the ER because <laughs> oh my god, his eyes were jacked, his mouth was dry, he had dust in his teeth, he wasn't talking. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good, but... Uh, we got some fluids in him and 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 yeah. fed him, and uh, he he came back to life. So yeah, Dark Side, you just had like more more work in your three days than you've had in a long time, like on a dirt bike. Oh yeah, yeah. Not only the riding, and then he, you know, I'm dying. I think it was Friday, and he's like, "Hey, let's uh, let me show you some th- a couple things that Alden did." And I'm like, "Okay, he's going to show me some things." No, 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 no. He he put me through like four exercises that also kicked my ass while I was already dead. And you had to go to uh, the ER because of a, a cactus thorn? <laughs> yeah, I got a, yeah. That was within the first five minutes of the trip. I clipped a little cacti of some kind and had two thorns in my knuckle and my finger. Oh, my oh that's brutal. That's the worst. They are. Yeah. I, I've been there with yeah. that mountain bike ride. I had to go to, I had to, go to urgent care a couple times now. Really? Yeah, that yeah. bad? Yeah. Hey, yeah. what do you think Heather and Chris's opinion of that was, though? Oh, yeah. I know. You're, you're a baby, right? Yeah, 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 I did a lot of whining. Like he woke up. I'm like, how'd you sleep, Dark Side? <sighs> that was that was a rough night. Why? What's wrong? Oh, I, I there's needles in my knuckle. I couldn't see. Every time I rolled over, I, I, it shouldn't shock something. I couldn't sleep. <laughs> and I look at it, and I can't see it. I go, well, just let's let, it'll fester out. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and I could tell like it wasn't good. And he was like, well, I'm just gonna go to urgent care. So two hours later, he's like. I got a prescription for some antibiotics, and they dug it out. And the thorn was pretty good, so I was like, okay. But I go, you don't need the fucking antibiotics. You're fine. You're going to be fine. Just come back. <laughs> I does life. Like, ah, oh, we yeah. get thorns all the time. So, dark side, yeah. what? You're, you're from Texas, and we talk about the hot humidity and stuff. You should be in shape. I'm not in shape at all, bro, Luke. Come <laughs> on, dude. <laughs> no. No, not at all. I don't. You know, oh. I, mean, I work outside, and I can deal with the heat, but my cardio sucks since that last punctured lung. From the oh, audio you got to I'm hear. sorry. 
Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what the audio was at the beginning. It was me puncturing my lungs. Oh. Um, oh. So yeah, I just I've struggled ever since then. But uh, it did motivate me though that I'm going to start doing those exercises on the daily and try to get myself back okay. in shape. So there you go. Can we talk the life about change? Can we talk yeah. about uh, Dark Side going fourteen nine? Seven. 14, 14, seven. Se- sorry, fourteen seven at Paula, like yeah. almost replicating yeah. my finishes. Yeah, right. he. Uh, I will say this, man. Out of all the shit we give Dark Side, he didn't bitch. He. Uh, he I'll, I'll take that back. He only bitched a little bit for how much work <laughs> did he actually did. <laughs> I, I thought it was. I thought it was acceptable, and he. I know he didn't want to race, but he showed up. He did it. We got his bike ready. I was the man friend. I rubbed his fucking forearms. I put a towel around his neck. I checked his tire pressure. I lubed his chain. I was all in on my guy. And after the first moto start, I go, we are fucked. (laughs) 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 But he came came back, almost pulled whole shot the second moto. That got me jacked up, so he ended it on a good note. And, uh, yeah, he he kicked ass Sunday. It was awesome. Awesome. Well, like you, Steve, I didn't get a single practice start on that YZ250. I didn't know at – I guess California tracks, you don't get practice starts. Back home, you know, they'd line up at the start, and you'd do practice starts before uh-huh. the, during nice. practice. Nice. So that first one didn't go well at all. <laughs> I saw but that. I had yeah, to I saw that. Hey, you know a man's re- nervous, Berlute. Hey, Berlute. Did he has loop out? Riders, has any of your riders, like, gone up to practice, like, 15 minutes early just sitting there, and I'm like, dark side, you're practice seven. Some boy's out there at practice two, ready to go. <laughs> no way. Well, he told me, they, him and Aiden said there's only like two laps to practice, so I'm like, okay, it's going to go fast. So I got out there, and yeah, they gave us three, and it did go as fast as I thought. But yeah, I was, I was anxious, All these man. 65s, and there's dark side just chilling there with them. Build his confidence. Build the confidence yeah. up. <laughs> Keepers tell me to jump out and practice with Aiden's group. I'm like, oh, that, that, yeah, I was just totally in the way. I did. I go, hey, man, just go out there. You're fine. Just, and he does. He goes out. He does one lap, comes back. And how was that? He's like, I almost got landed. I'm like, you're fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> did you, what class did you ride, Darkside? Uh, 40C is what they, we signed 40C. up for. 40C. Okay. All right. All yeah. right. And so I, I, uh, my, my first moto was bad because I, I crashed the first lap. Uh-huh. So that, that threw it all off. Uh, so are you are you happy with the bike, Mr. Sod? I love it. I absolutely okay. love it. All right. I mean, yeah. Now, I will be honest, like being on Chris's 450, I love that more. But I'm going to get used to this 250, and it's it's a blast. So yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Because, Marks, a lot of our listeners aren't happy with, you know, dark- us giving Dark Side a two stroke. I think it was a bit of a surprise. Yeah, is all. Yeah, but uh, no, he's like, Dark Side's happy. I think that's what matters. Dark Side, you're a two stroke guy. Yeah, look at you had a pony. I mean, that's when, po- when no, ponies- but he's a two stroke guy. He's got a 250 Honda that he loves. Right? No, that's, that's a 450 right. R. Yeah. Oh, my bad. R, R, I R, thought R, you had a 450 CRL. <laughs> okay. But, no, but listen, the man ran a pony, and when ponies were cool, two strokes ruled the earth. We're just trying to match hey, the bike to, I his, get preferred, it. I get to it. his preferred hair choice. I can't believe you cut his pony off. He did, Well, for a dirt bike. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess for a dirt bike. You know? $8,000 dirt hey, bike. Hey, hey, hey Berlut. Yeah. Berlut, I know you're not on social media at all, but like. No. I taped his actual pony to his rear fender on his Yamaha. No, oh, no. my God. No. What's, and, where, uh, where can I find that? He tore it off. What? Yeah, he threw it in the garbage. Yeah. Oh, my God. That would have been – so he didn't even ride with it? No, no. all I wanted, Berlute, was for him to show up at Glen Helen, have the pony on the rear fender, start it up, <laughs> and I would get a camera shot of him just riding off to Glen Helen Sunset with his pony, like the final farewell yeah. thing, right? No way. And he fucking rips it off. 
Oh my god, that would have been classic. That's yeah. because he got a two-stroke. He wanted a four-stroke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you yeah, go. Really, yeah. really upsetting to hear that, Dark Side. Really upsetting to hear that. Yeah, Kiefer was pretty butthurt over it, but I just, yeah, that was my line. I was like, all right, this is silly. I want to just go ride. Let me go ride. That's my line. <laughs> That's my line. I draw the line at a pony hey. on my fender. <laughs> hey, I so get it. So I, I guess. Get, I get a social media uh, picture the next day at Glen Helen from some guy digging through the trash. There's a fucking ponytail in the trash, and he sends it to me. He's like, hey, Kiefer, I think this belongs to you, and I'll keep it. So I think the pony still survived. So somebody picked the pony up. <laughs> That's too Someone funny. got the pony, and it's going to get shipped back to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, Darkside, you were happy with everything, the, the ride, and, like, you're, you're okay? Everything's good? Yeah, it was a blast, man. I, mean, I could not be any more thankful for how uh, Heather and Chris and Aiden were taking care of me. And, of course, your, your contribution, too, Steve. Uh, it, yeah, it meant the world to me. It Awesome four, four or five days. And when uh, couldn't be replicated. Did you have to let the cheese harden with Heather? Or? Oh yeah, yeah, you like that. That? yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. And, and, and hey, Steve, he yeah. got the full treatment. Like you know how we sit on the couch and don't move. Yeah. Yep. He got that. He got he got Italian kitchen. Oh yep. wow! Yeah, that is a full yep. treatment. Yeah. <laughs> he got jacuzzi. Heather, he got he yeah. got dinner in the backyard. He got a bonfire. He got it all. Oh wow. Wow, yeah, you really did. Maybe breakfast. Heather, maybe breakfast, race day. Did she check you in? She offered to. Yeah, did did Kiefer bang on your door in the morning and yell championship day? Uh, Let him tell you how this started. Go ahead. (laughs) So, hey, (laughs) JC. I woke up super – I want to wake a little early before dark, so I got up. So I got the the Scotch boom bottle out and put it right in his fucking bedroom door. Uh Uh-huh. And I and I just cranked up Tool loud as it can go, and he nice. and I just let it go. <laughs> Gotta love Tool. Yeah, yeah. But the funny thing was, it was my ringtone that he was playing. So I was like, "Why is my phone going off in another room?" Like, <laughs> I couldn't figure out what the hell was going on. Yes, God, I can imagine. Wow. Yeah, it yeah. was a good time. I, I do appreciate everything done, and uh, the bike's on its way home. We're gonna be in Texas on Wednesday. I was gonna ask you that, so it's on its way. Yeah, yeah. The the you know I, he didn't want the name of the company out there because it's private. But uh, one of the listeners reached out to you a few months ago and offered they have a shipping company and oh yeah he came to Paula and picked it up and uh, oh right from Paula right from Paula yeah, wow. like, <laughs> how yeah, cool yeah he was like 15 minutes down the road so yeah, he came yeah. and got the bike and um, took care of it so yeah it's, and the whole you, thing's been awesome man were you happy with your race tech suspension uh, stock right now we're gonna send oh, it off okay people want me to ride it stock okay and then. It'll go to Race Tech once it gets to my house. I'll ship it I, out. I uh, want to put a little work person. into this, Steve, so I want him to ride it stock, do some stuff to it, and then get it back to put it up mm-hmm. on Pulp MX for review. Hey, okay. 105 or 115, like McGrath style? I don't even know. Oh. Sag. Yeah, 105. <laughs> you tell me what I need to. You, you tell me what I need to run, and I'll run it. Well, MC loved. MC loved to run his pretty low, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> there was yeah. a time. Uh, decal works bringing you Chris Key from the show decal de- decalmx.com use the code pulpmx to save custom graphics and everything and uh, and they'll dial you in of course uh, Mr. Side does not use decalmx he is still a member of the lords but uh, the Lord. if, if anybody else wants to you could save money uh, at decalmx.com well, hey, decal, yeah, Decal Works did make a graphic set for me. We we slapped the numbers on. We didn't get the rest of them on, but they did a great job. So those guys are awesome too. Wow. Okay. All right. So yeah, you, you're you're really hardcore with your graphic guy. Well, yeah. I mean, I appreciate all all your your, your deal, man. If not for you, Mathis, I mean, Pulp MX, this wouldn't happen. So your sponsors 
including Randy with Starcross Sixes on the bike. Oh, uh, what? Oh, there were Starcross Sixes on. Nice. Oh yeah, yeah. He yeah. picked my wheels up when he was in studio last time. We took <laughs> Pony. He picked my wheels up from Kiefer's and mounted Starcross Sixes, and then took them back. Unbelievable. Honestly, the great Randy Richards. Let's you, talk about Randy Richards. Show up and you got fresh Starcross Sixes on. Amazing. How'd they yeah. work? Cool. Oh, they were fantastic. I mean, I almost pulled the whole shot. Most that's true. Shot. That's true. I forgot. Yeah, I saw yeah. your Moto2 starter. It was on key for testing. Instagram. It was stellar. It was good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, so. I mean, hey, I did a, a bit get up and down. About, a lot of talk about dark sides not wearing a shirt a lot. A lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't understand that. Did you notice that, Marks? In the, in the in the like, I was made aware. Yes, he's just chilling with no shirt on everywhere in Kiefer's house, <laughs> like on the couch, at the kitchen table. I don't know what's worse: is looking at Kiefer nuts or looking at that. <laughs> well, yeah, like, oh, like dark side. Like, put a shirt on, man. You're not a, you know, like, put a shirt on. Dude, I am hot. I mean, nature. I told I mean, you before, <laughs> five in my house. Are you like? I asked Dark Side. He's like, I don't even like my own dick. Like, I'm like, why don't oh, you like no, your own dick? No, that is not. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Holy shit. I don't, oh, no. I don't want to look at any. You know, too many people around. I can't really like, go into that. I don't know. <laughs> no. I'm like, dude, it's, 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 if we're out naked and afraid on the show and we're chilling, why you, you won't even talk to me. You won't look at me. You won't look me in the eye. You won't even talk to me at all if my dick's up. God damn. I don't want to be naked or afraid, so I'm not going to show. What about what about no shirt on though, Dark Side? Like, what, what are you doing, dude? I'm always hot, so I just take a shirt off, and I was relaxing. I was told I was part of the family. I'm, I'm comfortable. <laughs> I mean, Worley, Worley, do your buddies just come out of your house, take their shirt off, and hang out? No, no, yeah, it's, it's, it's not all. that common. Right, right, it's not that common. <laughs> like. <laughs> no. I don't know, man. No. You, you got Dude, that's how he rolls at his own house. I know, but he, you're, he's yeah. not in his house. He's I know, but house. the guys gave him. They said, this is your house. Be free. Have yeah. You do whatever you okay. want to do. All right. All right. Hey, Heather, Heather said, just get what you want. Or actually, maybe Chris did. When I first got there, this, my house is your house. Do what you want. Get food. And Heather you told you that. Food. Yeah, they were both. Uh-oh. Uh, Heather Burke. Dude, Dude come on. Yeah, like that. Kiefer, you got to be worried yeah. about that, right? Nah, we're all good. I okay. Yeah, okay. I think it's in Malone time with Heather this morning after the key, after Chris and Aiden took off. You can't do that, dude. I don't think Dark Side could handle Heather. I think Heather'd be too much. A and H, dude. A and H. It's a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah. There was a lot of A and H over the weekend, so he got a taste of that. Right, right. Yeah, because yeah, Aiden raced, so yeah, he 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 felt the whole wrath. Oh. Uh, well. Yeah. Um, Glad you had fun, Dark Side, for sure. There's also uh, there's a Kiefer Inc. testing podcast with more details of this weekend. Yeah, we did. We recorded that, and that's up on uh, the Pulp MX Network, so you can listen to that. Okay. All right. Uh, and uh, anything else for Mr. Side or Kiefer on, on the show here from anybody? Uh, hey, Keith. Kiefer, did you, yep. when you went high desert, did you take him to Phelan? No, I took him up in the Marianas above Deep Creek. So do you do you ride Phelan that that one moto track yeah. that we've tested quite a bit? I mean that's rough as hell, huh? Yeah, that's still out there, Balut. Wow, didn't take yeah, him like there that, though, huh? That place is still out there, and Yamaha still tests out there, and I think you've probably ridden out there where that big sand hill is out there too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Huh. Right. Well, Mister Side, there won't be a wrap up this week, right? No, I won't get home till about midnight tonight, so I won't even have a chance to listen to the show till the end of the week. All right, well, you know, how so? How so are you, Darkside? How are you? How are we doing? One to ten. Pretty good, other than my back. My back's about a twelve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you have a lot of pulp fans at Paula? Did people know uh, you? Were, did people know Mr. Side was there? 
Yeah, There's so a, a lot of guys in line, when we're in the staging area, they're like, is that Dark Side? And so what I, <laughs> this is good. So while Dark Side was out there for practice seven, otherwise practice three that was out there, there was mm-hmm. a couple guys that were, uh, I knew that knew who Dark Side was, and I saw the last name on the jersey, and I go, hey, just go in front of them and ride by them and rev the shit out of your bike and just keep going to see what they do, right? <laughs> so that as Dark Side rolls by them, just goes, wow! Wham! Blow smoke up their blow smoke up their ass. The guy's like looking at him, and the guy's like taps the other guy on the shoulder, and he like points at him. He's like, "Hey, that you could tell, like, hey, that was Dark Side." Dark Side. Like, cool. He just got smoked by Dark Side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good times. All right, Dark Side. Thanks for calling, man. All right. Hey, glad Berluti's back in, man. It's about time. Thank yeah, you, Dark Side. He is back in. All right on. All right. Th- All right. Look- Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Fuck off. Uh, Kiefer, before you go, uh, Andrew's on three here. Andrew, you got a question for Chris Kiefer? Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yep. Um, I just wanted to ask, so I recently tried to get my girlfriend here into dirt bike riding. She came off street bikes, and several years ago she had a wreck on the road, whatever. Um, She's fine. But um, I got her an XR100 just trying to get her started and. And I'm just having her a heart. She can ride, but she just won't get comfortable. Like, she don't trust it, you know. And it's just – and then now she wants to get on my big bikes, and she says she likes them better. But she don't mm-hmm. even – she's still scared to death of the 100. And I just didn't know if there was anything or tips that you could recommend to make her more comfortable. And is it – you know, I mean, I don't mind going and buying her a bigger bike, but it doesn't seem to me like she's ready for it yet. Yeah, you don't want to do that to keep her safe. But there is kind of like a middle ground, which you can do. like it's Because the XR100 is pretty small and suspension's dated. And it's probably might be a little bit hard for her to maneuver around because it's so lethargic. But uh, like a TTR125, it's a little taller, has a little taller suspension, and it's a little bit more responsive. So she might have a little bit more fun with that and still have that safety factor, that little safety net where you're not going to get whiskey throttle and that, you know, hurt her and then really scare the shit out of her. So. Maybe look sure. into something like that where it's a little bit bigger but still pretty safe. And then also, man, just how how you want to keep your chicken to ride, make sure she's having a good time when she goes out. Like, go to a place she really does like to ride, and then that will kind of keep her motivated to keep riding, you know, and keep learning. Sure, sure. Well, I appreciate it, man. Thank you for the advice. All right. Thanks for the call, man. appreciate All it. Right. All right, Kiefer, we'll have fun on the new KTMs uh, at Redbud. Should be great. Please jump the leap. Let us know how that oh, goes. Oh, Kiefer, are you going to go for it? Yeah, man, I can't wait. Are awesome. you serious? You're going to – you you think yeah. – Straight up, you're going to – is the corner going to be pushed yeah, way out? I, I bet you they make it so they can't jump it. For the mid- oh, yeah, so that was the talk of the night. We had dinner, and they're like, man, I wonder if they're going to – how yeah. it's going to be tilled or where's the corner. So we don't know yet. I guess we'll find out tomorrow and assess it. But you ain't scared. What's the smallest no, bike I mean, you're going to do? Run, Berlute, mm. If there's a run, I'm doing it. Like, for sure. I know you will. I, I know yeah, you, you got it. Yeah, you can do it on a 450 all day. I want you to do it on that yeah, new I'm not 300. Yeah, do it on a two-stroke or anything. No, <laughs> the 300, you have no problem. We want to see Dude, the 300. I don't know, 300? Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on now, Keith. Yeah. I'm not scared of sucking. <laughs> uh, well, hey, good work with, with Mr. Side this weekend. That was quite a quite – a, I was glued to the Instagram feed. It was great, so – yeah, it was a good time. We had uh, a lot of ribbing, but he did a good job. Yeah. Uh, all right, Kiefer, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. We'll see you in a couple weeks here. 
Be safe. All right, have a good show, guys. See right, you, Keith. Thanks, man. Have fun. That's Chris Keefe, everybody. Uh, brought to you by the folks at Decal Works. And Firepower as well on board with us. Whether it's Chiz, whether it's the Gopher Dunes Honda team, Club MX, uh, Firepower Honda as well with Jordan Smith and Fry. Firepower committed to offering superior products with over 50 years' experience in the industry. Don't waste money when replacing OEM batteries or chains when you can get more power and supreme reliability. By choosing Firepower, wide variety of chains from heavy-duty roller to O and X ring, all made in Japan. Their batteries are backed by a two-year warranty, and uh, their must-have mods uh, for Chris Key, by Chris Key for four. Many bikes out there, featherweight lithium batteries, firepowerparts.com. Again, check them out, chains, batteries used by so many race teams out there. And uh, we're going to go to commercial break right now. Come back, Michael Byrne will be in. You ever work for Burner? A uh, little bit. Yeah. K- um, KYB stuff. Yeah. Cal- that was test mechanic then, I think. Oh, okay. All right. So Dan Worley's in studio good. from Suspension Direct, Skip Norfolk, Tony Belluti. We've got Michael Byrne coming in, Shane McElrath. We're going to preview the uh, Motocross Series 2 coming up here. i got to talk to you guys about Ken Roxon because I have a lot of questions about Ken Roxon. I think everybody does. I know. Well, you guys are going to help me answer it. All right. I was hoping you're going to help me yeah. answer it. Well, we'll get into all that and more uh, when we come back after this commercial break. Thanks for watching. We'll be right back on Pop and Show. Lipstick on your dipstick? Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motosport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at motosport.com. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or as Steven says on the show sometimes, Get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt Bushings. in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you when you call. You can save on the service. You can save save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. 
Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport. For 33 years, they've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use a code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Works Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. PULPAMX20, the code to save. With 80 years of experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, Weisco has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, Weisco has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite series. Weisco has recently expanded our Racer Elite line with SX and MX-proven USA-made connecting rods. Now, adding to the Garage Buddy Re- build kits, clutch and valve train components, and our CV4 thermal protection line. This makes Weisco your single-stop performance name. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or Weisco.com to find products for your machine. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Max Superfan Dylan here. 
The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Star Cross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Star Cross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires. This added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle and then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. 
Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motosport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at motosport.com. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about race tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with race tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of race tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at race tech, the stuff has been great. So uh, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or as Steven says on the show sometimes, Get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you when you call. You can save on the service. You can save save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport. For 33 years, they've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks. Elite Clutch Perch Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use a code PulpMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, 
and uh, ask them to see the Works Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. Pulp MX20, the code to save. With 80 years of experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, Weisco has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, Weisco has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite series. Weisco has recently expanded our Racer Elite line with SX and MX-proven USA-made connecting rods. Now adding to the Garage Buddy Re- build kits, clutch and valve train components, and our CV4 thermal protection line. This makes Weisco your single-stop performance name. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or Weisco.com to find products for your machine. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Max Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. 
This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires. This added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design, with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones, with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle and then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, also too make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. Pulp and Mech Show presented by motorsport.com. 
Decal Works Fly Racing. Thanks for uh, coming in there, Talon. Really appreciate that. That was great. Good, good work. Uh, really jam-packed studio. Michael Byrne coming up right away here, uh, as well as Shane McElrath to talk about the new ride over there at Rockstar Energy Husqvarna. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Upload your resume for free today. Or if you're a company in the industry and you want to hire some of the best people out there, this website's really banging. Got a lot of people going to it, checking out some of the jobs that are out there. Again, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. The job of the week this week, this is pretty cool. Uh, KTM, race team technical specialist, the full-time job in Marietta, California. Under general supervision, the race team technical specialist is responsible for providing the highest level of technical service for equipment maintenance to provide the best race team rider success opportunity. Skip Norfolk, Dan Worley, and um, Tony Baluti here. This is a pretty good job here. Race team technical specialist. Sounds really important. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> special um so thanks to the folks at ktm uh they're again they're based in marietta california motorcycleindustryjobs.com job of the week go there check it out appreciate it Worley, uh welcome to the show thanks for coming in of course suspension direct your company uh marks has been mobbing with the e-click shocks on his raptor mobbing yep we're going to talk we talked during the commercial about original line line Absolutely next. Yeah, I mean, that's that's probably that's next. the future. Right, thank sure. you. Thank all, you. All, all seven Ridgeline owners will be very pumped. Thank you. Uh, well, you can talk to Thomas from NFAB. He made some steps for Ridgelines and sold 18. Three. Three. <laughs> sold three. Well, one of them was the ones that he gave me. So I think he sold two. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, but anyways, uh, thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. Uh, lots to talk about uh, later on the show. We're going to preview the Nationals as well. Michael Burns coming up. You work with Burner? A little bit. Skip and I uh, actually did. Charlie. Um End of Ron Ron Air, when I stayed at Cowie, I was like a test mechanic. Yep. So I helped out everybody. And then when I was at KYB, I worked with Cowie for, what, two years? Yeah. So I was helping yeah. uh, Michael and who else was there then? Or James was still there. And then it switched <coughs> to Villapoto. Vill yeah, that was after, yeah. So we had um, a Carpenter. Oh, yeah. And Paul Car Lieber. Oh, Carpenter. Yeah. For, for the, That's my old roommate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you lived with him? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. How was yeah. that? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, by the way, uh, Skip, uh, <laughs> Muffin, our buddy Muffin, ask Skip if he remembers the time I about killed, killed J-Bone oh. <laughs> because Skip poured an ashtray in my mouth when I passed out in Paris. Oh, God, that was so much fun. You poured an ashtray Oh, but no, the best part was is he's, 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 you know, he's, he's crammed up in this little car and he's back there with his mouth open and we're like starting to mess with him. So it just reached into the ashtray and it was like, oh, here's a cigarette button. I threw one in, nothing happened. Threw another one in and and nothing happened. Then threw the third one in. He gets a little <laughs> like this. Nothing happened. So then it's like just started dumping. Holy <laughs> shit! And and when he comes to, he is pissed. And the first person sees is J Bone. And he I thought he was gonna kill him. And I jumped in and go, No, dude, it's me. I didn't do it. J Bone didn't do it. It was me. Oh, he was pissed. Good but it times. Was, oh god, it was so dumping much an fun. ashtray down your Wait, where did so the cigarettes fun. come from? You guys smoke ciggies? No, but you're in Paris, right? So we yeah. were in some whatever the van was yeah. that was there that was driving everybody around. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like like what Eric Bernard Eric, would yeah, yeah, right. drive exactly. us around yeah. the tours. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Oh, God. Because those was... guys smoke like chimneys. Oh, God. Like... Man, he was pissed. I don't blame him. <laughs> you should have just let him beat up Jeremy. I thought he would have yeah. killed Jay. Jeremy. Jeremy, like, what the fuck did I do, man? Yeah, yeah. I'm just sitting there. Ah, good times. Oh, take God. a good beating. Yeah, yeah, j -Bone? Muff's big, though. Oh, yeah. No, well, yeah. yeah. Muff wanted know. to beat me up at Binghamton one year because <laughs> hey, Red Dog I was there. I seen it in the mechanics area. Red Dog took Dowd out or whatever, and Muff was I'm like, dude. Beat Tim Ferry up. What do I care? What? Dude, Dude I quit watching the race. Right. I quit watching the race and was watching the mechanics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was mad at me. You know, the more we hit around here, the more we hear that people that don't like Steve. <laughs> <laughs> we had a problem with Steve. There's a lot of no, us. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's a 
A lot of riders, I know that. I don't know. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Michael Byrne coming right up here, of course, working with uh, Cooper Webb early in the year, and we'll get to the bottom of that as well. Uh, we got lots more to talk about tonight as well. Uh, but Dan Worley brought you uh, by Suspension Direct, code Pulpamex to save. Uh, how's the code working? Pretty good, right? Some people yeah. are using it. Uh, Everything. Moto. Moto. UT, it's been all over. Yeah. A couple of right. things. And, yeah, the no, UTV stuff good. is big for you right now, huh? Yeah, the UT, it has. Yeah. Moto is kind of the same. It's like been level for yep. years, but yep. the UTV thing has definitely taken off. It, it really is, and your in your eClick stuff for the UTVs are, are pretty well received, from what I understand. No, that's going well, and then like Jeep and F two fifty actually out of everything. It's really, just, F250? Yeah, F two fifty, F two fifty. Okay, that caught on fire, and yeah, we we co branded and worked with Carly Suspension, uh-huh. and then they worked with CJC, and they did put out a couple videos of. An F-250 with like a four-inch lift mobbing through Barstow Desert going yeah. 70 miles an hour. And uh, that and was it? Just, that was the it. The F-250 people needed it? Yeah. yeah. It was like a bunch of people even that already bought standard shocks are taking them off and switching it over. Nice. Our biggest problem is building them fast enough right, right now. Right, right. Yeah, supply chain supply stuff, Supply chain right? stuff yeah, has that, been that's, that's, that's a lot of people's problems for sure. Uh, yeah, I talked to my buddy who's into UTV stuff, and he said that your stuff is really really well received uh, out there so in the utv world whatever that is polaris or razors or you know what i mean i don't know all the Polaris still pretty much owns it can-am's come a long Can way Am, the yep. x3 is done decently but still at the end of the day i want to say 85 percent of all the vehicles out there are polaris right now yeah but yeah. yeah they own the market how come why is that what you know what polaris they were do? first they were first they were first and they built the first true sport models they kind of hit every category well and um yeah, being first really helps. And yeah. I think everybody, th they're more aggressive on certain things, mm -hmm. where like Cowie and Honda and all that, like it's just, Honda had like a great plan to come out with one, and by the time they got it out, it was already three years too late. Right. Well, right? the Japanese it, don't put anything slow. out without a lot of testing and yeah. a lot of... It, it, the Honda's bulletproof, don't get me wrong, and like just like the Yamaha's bulletproof, uh -huh. like all yeah. of them are great, yeah. Yeah. but it's just, Polaris moves fast, yeah. and actually so does Can-Am. Right. They're pretty aggressive. Dan, uh, Dan, can you believe that Steve hasn't been in the UTV? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. uh, unbelievable. Uh, well, okay. No, no. That's, 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 actually, that's actually fake. Uh, I, I, I drove a Rhino a lot. A Rhino that's, once. Yeah. <laughs> kind of doesn't count. That is side that by side. No, really? Yeah, you're seeing no, I've never motor. driven a high-performance UTV. Have you? No, I haven't. Okay. See, Balut hasn't uh, either. Have you? You guys. Yeah, we had a, yeah, I was in the Polaris okay. a couple years right. ago. So, yeah. I mean. Yeah, the new ones, it's like. They're yeah. like mini trophy trucks. Yeah, yeah. You can just yep. go so fast, so comfortably. Like, it, yeah. it's such well, a I cool vehicle. I see them on Jeep roads on my mountain bike trails, right? So I'll be pedaling. run you over? Yeah. No, no, I'll be on the mountain Boy. bike trail and then over on the Jeep road like a half a mile away. They're just, you know, dust everywhere. And they look like they're having fun. I mean, it looks cool. Yeah. No, they they work. Like I said, it's like little yeah. mini trophy trucks yeah, right yeah. now. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And you can just go buy parts. Like, it's like anybody can get one. Yeah. So it's good for the whole family. It's yeah. It's definitely been... It wasn't a path that we chose, yeah, but it's just kind of like... Yeah, you started with motocross suspension. The UTV guys came to us asking us for parts. The next right. thing you know, we're making... Instead of this part going on a dirt bike, it's going on a UTV. Yeah. Just kind of expanded. Right. Pulp of Mexico to save at Suspension Direct, of course. Uh, and it'll work for moto parts. It'll work for UTV parts, the shocks as well. Uh, you have Toyota coming out, too? Yeah. It was a secret, but oh, we're was? not very good at holding oh. secrets. <laughs> you told Steve. me that. I know. It's that was it, your first it, the press re <laughs> yeah. the press release was supposed to be last week, but oh, we okay. ran into well, a couple little hurdles. Yeah. No, Toyota Forerunner, they're yeah. coming out. We're okay. pumped for that. It's pretty cool. Did some different cool. things. Toyota. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, if you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. <laughs>
I mean, I can't disagree with that. All right. Uh, so our next guest on the line here, uh, brought to you by the folks. Suspension. Speaking of suspension, direct ORW OffRoadWarehouse.com. You sell a lot with those guys, yep. and uh, whether it's in Temecula, San Diego, Corona, Vegas, uh, Phoenix, Georgia, stop in to check out the latest in truck, Jeep, Overland, UTV, and racing products from the industry's leading brands. They are staffed by a knowledgeable, experienced team. Plus, they install everything they sell from suspension kits, SDI stuff, tires, wheels, steps, beds. OffRoadWarehouse.com. The code PulpMX will save you money at Offroad Warehouse. This is the ORW butt patch you see on Club MX team, which will have March Banks in 450s for the Nationals and Phil at some point and Troll Train, Rookie of the Year, Troll Train. Uh, so ORW, uh, pleased to bring you our next guest. He is a former factory rider, worked with Skip Norfolk, worked with Dan Worley, worked with Tony Berluti, didn't work with me. Michael Byrne, what's up, Burner? How are you? What's up, boys? How we doing? We're good, Burner. man. Burner. Yeah. The, listen, Burner, just imagine where your career would be if I had worked with you like these three guys. I could have took you to the next level. <laughs> oh, yeah, a whole new level. A whole new level. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, uh, and so when Burner was at Cowie, you were the crew chief? Skip, or what were you? Yeah, doing? there was a technical, technical, technical yeah. director. Okay. I can't remember something like that. Yeah, kind of yeah. like that job they're offering at KTM. Right. Yeah. And Berlu, you worked for Burner for three years, couple years. Yeah, two years. Yeah. yeah. I had a I had a really good relationship with him. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, he's on your list, like Renard, Burner. Yeah. You know, uh, of your guys, Huffman. Yeah. Berlu's got for like sure. a favorite list, Burner, and you're on it. So. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm on it. You got that going for you. But, yeah, I made, I made Balut's list. But I will, uh, I will bring up later. Both Dan and Balut work for Ron Ron, so we're gonna get some Ron Ron stories later. So we'll get into those as well. Uh, Berner, welcome to the show. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Uh, what's going on with you these days? What's happening? We'll get into what what went on with Coop and all that. But what's going on with you? What what are you doing? Uh, I'm unemployed. Unemployed right now. Um, I've just been uh, hanging out, working on a little, some things, um, helping a couple of uh, kids back here uh, in Florida. I uh, got my USMCA uh, coaching mm-hmm. accreditation. Um, Fro and I have actually been uh, working on putting together some uh, some co- like two day riding school camps. Um, Gonna be one in California, probably one in Texas, and one in Florida. Mm, okay. Um, but yeah, if you want any coaching done, you hit me up on motorcyclecoaching.org. Nice, nice. Well, certainly, I don't think you'll be unemployed for long. Uh, that's for sure. Do you want to get back into what you were doing, like the week-to-week travel and all of that? Like whether it was with Coop or with the uh, Rocky Mountain team before. Like that's that's a full workload, as as we all know in this room. Do you want to do that again? Oh yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed that. You know, um, if you if you're not out there racing, that's the closest thing that you get to uh, to being part of of something like that. So no, I, I enjoyed both aspects of it. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I enjoyed the training side of it more. So, um, which is how the the coop situation came about. But um, um, you know, over the years, you know, training Blake and everyone like that with the team. Uh, I started doing more and more of the team stuff um, and less of the training. So um, I would say I'd lean towards the training thing. But, I mean, I enjoyed both aspects. I think I mm-hmm. learned a lot from um, doing doing both both those positions. When you say training, you mean like coaching, like, like training off the bike and then also coaching as well? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah, as opposed to the team manager or whatever. Yeah, I mean, and obviously – 
the team manager stuff was cool. Um, I definitely um, learned a whole new side of, of the racing. You know, as a rider, you're only um, you're only seeing you know what you want to see or what you think that it is. So mm-hmm. when you get to step on the other side, it's definitely uh, a little different. And uh, but no, I definitely enjoyed that side of things too. Seven zero two five eight six pulp. You got a question from Michael Byrne, brought to you by the folks at Off Road Warehouse O R W. Uh, Pulp of Mexico to save, 702-586-PULP. Give us a call uh, and talk to Michael Byrne. Uh, Burner, so we had Coop on the show last week. He was in studio after Salt Lake City and kind of told us, you know, what, what went down between you two guys and, and KTM really putting a lot of pressure on him after, you know, a slow start to the year. I myself can't believe that they were on him that much uh, that early. You know, he's a two-time champion. But, yeah, kind of take us through your end of, of, of things with breaking up with, with Coop. <clears throat> yeah, obviously, unfortunately, it didn't work out. Um, not everything you do in life always works out. But, uh, no, we actually, I mean, Coop's a hard worker. I mean, we put in a lot of work in this offseason. Mm-hmm. Um, he worked He worked his butt off, and uh, I think that showed when he showed up for the first race, you know. So um, he'd never got on the podium at the first race before. So uh, to get a second was, you know, like a win to him. But right. Uh, unfortunately, it just it didn't. In the end, it didn't. Uh, it didn't work out. Now, you were probably like me, shocked that KTM was putting heat on him. I mean, he admitted that on the show. Like he, like I was like, and I said so. You know, like like around Minneapolis time, he's like, no, way before then. Like they didn't like this that he left Alden Baker. But as he was telling us, like he was burnt out and he needed a change. Uh, were you surprised that KTM was, you know? not happy with this after such a, a short time? Um, yes and no. I mean, obviously, we knew it was going to be a tough, you know, an uphill battle right from the get-go. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all I can, you know, we just tried to put in the work, and, you know, unfortunately, it it, it wasn't, it didn't go our way after a little bit. So, um, not much, not much that I could do about it. And, uh, uh-huh. you know, just kind of move on and learn from it. And were you happy with his work? It. With his, were you happy with his work ethic and everything that you were getting him to do, and you know, and all that kind of stuff? Were you, were you okay with all? Oh, oh like, yeah. Did you I feel mean, like everything yeah, was good? Was, no, there's no question that he, um, you know, wasn't putting in the work that he didn't want it. That you know, there was a lot of work that it was done. That was that was for sure. And you know, December he looked looked and felt great. And, okay. Uh, you know, but it's like anything. You know, you. You don't know what what issues are there until until you race, you know. So sure, sure. Uh, you, you try and check off all the boxes that you can before you get there, and um, we'd feel like we felt like at that point we'd we'd done that. You know, he looked great on the bike, and yep. you know, everyone was saying, "Oh man, he looks so good for this." You know, for right now, you know, this point of the leading up, you know, leading into a series. So, yep. um, but like I said, you know, Coop and I both knew it was uphill battle, so. Um, we just try to do what we could to to make it happen, but you know, like I said, sometimes sometimes things just don't work out. Are we? Are you pretty? Are you pretty bitter? Are you pissed? Are you okay now? Like, have you worked it through? Because again, like, look, it was a new bike. Coop wasn't used to it. They didn't. They got it late. They were testing it at the Cal- at the KTM shop only for a long time, right? They didn't want anybody to see it. Like all these things were going, and then I had someone at KTM tell me like. You know, round four or five, like it's fifty percent coupe and fifty percent the bike. You know, um, so they were admitting that they had 
teething things to go through on that bike. So I, it's just such – I feel like you got a raw deal here, Burner. I do. I feel like you got a raw deal because uh, it was a new bike and everything. And I'm sure, you know, Coop has made it known that he wasn't stoked on the bike. And, he's, you know, they'll get better. They'll figure it out. But good God, man. Like, I felt like, Kate, this was a little early. Yeah, I mean, obviously there was a lot of situations that wasn't in my control. Um, yeah, you know, my control uh, at that point. My con, you know, my only job was just to make sure that Coop was training and mm-hmm. he was putting in the work. You know, which he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then of course, uh, Burner, the first race that it's sort of out there that he's with, back with Alden. He gets second, right, uh, at Minneapolis, or was it third or second or third? And everybody's just like, see, and I'm just like, hold on, like, like, like the people on YouTube and the people on Instagram. I'm like, hold on, you think in seven days or ten days, <clears throat> Coop, you know, and Coop refuted that on the show last week too. But it just also people are like, oh, look, see, see, and I'm just like, give me a break. Everybody. I thought it had something to do with Lawrence's dad. Yeah, I don't think Coop didn't go back to Eldon's until after Daytona. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, that's what he had said on the show, right? But I think publicly we thought that it was around that Minneapolis time. But you know, when Lawrence so, yeah. he went he went down yeah. and trained at that one place, yep. and like Lawrence's dad, right? Like, there gave him some kind of magic juice or something. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> saying the, I, that's the same place we were all training. Yeah, they oh, were all okay. there, and then after Burner, he was with, with Darren Lawrence doing Hunter's Jets program, and then he went to Alden's. Okay, but in between there, he had made the podium right after a long break, and I think yeah, he, yeah, people were like, "Oh, look at that!" It's like, "Oh, Michael Burns not a good trainer." It's like, "Stop it, everybody! Stop it!" You know. Uh, that's the part where Burner, where I was sticking up for you. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, I, I figured he was going to always do better when he got back east anyway. Right. Um, yeah, for sure. That's what I don't understand. Like, hey, Roger, Ian. No kidding. Calm down here. Like, there's a two-time champion. He's, he switched programs up. Give him. It's a brand new bike. Can you give him a more than a month before you start freaking out? I don't know. I, I just, yeah. I, I, I don't understand it. And, I, and I'll continue to wonder, you know. What what went on and all of that stuff, Burner. But um, hey, are you guys good or did it get weird? If you see each other tomorrow, would you chat or is it did it get, get ugly that way? Uh, no, it was fine. Uh, we just seen each other uh, two nights ago at, oh, uh, okay. at Justin's engagement party. So okay, all right, so good, all good then. So yeah, yeah. No, Coop and I are fine. Good, good, good to hear. Yeah, I mean, look, things don't work out in the industry all the time, but you hope that everybody can be professional about it and, you know, move forward, right? Yeah, you got to be an adult sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah, sometimes, right? Yeah, exactly. Sometimes. Not everyone has been though, Burner, as you know. <laughs> no, no, that's 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 true. Right. There's been some people who haven't been adults about this stuff. Um, so okay, so you're looking to get back into it, uh, either either as a manager or on a, on a coaching level with with the team, somebody. Yeah, no, yep. for sure. And then obviously, you know, these um, writing tools and stuff that I want to do a throw. You know, I just kind of want to do something, even if I am doing or um, what I was doing before. Just kind of have something that's separate from the from the racing side of things. You know. Right, right. I uh, I'm a big fan of Michael Byrne. I think a lot of people would benefit from. From working with you, you're super smart, of course. Whether it was Baggett, whether it was Andrew Short, you know, I mean, your 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 um, your track record speaks for itself. So I, I don't think you'll be unemployed for long, especially people who are listening to the show a little bit, you know. So uh, no, hopefully not. Yeah, I hope you can. It's just tough, you know. It's always tough this time of year because everyone everyone's you know full staffed and, yep. and budgets are budgets are done and yeah. So 
Yeah, it's no, kind of a waiting game. Absolutely. Any any comment on your old team going under? Uh, with leaving Makarath, Savachi, and Anstey, that had to suck to see that a program that you had built, put a lot into blood, sweat, and tears into. Yeah, that was definitely sad um, for sure. Obviously, I don't really know any details. Yeah. Um, yep. What really happened other than just hearsay because I'm not part of it anymore. But um, no, it was definitely a little sad for sure. Uh, a couple things, Burner. Switching topics here. So. Big topic on our shows lately, Ryan Dungey, right, coming back. Uh, dude, it's been, he's been gone a long time. Where are you at with this burner? How's this going to go for you? Uh, what do you What do you think? What, how long has it been? Six, six motocross yeah, seasons? Yeah, six motocross seasons. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think if Dungey can get that five to seven range at the first race, I think, you know, I think that's like a win, mm-hmm. and then you just and then you try and build on it from there. Right? Do you think he can? What do you What do you, what do you personally um, think? I'm not sure on like how much like how much prep he's had, but mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure he didn't figure out to ride a motorcycle. It's just going to be the the race pace once you get out there and right, and then feel that feel that again and how much it's changed and you know maybe there's there's six or eight guys now that are that are running that pace and not just, you know, two or three. So, yeah. Um, I think you, you know, obviously get back in there and get your feet wet and then, then see where you're at. But, you know, Dungey had a obviously an amazing career, re- relatively injury-free too, so I'm sure his body is, is feeling pretty good um, after that amount of time off as far as not being sore or beat up from, from full season. So, mm-hmm. Um, he should be able to handle a pretty good workload, which he always did. And no, I think I think that five to seven range. I think I think he should be pumped on that, and then just like, all right, what yeah. I need to be better at, you know? Right, right. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he does. What about Antonio Caroli, a guy you've raced many times before? What's your outlook for him? <clears throat> uh, I think Tony should do a little better, just because he literally, what he just ended, he yeah. just retired in November. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's still well aware of the of the race pace, and um, and his, fit, his race fitness is obviously still going to be good because he hasn't really been out of it yet. So mm-hmm. um, no, I think if he can, I, I'm thinking three to five. Okay, all right. Well, first, first race, first right. race, first race. So what do you think, Skip? No, I, it's it's yeah. I'm just in here and trying in my head to figure out you know. What factory guys are going to be healthy, right? Yeah, and and, and where they're really at? Because I, I mean, you, you, I think you you won't fill up both hands counting those guys, right, right? So you know that five to seven, I think is doable. The three kind of threw me a little bit. Oh, well. you know, but <laughs> but to, to his point, you know, he he hasn't been away from it. You know, to yeah. what to what Burner was saying, it's still it's still right there. He's right. It's, it's not like he's he just sat on the couch a couple extra months, maybe then than normal. Yeah, I mean he was he was winning GPs last year. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. The only thing for me is Paula's got some pretty big jumps. Yeah. They run out. Like I don't, you know, I, GPs have some big jumps. But yeah, but I, you got to. It's it's still moto. You got to. Okay. I don't think any of that shit matters anymore. Okay. Those right. guys are the tracks are diverse. I think yeah. those guys are more diverse. Yeah, they are um, more diverse than and, they used to be. That's for sure. And I think someone like for me, like Caroli, he was always that one that. I don't know that anybody in the U.S. ever really gave him the probably the respect that he deserved because yeah. he did it. He did it so smooth and easy without any fireworks. Yeah, you know, and I, you know, and I think he's that. 
Hey, three could be could yeah. be something very he, possible. Hey, he he's an all timer, man. He's a badass. Yeah, like he in his you know in his time he was great, right? Mm-hmm. And he could ride anything. He's from the hard pack of Italy, and he turned himself into a sand specialist. You know what I mean? Like, so why? Yeah. What, I mean, yeah. like I said, I don't think I don't think the terrain matters right, anymore. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, that, that, to me, Dungeon Caroli are the two stories, even though they're not going to be on the box. I don't think. I'm still super interested in watching them. You know. So, uh, why, why, yeah, you have yeah. to be. It's going to yeah. be intriguing as yeah. hell. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Burner. Uh, also, when it comes to our series, so Joey Savacci just got, got Adam Cincerillo's fill-in ride. Coming back from an ACL, you know Joey well. Um, how much? How long should we expect before he gets up to speed? Like, what do you? Obviously, you don't work with him and you don't know what's going on, but you know the ACL and you know that kind of stuff. What, what, where do you think we should be? Where? How long should we give Joey Savacci uh, before we expect him to be, you know, one hundred percent? I mean, I would think a full month. Yep. Into the series, I I think when I was working with Balut, I blew out my knee in December and I missed Supercross that year and. It still took me, you know, a couple of rounds before I was able to get on the podium mm-hmm. um, in 08. So I think just just like the how grueling it is at a race too, you know, like just the just getting beaten up and stuff. Yeah. Yep. You know, you think you think your legs super strong, and then then you do a race day, and you're like, oh man. <laughs> when, when, so yeah, I think it'll be I think it'll be three or four races until he's like not. When, about it or it's when Marvin came strong. back, yeah, when Marvin came back from his ACL, he said the second motos. He's like, my knee gets tired, my leg gets tired. Second motos of the day, and you could see his yep. second motos were worse for a long time until they kind of until he got better. But for a long time, it was like, oh, what's? And he's like, yeah, I, my my knee is tired, it's sore. I'm like, oh, okay, all right, yeah, I made mean, sense. I don't know. It's like you, you can ride all you want, like practice all day, and yep. then you go to a race, and it's just a different. It's just different. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's, a, it's a different level of getting beaten up. Yeah, for sure, right? As far as just the way the track develops and stuff. Right. Berlut, for you, when I when you think of Michael Burner working for him for a couple of years there at Factory Suzuki, what do you think of? What races do you does it come to mind? <clears throat> well, for sure, Unadilla. He was great at Unadilla. Yeah. Yeah. And not not just me working with him, but he. I think he had, uh, uh, you know, he had good races at Unadilla. Well, we, you we, know. we don't want to bring up the one moto at Unadilla. <laughs> on, on the Butler Brothers team, he was leading, and that's where he tore out his, broke his leg. And, oh, shit. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, that was be, that, after that, me. That would have been, yeah, Holy that, shit. That, that was Burner. That he was, was one gone. Of, right. Burner, Dude, that you was, were gone. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I, I just remember yeah, that now. That was the, the, the woulda, shoulda, coulda. Yeah, uh, so Unadilla, yeah, he loved I Unadilla. Love, I still love Unadilla, even though I broke my leg there. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been such a cool story, because you, obviously you were a privateer team at that time, right, and everything, and. And you were checking yeah. out Burner, and then like you know, I mean, really, that was the last time you were ever 100 percent as a racer, you know? Yeah, yeah hey, no, it was for sure. Yeah. My biggest deal with Burner, just him talking to me about when he was over in Australia, and he he raced. Do you know what the XR650 is? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw a video of this. He raced. Did you win the championship on that bike? Yeah, yeah, the full short championship. Yep. <laughs> so an XR650. Yep. yep. It's a it, the thing weighs two hundred and seventy five yeah. pounds. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not the air cooled one, but still the other one. It's it's. I got one in my garage. It's were a, they ever liquid cooled? Yeah, they they are now. Were, okay. They they were for from oh okay. two thousand to what what well, year did you yeah, do that? It was, it was the first. It was the first year that it came out. That it, I think it was two thousand. Uh, two thousand. Yeah. Two thousand was the first year that that bike came out. 
Um, because I was doing I was doing the four stroke championship on the XR four hundred verse, and I was going up against the oh my god Yamaha four 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 twenty sixes. So that was like pushing shit uphill every moto, you know, <laughs> starting dead last, and then like wringing the neck off that thing all the way to the end. But and then I was like, they're like, hey, we're gonna have a six fifty. You want to ride that? And I was like, hell yeah, give me some more power. And chat. So I saw a video of this when I was at Chad's house. Somehow yeah. somebody had a video of this. Some grass track. And Burner and Chad are going at it, and Burner's on this XR, and Chad's on a YZ400 or whatever, and they are going at it in some grass track in Australia. You know, he must uh, have had it set up good. The power on it is un- the, the things are fast. Yeah, what about the suspension? That's what I'm saying. It had to been set up right. Uh, it, it was it was pretty awesome because at that point, obviously, I was riding for Factory Honda in Australia, and um, because it was a new model, like HRC Japan were sending over like stuff so we could have on it that I swear the the exhaust on the end of it was like a coke can you know that's how big the hole was in the end of it <laughs> you'd rev it up and flames would just come out the back of it <laughs> it was a, it was a weapon for sure a weapon yeah yeah that, that thing uh I saw that video I was like oh my look at these guys and burners just on this old his tool bags out flapping on the back <laughs> tool bag yeah man the, the, the start straight would be like a football field length and I would just leave it in second, you know, like, <laughs> you desert, know, like desert gearing. Do you know what video I'm talking about, Burner? I don't know if you if – you, did you ever see it? It was probably uh, – I think I remember Chad and I, like, going at it, battling at um, – it was at Bathurst. It was okay. This, yeah, a big grass track on the hill. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and somehow Chad had the VHS copy, and we were watching oh, really? it. Oh, yeah. VH- I, I, I think I'll, Chad was so mad because he was obviously just a little – he was probably faster than me on that track, but – the, the straights were so long, like he'd pass me, and I would just pass him back. <laughs> oh, the six fifties got legs. Almost, yeah, I almost think I blew the the graphics off the I blew, I blew the graphics number plate <laughs> off his off the off the bike after one moto. I think, and, and it wouldn't slow down. Like it wouldn't get hot and get slower because that's what all those things would do a lot. No, no? the thing was good. Yeah. Well, it was winter time, you know, so it was yeah. the bike yeah. stayed cool. True, true. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's good stuff. Uh, all right, anything else for Michael Byrne here on the show? Uh, well, Burner, uh, looking forward to seeing you back at the races. Uh, I'm, like I said earlier, I don't think you'll be unemployed for long. Um, I definitely think you have a lot to offer a team or a rider or, you know, a couple of riders. Um, smart guy. And uh, it sucks that it didn't work out with Coop. But, yeah, you'll be you'll be back, man. I don't have any doubt. I, I, I got a question for oh, him. Sure, yeah. So he's been, you know, he's got to work with a bunch of different guys. <clears throat> why, why are riders getting injured? Why, why are there some more injuries? Burner, what do you think? Um, well, obviously, I think I think the bikes are getting better, and the and the guys are getting stronger, and they're they're pushing it harder. I mean, you, when you watch these guys ride now, you're just like, I mean, they're on the limit, you know. So one little thing goes wrong, and and they hit the ground hard, you know. No I also think sometimes the the bikes have gotten so, so much better, but maybe the tracks haven't evolved as much. Maybe. You know, it was big, uh, you know, when you were on a 252-stroke to do a three out of a corner or mm-hmm. or anything like that, you know. But And now it's just like, you know, second lap, they're just in first gear, and they can just pop it, you know. So yeah. the bikes have definitely evolved, um, and the, the guys are just going fast. You know, the, the bikes are, are working better, allowing them to, to push the limit, and mm-hmm. um, they have more comfort to go faster, and more speed when you hit the ground just 
It hurt, yeah, it no, hurts, under, you know? I can understand that one. <laughs> yeah, think yeah. about, you know, carburetor four strokes. These guys had to, you know, even though there were, there were four strokes and you could jump three out of turn easy, you still had to be careful. You had, you had to watch your throttle. Mainly on the Yamahas. Yeah, the Yamahas okay. were big. But you know what I mean? Like now they're EFI and they're pro- and if there's an open air stadium, they can program them to work in certain turns different. Like, I mean, it's it's ridiculous. I was just yeah, wondering. When the, when the fuel injection came, yeah. that was like. Game changer. A, such, had, yeah, such a game changer for the rider. Like, you never thought about anything like that. You know, it's not like Skip and I at the test track tuning <laughs> up the old right? KX250. You know, uh-huh. like, so it didn't bog when you jump onto the tabletop. Yeah. You know, like. Now you're like you're landing your your weight is already ahead of like ahead of the bike like you, you know like you're just so committed to everything because has has it, it never misses but I guess now when yeah. it does go wrong it goes wrong really bad. No, and I guess to that point, you know, you make the comments about how how everything has gotten better. Has 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 the mental focus of the athletes kept up with with how good the bikes are and and what they can do. With with so many distractions that are that are presented to him now, <laughs> yeah, you know, I at an you. event, yeah, and yeah, I mean, it's I guess I mean I guess you could say that they go so fast that maybe they're not processing stuff as 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 quickly as they could, but you know, that's what's making guys great and yeah, no, fair, point, regular, fair point, know? there, yeah, yeah, you know the 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 stadium floors are only so big, so you know what are we going to do, right? Like just pile more yep. dirt up and then you have guys falling from higher higher elevations than before or i i don't know like i that's why I, so I was talking about those speedway tracks in atlanta and daytona and in you know, places like that maybe we start going to those places and you build longer bigger tracks you know yeah, but at some point you mean quads you just yeah you yeah. just gotta stop i mean at right. some point yeah at some point you're gonna kill these guys yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. well it goes bad it's just, so in some of the yeah. tracks i think are very are very flowy now Maybe it's just because of the bikes can do more things, so it ends up being, you know, they they just carry a lot of speed around the whole track, you know, like yeah. and I, you know, it's to not the, a stop start as it used to be for us. No, to to your point, right? I mean, I think because back when <clears throat> back when we were doing some things together, right, they were just really starting to, you know, let's just let's take one jump, the face of the triple. <clears throat> I mean, there was a point where every event you went to, it was different. Now, yeah, they're yeah. identical. Yeah, every weekend's yeah. the same, right? Yeah. So there is no, there is no, there is no adjustment. Nope, nope. You know? No, the gaps, the gaps usually the same, and the, the takeoff is the same. Everything's usually, I mean, and I mean the track crew do a great job of making it consistent. Right, exactly. Sure. Yeah, for hundred percent. Now it's the whoops. It's the whoops. The whoops that separate it, right? Yeah, yeah. You you walk the track. You look at the whoops. You're like, okay, good race of the night, bad race of the night. Like you can almost pick how you're gonna be that night. But there was there was. Well, some... I think I think even if you like make a mistake, like if you make a mistake coming out of the turn, there's a triple there. You can just literally bang the thing in the first gear and just jump the triple. Like you don't even have to think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas if you're on the two stroke, and, and you know, and you slide out, you're like, oh man, I got a double. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Mistakes, mistakes make for good racing. You know, and, and yeah. we don't have mistakes that much anymore. These guys are. It's unbelievable what they can jump, right? And it's not a problem. So yeah. yeah, and I'm not sure, like you said, if you if you pommel dirt up higher and make, you know, if a three out of a turns forty, well, you know, forty feet, do you make it fifty? But then mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but then they're just jumping further and higher. So. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. no, you're exactly right. I mean, with the with the horsepower, yeah. the, the, the torque that these huh. motorcycles are making how, now. How about un- this? It's 
can, can, we can fix some injuries right away, very, very easily. Front and rear, front and back chest protection mandatory. These guys don't wear them. I mean, some guys do, but yeah. But if you get dropped out of a four-story, five-story okay. building, I mean, I it's mean, gonna freaking hurt. Yes, but it'll do something. It'll it'll help you somehow. Uh, you know, know, force is gonna find. I think your nets were a good idea, but I don't think that's gonna really help them. Well, it, it it can't hurt. I think when the bike lands on you, like in the whoops or something yeah. like that. But like what he's talking, like off of that, I think but, you're fucked. But you, I agree. There are certain, <laughs> there are situations where you're screwed, but it can't hurt to put a plastic shell. Ribs and back, protect your lungs, protect your back, you know, something like that. Hey, how funny has that stuff come and gone? Yeah. And you know, let me ask you this. Actually, when I I was riding with you, I didn't see you wearing none of that. Yeah, I had underneath. You did? Yeah, I have chest protector underneath. Really? Hey, the only thing that stuck around is the knee brace. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I... People, it just feels so free, and you're you're yeah. less cumbersome. It just yeah, feels. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I yeah. agree. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, I think that that would be my first step to try to keep some to guys make safety. it mandatory. Yeah, just because it it'll help you, and it, the, any, I agree. Any, any shut factors, it'll definitely now. right help somewhat. But yeah, yeah, some cases it won't help at all. I get it, but that that's what I would do. Step one to try to keep guys healthy. You pay all these guys tons of money, and they're not wearing any chest protector, and you're dropping from the sky. Like what? So I don't know. That's just me. But well, it's funny. It's yeah, like the know. manufacturers. Some way you just need to slow the tracks down a little bit. But I just yeah. Don't know how. Yeah. Yeah. No, because because you're because you guys. I mean, look what you well, would have done back in those days. You would have figured out how to not slow down. Well, we. Yeah. You look at MotoGP. You look at any kind of racing. They slow the cars down. And they slow electronics down. They make mandatory rules. We've done nothing like that. We just have a CC limit, and you can do anything you want. It's the Formula One, but even Formula One has. Tons of restrictions now on these cars, right? They were they were getting too fast. Maybe so. Dirtworks has to bring back like the '90s transitions, yeah. Where the riders yeah, are just, just looking yeah. at it to see <laughs> how am I going to go over this? Well, yeah, it's yeah. just so crazy how much the bikes have evolved. Like the um, a star, like any one of those 250Fs, whether it be Mitch's or Stars or Hondas, like those production one, yeah, way 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 stronger than a 252 stroke. You know? Yep, for sure. No, absolutely. Uh, thanks, Burner. Thanks for calling in, man. Like I said, I hope you see you back at the races soon. I, I'm sure you will, man. Thank you for uh, the information. And, uh, yeah, thanks for calling, buddy. Take care, Burner. Yeah, thanks for having me. Burner. Burner. Uh, that's Michael Burner, everybody. Brought to you by OffRoadWarehouse.com. Always like Burner. Good dude. He's one of the best. Was he good that. to work with? Uh, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, Burner, do you love that's him? why I think that personality-wise, he'll he'll be fine like you're talking yeah. about. I mean, it, when, when you work with him and know him, he's just so... You know, yeah. he just easy he's a smart back. guy too, man. He's really smart, like analytical and well, training and riding and coaching. And you know, I mean, when when he was at Suzuki, I mean that he was our kind of go to guy right, as right. far as testing because yep. he had a good feeling. You yep. know, yep. yeah, for sure. Uh, Seven o'clock hour brought to you by the folks at Scosche Pulp Twenty Two, Pulp Twenty Twenty Two at Scosche S C O S C H E Scosche dot com. Unlock your discount with that code. Over forty years in business for these guys. They're innovators of award winning consumer technology, power sports. And car audio products, and they got the they got the mounts, they got the cables, they got a base link margins, charging system here. So thanks to the folks at Scosche. Scosche.com, Pulp 2022 is a code to save with those guys. Uh, let's do X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off, shall we? Let's do this. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of privateer heroes. Kyle Chisholm, Freddie Norin, Ryan Brees, just to name a few. Uh, Jamie Guida also uses uh, uh, X-Brand Goggles. Uh, Josh Strang as well. Pulp Show 22 is the code to save with X-Brand. If you don't wear X-Brand, you will not win. 
Rapid fire questions, Worley. Are you ready for this? Put your microphone a little closer. Please. A little closer. Yeah, thank you. Okay. okay, so you have 30 seconds on the clock. These questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Are you familiar oh. with him, Dan? Oh. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> nope. we, have, uh, we have a mixed review. Yes. Yeah, that's Berluti. We actually have a uh, drop of Berluti saying, yeah. Oh. When you ask him that question, okay, yeah. he just never gets to play it. Right. No. <laughs> okay, here we go. 30 seconds on the clock. Steve. Yep. Could a man-made national at a raceway ever work? It could work. Would it be as good? No, I don't think so. I don't like any of those man-made tracks like GPs used to do, or we had them at Elsinore and Salt Lake City. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't like any of them. So they can, but they're not as good. Skip, when you were driving a box van across the country, how did you pass the time? Oh, we had a <laughs> playing cards. We we, had, we played cards. We had man, we had a whole. It was we had a whole bunch of dumb shit that we would do, um, depending on the group that we had that was driving. But it was you know if you were leading the way, you had to say you were gonna. What was it? You had to welcome everybody to the new state, and then whoever's the oh, back. I forgot. Had, about to, had that. to had to say, hey, I hope the new state's as good as the old state. And if you screwed up, you had to buy the drinks at the bar. But we did some God. dumb ass shit to buy some time because, I mean, we were we had days where it was like, okay, we have to put a thousand miles in. You drive a thousand miles, put fourteen, fifteen hours in yep. to get where you needed to go. Yeah, you did whatever you had to. All right, 38 seconds. Try to try to tighten it up a little bit. I'll work, I'll work on that. All right. Skip does what Skip wants. Right. I, I helped him with that. Berluti, who impressed you the most this season? Oh, damn. Um, we've how many that. seconds do I get? It's I think like, we covered this at the beginning of the show. Yeah, well, no, well, I, I know you want me to say Tomac. No, uh, okay, I Anderson. I, yeah, I don't Thank want you. I want there you to say Anderson. I want there you we to go. Say, I don't care who you say. <laughs> I'm trying Skip. to help you, Tony. Oh, you did. You did. <laughs> yeah. All right. Dan. Cheers. Dan, yeah. Ron, Ron Ron wasn't known for his training. Was that his biggest shortcoming of his career? It probably didn't help early on. <laughs> uh, he did end up training, though, and that's when he was winning. So when he put it together he did well but yeah when he slacked off the video games might have gotten to him a little bit at times and <laughs> that didn't help either <laughs> but he did train and it did work sometimes yep steve what's the best and worst part about golfing with your mom uh the best part is the time i spend with my mother discussing life and general things in our lives the worst part is you have to golf that's the worst part what about my mom giving BJ's? Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not my mom. It was somebody else's mom. But these, the guy, the, it's a long story. But You yeah. can't prove that. So Debbie <laughs> Debbie was three up on me through like, through like ten holes. Like it was not looking good. And then she just collapsed. Does she and, golf? Yeah. And I rose to the top. You like don't a, golf? Like, no. Oh, okay. Like a champion that I was. Oh, there and you I, go. And I beat her by two strokes. Must be a Canadian oh. thing, right, Worley? I don't golf. I know it's mom. 96 <laughs> seconds. Try tighten it up next okay. time. Thank you. <laughs> you know who else is golfing? Who? The Leafs. They're golfing. Moving on. Okay. Skip, you can't beat wrenching for MC, but who's another rider you would have wanted to wrench for? Red, Red Dog? Tort a Tortelli. Oh. Okay. Six seconds. Berlut did. Good guy. Mm -hmm. Made a hell of a tiramisu. Yeah, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> Berluti, um, did you see Mookie's swing arm after he got bam-bammed? 
<laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, no, I did not. What, did it have a Did it have a, a Lessy mark on it? We we have that drop somewhere. What the hell happened? <laughs> All right, um, Dan. Steve claims suspension guys are overrated. It's just shims and oil. Is there more to it? No, shims and <laughs> and fork tubes. And oh, fork tubes. Yeah. All right, I think I left the fork tubes. <laughs> out. Yeah. Right, right. Steve, which yep. national are you most looking forward to? Mm. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, good question. Because Red Bud's always cool, right? It's July Fourth and good track and everything else. Um, I like Lakewood. Lakewood's a sneaky good one. Um, Millville's like my home national. Uh, Iron Man's good. I, yeah, I don't know, man. I, yeah, I don't know. At this point, they're all the same. But what? Got to be the first round when everybody's going to be there, healthy and moving. Yeah, forward. but Paula sucks to watch. How about to get so out of Millville? Yeah, no, it's better now. It's oh, way better. It? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. way better. It's now. way better. Way better now. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that, Dan? Millville. That's yeah. like such a good one to watch. Yeah, yeah. All right. Not the best spectator track. I don't mind just it. the sand because hill. you yeah. got to move around to if you want to see both sides of you it. You just can't see the sand wolves, think, right? Uh, for the most yeah. part, yeah. Bud's Creek, Bud's Creek, <coughs> right? Bud's, Your homework, their track. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Skip, which is more stressful, championship-winning mechanic or brewery owner? Well, nobody's going to get. Nobody will not be able to play with their siblings or daughter or son if you make a bad beer. So it's, um, yeah, it's racing. Racing's gnarly. You can't afford to make a mistake or somebody may not walk again. No. Yeah. Like that. And fly the girls in from L.A., boy. <laughs> They're not ready, Steve. No. Berluti's not ready. <laughs> Berluti, uh, which of your past riders do you keep in touch with the most? Wow. Um, unfortunately, I have to say I've had some good relationships, but I, I really I really don't. Um, I... I I don't even I that's a good question. I, I'd say I don't know. I I don't. JB tried to get you to come out to a race this year, he told well, me. Well, I mean, he was probably the last guy I talked to, yeah. Right, right. He was sure. trying to get you on an airplane to come out. And you wouldn't do it. Not on the airplane. No, oh. that, they tried to get me to do this the, the series. series with him. No, I thought they want I thought JB said he wanted you to come out to watch a race. He was going to get you out to watch a race. No. no. Okay. No, I never That was I, that was the one he was going to set the hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I never declined on that. Okay. I, I want I tried to, I was tr- working on trying to get back to Daytona. Okay. For yep. for him for yep. that deal, you know, right, right. but um I didn't make it. For a fucking tickle. <laughs> I love how much Berluti laughs at his own draw. It's yeah. great, right? So it's good. so good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dan, last one. Will we see eShocks in moto, and what would be the advantage? Um, I don't know if we're going to see it in moto. Not anytime soon. Computer's got to get a little bit better and smaller. It would be a huge advantage. It definitely would yeah. help. Just nice. all the trade-offs. You could just get rid of so many things that everybody struggles with today. Like in vehicles or UTVs, it's just... Mechanically, you can't do it. Electronics can stay ahead of it. So it would definitely be an advantage. I wish I could bring it. We're just not there yet. Yeah, wow. think about coming out of a turn and hitting a button, and you, you, know, you automatically some, add some more compression and slow your rebound for the whoops, right? And then you, then you hit it, and it, it's better. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Whatever you need to do. And then just if you could have it for the whoops every lap, and that's it. Settings for 90% of the track, and then setting for yeah. the whoops, right? Just even entering a corner, having it stiffen up and yeah. soften up, like all of those things. Yeah. Just Kind of like the bass a, system? <laughs> A bass system. 
Oh my God! See, What's he's young. He's young, right? he's young. He's oh, young. Oh, that's the Yamaha. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Brake, that's right. Brake actuated suspension. System. I think I brought that up on yeah, our, our podcast. Just, if you push the rear brake pedal, it turns the compression in. Well, did you? Well, it pulls a pulls yeah. a yeah. 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 Cowie did have the electronic shocks. Like it was supposed to be production ninety nine. Yeah, and like um, production. Yeah, like Emig and Hughes tested it like ninety seven, ninety eight. Mm-hmm. They were on it, but it was too inconsistent, I guess. So every time they were on the gas, it stiffened up the rear shock. They actually had little lights mounted on their front fender. So I don't remember watch. that, yeah. So and where was the computer? I think it was based out of the real ECU. I have one of those shocks. I did claim one at KYB. I had to hold on <laughs> to that one. It was pretty cool. <laughs> and, um, yeah, no, they. Um, I think it was out of the main ECU. So it was oh, a, okay. instead of, like, firing the um, power valve or power valve, the carburetor with the Power jet. Power jet. Power power jet. jet. Yeah, That's yeah. what I'm looking. Right. Instead of firing a power jet, it fired a solenoid on the shock. Wow. And so they played with it for a while. A while. Huh. I don't know. You have to ask Fro about that. Yeah. Uh, Fro ain't going to remember yeah. nothing. Yeah. Uh, he won't? Probably not when it comes to that. Uh, X-Brand goggle tear-offs. That's the X-Brands. Pulp. <laughs> Pulp 22 is a code to save with X-Brand. Please check it out if you can. And uh, appreciate uh, those guys coming on the show. And also, uh, Maxima USA. Love Maxima. Uh, Maxima USA 927, great uh, telling, two, still the number one telling two-stroke oil in most markets around the world. It's got a great smell as well. M- what makes 927 so unique? Proven performance, unbeatable protection is still the greatest smelling st- two-stroke oil out there. Uh, MPPL, love it. Uh, also, uh, the, the grease is fantastic, whether it's for your filter or for your linkage. And, of course, SC1, love SC1. I got an SC1 air freshener. It's great. Uh, Maxima USA, Pulp 20 is code to save with Maxima USA. Profilter.com, uh, enter Pulp 20 at checkout. Uh, wow, if you have a UTV, Profilter makes it f- uh, a filter for it. Dirt bikes, tre- side-by-sides, street bikes, everything in between. Sold through Power Sports Dealers Nationwide or Motorsport.com. Get, pick up a pre-old, ready-to-use premium air filter, oil filter for your next service. If you haven't heard of Profilter, maybe you've been roosted too many times. Pulp 20 is the code to say with Profilter and with Maxima USA as well. So thank you to uh, to those guys for coming on. Um, all right, we're going to have Shane McElrath coming up here, but I did want to talk a little bit about uh, um, mechanicking in the sport. All, all of us did it for a long time, uh, no longer do it. Um, it's different now. And, Berlut, you were the most recent of us mm-hmm. to do it, you know, with, with JB and the Moto Concepts team. It is such a different job from when we started out. You know what I mean? Dan, you didn't do the box fan thing. You were uh, in yeah, a semi but But you were doing motors and things like that, you know what I mean, and, and all that, and – Man, you see these guys now, and you know there's a there's a suspension guy, there's a motor guy. There, you know, mechanics are, you know, they're not even necessarily, um, um, you know, they're pitporting times, and that's it. No motivational messages, just lap times. Here, here's your lap time. Good, you know, here's what his last bike. Here's the leader. Here's you or whatever. It is, and I say this with all the respect to my fellow mechanics who are listening to this and watching this. Like, it is such a different job from what it used to be. You look at like Brian Lunas with Hannah and RJ. And you look at the guys now, like, it can be any more different. Yeah, but, but it, was, it was, I mean, the sport's going to evolve. I yep, mean, yep. For, for my generation, if you go back the same amount of time that I've, that I've been out of it, when, when those mechanics got their race bikes, they got a frame and all the gussets, every bracket, and you had to weld, you had to build it. You, yeah, had, to, yeah. you had to be a fabricator right. back in the day yeah. to do those things. Yep. So, it, yeah, it has changed, you know. And, yeah, and I'm not saying for the good or better. It's just changed. It's just changed. Yeah, it's just changed. Um, and I don't even know if the riders rely on the mechanics anymore, Baluti, for, like, motivation, right? Like, they show they got buses. They got man friends. They got wives, girlfriends. They got gear guys. They got uh, coaches, trainers, right? 
I can certainly see what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, you're you're more into that than I am. I did Supercross. I think outdoors is more you're more into your guy. Supercross is a little different, but anyway, um, you know more about it than me. I, I'd ha- I'd I'd probably ask you that question. I I agree that unless you're really close to your guy yeah. and like I mean Jeremy and uh, Skip. It seemed like, from the outside looking in, that mm-hmm. they actually had a really good relationship. So the motivation was there. Now, like you said, with the box fans, I mean, and that the box van thing was yeah. help help that. Yeah. You know, now yeah. that you're in semis and you got the man friends and you got guys that are working on your body and yeah. you know, yep. you, team managers, whatever, whatever. Right. I definitely have to think that your the you know your your relationship with your rider isn't as close as it used to be right you don't have the time you know it was easy to it was easy to prep a two stroke between motos right yeah. right now you need two or three that's why the small teams struggle to yeah. but you know you go into you go into any factory pit there's not one dude working on the bike between motos it's a team going at it so there's no there's no time to sit down and, and, and go, hey, what did you think about these changes you made or any of that stuff? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it's all you could do to get back and ready for the next moto. Yep. Well, yep. it seems like the, it, it also seems like the racing. I don't. I thought when we first started, there was a little more time between, time between. the motos. TV. Live TV's changed it. Yeah, there yeah, you Dave, go. Live Davey, TV's talked about it screwed earlier. Screwed that up, yeah. too. Yeah. Davey talked about that earlier. Yeah. I mean, who's going to watch for four hours? But, uh, uh, you know, Dan, I talked to a rider, a mechanic for a top rider in our sport. And he gets along with this guy. Like, there's no, you know, there's no issues there. But he's like, I don't see the guy. He comes from his bus to the truck, and we head out for practice. And then he comes back in, and he goes back in. And he signs the autographs from three to four. And, like, I don't speak to him. You know, the, and, like, not, and not in a, it's not a, a bad no. relationship. The, the no. practice bike mechanic probably has a better relationship absolutely. than the race guy absolutely. does. Absolutely, yeah. And I don't think the testing is the same. Like, everybody's got test guys now. So instead of you being yeah. at the track grinding out time yeah. with your rider, that doesn't seem to happen as That's much anymore. That's a good anymore. point. I yeah. think stock bikes are so much better now, too, that mm-hmm. a lot of things are sorted out, unless it's, like, a new model that just came out that really needs to no, be shut down. And, the, and too, I think, you know, now racing, those guys are you – know, if you're going to test with those guys – there is no you got it's race pace right so yeah trying to develop something you have to have those guys so yeah. you go through all kind of crap and all kind of stuff to try to get it to a point where you can feel comfortable or safe about going okay let's go try this yeah you know so that that group is a totally different group now yeah. you, and we kind of started that yeah. is what we were kind of starting when yeah. we were doing things yeah. at, at cowie was really starting to develop and make it um, compartmentalized yeah. and department, you know, yeah. and structure, a lot of structure in the team. And though. you were a test guy, right? You said at the end yeah, of Cowie yeah, days. Cowie. Like, right. I think about that too. And Berlou, you were never a test guy or whatever, but like, I, we did that at Yamaha. So I can remember so many long days at the Supercross test track. I'm swapping out our motor. I'm swapping out suspension, whatever it is. And we're all just bullshitting, right? We're just talking and I, we're, I'm, we're working and think, right? You know, like it's a quality relationship building exercise that you're doing this. And now, yeah, you're, practice bike guys doing that in florida and you're 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 do, you're showing to do the race bike and you're missing that you're you're missing that time with your rider it's and i'm i'm just saying this i brought this up because i thought about all of us being ex-mechanics and it's such a different job now and i'm not saying good or bad it's just so different it, you know i i remember even in my era like you know when i worked for timmy the first time as a privateer i would jet the thing and we'd talk about suspension and i'd make adjustments and we you know try to do things and then i remember going back to yamaha and like he was off with people talking to other people and i'm just like okay well i'm not gonna you know he doesn't need another voice in his head 
I'm going to just sit back here and righty tighty lefty loosey, which I managed to do most of the time. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? So, yeah, like, like it's just such a different deal now, these guys. Yeah, well, I testing-wise, no, I, I was very much a part of testing. Yeah. With your guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. with the team when we did that, you right. know. And then what I think you're trying to say is now they, they'll send test parks to, yeah, back to, to like, the, 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 where they, where the they practice ride. mechanic, right? right? right. Yeah. yeah. I see what you're going there. But, no, like, for example, like Jeremy, when he was at Suzuki, um, that guy would test till the cows came home. I mean, trying to get that bike better. I yeah. mean, and that's – I, that's where I, I gained so much respect for Jeremy was how hard this guy worked. Right. Because when he's winning over at Honda and, you, and we're over at Suzuki just watching this guy win all these yeah. races and stuff, I go, fuck. You know? And then <laughs> when you see him come to Suzuki and see how hard he was there, he, yeah. I'm not kidding you. It's getting, it's getting, Roger, it's, the track's blown out. Yeah. It's kind of getting dark, you know? Yeah, but, yeah. Jeremy's yeah. like doing yeah. whatever yeah. to try to make the bike better, you know? Which, I mean, I'm sure they still do it now. I'm not saying the guys don't do it now. They just don't do it with their race bike mechanics for the most part, right? It's just... No, you're right. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure they don't. Yeah. And what sucks about that is how do you, as a race mechanic, learn about the bike? Yeah. Do yeah. those guys even... They don't even do motors, right? Not... There's, not, only, there's only a few teams. Yeah, there's, there's not too many one guys. team that does motors yeah. still. They might do practice bikes, but probably not, no. Probably not. Probably practice Mike mechanic. Yeah. Does the motor. Yeah. yeah. So it's just a different yeah, It's time, way man. different. It's yeah. got to be. There's still a lot of pressure on those guys, though. I no, will it, say that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But now everybody's got their own suspension guy, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah they're bringing theirs. Yeah. Yeah. Kenny's got his dad, and Eli, Eli's got Ricky Gilmore, and yeah, yeah they got their own t- crew within a crew, right? Kenny's uh, got his dad. Yeah. Yeah. That was dad was doing stuff for a while. But, well, but, uh, and that, that also contributes to, I think, the dynamic of, of personality conflicts and, yeah. you know, how things work because there is there are so many people involved now that the riders are like their own corporations right they have their uh suspension guy and their motor guy and their and their their, their chiropractor and their doctor and their coach <laughs> and their trainer and they they go from team to team and the team stays the team you know what i mean and then you don't see much interaction between them and i i would love to know the dynamics of a rider not being happy with his team and as a mechanic i felt like i got in trouble from mccarty a few times because i stuck up for timmy right because that's who brought me to the job and you know, McCarty was yelling at me. And I'm like, well, that's my guy. That's my friend, and that's who I work for. I don't know if that goes over so well nowadays. Now it's like you need to leave, and we'll get somebody who represents the team's views in this, right? Like, that, that's a different dynamic. Well, there's, there's, a, there's, there's so much more involved now on the build-up to it, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's not, you know, just, just the financial investment into an engine. Is, is, is yeah. just ridiculous nowadays. Yep. So, yep. you know, so you're, you have guys that are tearing things down and inspecting parts, and you have guys that are p- putting things together, and you've got to, you know, then, you, then uh, you know, this beautiful case shows up, and you pop it open, and you put it in your chassis. But, you know, you, it's just, it's, it's more, there's more people involved. So mm-hmm. it's not a one-on-one relationship anymore. It's a, it's a one-on-nine relationship yeah. that you have to manage. Yeah. And the guys, it's still, to me, it still comes down to, the, the individual athlete that manages that the best in a given race event yeah. probably comes up, ends right. up on top. I think the athletes, too, in our, and nowadays in 2022, like, I think they – and, again, this is, this is going back to, like, the going uphill to school both ways. And, <laughs> you know, but I, I do believe, like, if things aren't going right, you just got to look in the mirror sometimes. And I don't know if we have enough of that in our sport nowadays. Now, that I, I'm pretty sure of, again – like you talk about Ricky riding that that janky uh, setup that he had on a CR250, right? That was low and slow and bars in his lap, and and you know he couldn't 
no one wanted him to ride that, but he's like, this is what I, uh, this is how I can ride it. This is what I want. I didn't say that about no, no. the janky. I just said no. he runs low. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I, okay. I'm saying it. Like, it, okay. it, you know, <laughs> the guy could barely get through whoops, but it, he won a shit ton of races on it. But my point is, is like he's like, hey. This is how I want to ride. This is how I'm going to do it. You know, I'm responsible for this setup. It's me. And now I see too many guys just set up, set up, set up. I can't ride the thing. I can't ride the thing. And, you know, and I just feel like they need to look in the mirror more. For, for, for me, uh, down that line is yeah. I think, you know, it's a machine. Machines are not perfect. And our world today and anything you want to talk about, any sport, politics, whatever you want to talk about, we ask for we ask for the champion or the athlete or whatever it is to be perfect. Yeah. Right. And there's nothing that's ever going to be perfect. But the thing that I, I noticed the most about some of these old guys, and, and I think it's not even the old guys, I think it's the champions, is that, man, my bike works everywhere great except when I hit that hole. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> tells them, hey, fucking don't hit that hole. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right? right. Nobody, nobody's right. willing yeah. to go out on the limb and no, say that. Yeah. And the athlete is not going, well, shit, if I don't hit that hole, my no. bike's going to be perfect. No, because his, his, his man friend's going, dude, that, that's bullshit. That hole. No, that hole sucks. It's a, Your bike sucks. Look at that hole. No. Yeah. And then he's got the next person. Oh, it's your fork. The next yeah. person's oh, your yeah. shock. shock. And he's got yeah. 12 nope. different they, things right. coming yeah. at him. So it's the, take take responsibility for what you're doing. Well, Dude, and you get LaRocco that just goes through every fucking hole there is. <laughs> it goes fucking kicks her ass. <laughs> it had to be frustrating, Dan, for you at KYB at times when you were doing it. You oh, know? yeah. It like, was just uh, horrible at times. I remember once in Denver, and Villapoto's bike was so bad. Fisher was so mad. And... I was a Yamaha guy then. I switched over to you guys. And mm -hmm. he's like, you guys got to do something. And, you know, it's in between motos. And you can just tell how pissed Ryan is. And I don't blame him. His bike looked absolutely mm -hmm. horrible. Yep. And, like, I think we cut his bump rubber in half just to try to get it to not kick as much because it was just so far off. But you're, like, dealing with, you know, he's pissed, Mike's pissed, everybody. It's like this fire drill. And it's in between motos. It's, like, not the time to be <laughs> fixing this, right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's tough, right? Um to, to do that, a suspension guy. You're just like, don't hit the hole. So yeah. did that work? It helped, but it still needed a lot more. That's awesome. It, it's it's just, sometimes you just got to do off-the-shelf things to yeah. try to get results wow. because... Yeah. I well, just... Uh, yeah. It's just I always worry about changing too much. Like, there was guys... We talked about this the other day about, like, yep. June. He would do these huge fork changes. Chad. Like, one Chad. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, yeah. and, you know, he's supposed to be Mr. Test Guy. And they're changing it, like, 8,000%. It's not even the same motorcycle. And the guy would go out and podium. Like, I give him credit. He right. could do that. Right. But they're making these huge changes. Like, Skip, you would never <laughs> be okay. Like, well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everything's supposed to be thought out and good. But sometimes when it's so bad, you just need to throw the Chad's whole theory was the clickers don't do anything. I need to change the internal valving. We can't. Clickers won't do a thing. Yeah, we would change a lot more than valving. Yeah. That's funny. Everybody goes to valving, but it's really yeah, such a true. small part of the whole what? picture. Right. My my favorite thing, I got to went, at the end when I was working with the, the different teams, right? It was fun because, and and Renslin was the one. He got a got a great start at at uh, Redbud, ran up front forever. Was almost three seconds quicker than he'd gone all day long. Okay, right. So you can come back and it, we always had this conversation. I go, here's the screwdriver. You can take every tool we got in the book in the box van here, the semi, gather whatever tools you want. There is nothing that we have that we can do the motorcycle to make it go three seconds faster. <laughs> There's nothing. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah, nothing. Yeah. That's the athlete has all of that ability. Yeah. So whatever whatever 
crap shit you pile on in front of all of that mm -hmm. covers up the ability to do great things. And most of those guys that we're all talking about can do great things. Yeah. But they just get covered up with stuff. But yeah. it's funny how everybody's looking for the magic on it. No, you're the magic. That's why yeah. all these factories are going to hire you is because you are supposed to be the difference. We, JT and I battle, and I'm like, I'm like, look, in my eyes, all the smart people standing around your bike at a factory are going to get your bike whatever number you want, 90 or 95%, whatever number you want to put on it, they're going to get your bike to 90%. And that's it. It ain't going to work perfect on that giant hole or those whoops and that bowl turn and everything else. Like, you have to make it work. And if you're going to complain about something, they can fix the part that you're complaining about, but it's going to work worse somewhere else because it's a trade-off. And they can get you 90% there. So when the riders are like, ah, it's, it's, it's not set up, set up, set up, I'm like, dude, it's a factory motorcycle with the smartest people around from KYB and Showa and the motor guys and the data guy and everything else, and they're going to get you damn close. you got to do the rest. So yeah, you but, and JT yeah. have a, a – we go back and forth. So maybe because JT never well, was on a, a factory team, he, and if he was, then he'd realize that it's – I mean, he's smart enough to know that, but he's just more on a rider side where, like, setup makes a big difference. And I'm like, look, I agree. It like, does if like, you start from like zero. Like Kay Clayson's bike to Ken Roxon's bike, there's a difference there. Ken Roxon has a better bike than Kay Clayson, for sure. But when you're on an elite level, everyone's bike is right there, in my opinion. I don't even think that, though. Like, back in the day, RC's Cowie. That thing was not the best bike ever. <laughs> no. And you know what? He would get off the track and say, this thing completely sucks, but I know what it's going to do. Don't change anything. And he'd go out and win. That's not hitting the hole that I was referring yep. to. Exactly. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think he would hit the hole, too, like LaRocco. But, I, I mean, I get it. No, he's a great rider. It's funny that you mentioned that. We would test uh, – because we, when we first came out with that 450 Suzuki um, – I mean, it was far off, you know, especially he, the two-stroke was good, you know, our two-stroke was good. But then when he jumped on that yeah. 450, it was the first year We at Yamaha thought, thing, thought that thing would break more. It never broke. No. But we're like, oh, that thing's going to break. Nah, well, fortunately, yeah, yeah. no. Right. Th that was good that way. But, yeah. um, you know, we would test and test. Even in practice, man, we'd make changes. But then when we got it the best we could for him, he said, I'm not going to fuck with it. Let's go. And yeah. then as soon as the gate dropped, yeah. Yeah. He, he made yeah, it I happen. Just, he was the magic that Skip's talking uh, about. I, I mean, you Dan, know? you're still plugged in with KYB and suspension and riders, you know, even though you're, you're busy making your million dollars on e-click <laughs> stuff. Like, do you agree with me, though? The riders of nowadays? Oh, what's, I, I was asked to go back to it a couple of years ago and with a couple, and it just, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. not interested. <laughs> There's two, you know, if the riders, I guess when we worked for them, they had like their wife or girlfriend and maybe a trainer mm -hmm. as a support group. And yeah. then you kind of fight with maybe the team manager. But now they have like six people and yeah. everybody in there. Oh and there's God. 12 suspension guys involved. And yeah. Yeah. You have the, the in-house team guy. You have a, uh, an aftermarket. You yeah. Know, yeah. Though it's just like so much. It just seems like it's too much drama. Yeah. Electronics. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely, I agree. Uh, by the way, Tony Berluti brought to you tonight by the folks at Acherbys USA. Speaking of Jason Anderson, uh, Berluti's favorite rider now. He uses Acherbys USA. Uh, Justin Barsha, Berluti's not favorite rider, uses Acherbys uh, USA uh, as well at Acherbys USA uh, on social. And the chain block, slider kits, frame guards, disc guards, hand guards. I always like the Cherby stuff because you guys probably used it too. It just bolted perfectly. No drilling, no filing, no rat tail file. Yep. Grab a yeah. Cherby's. 
bolts on perfectly. It works good. Yeah. I actually just bought a set for Cruz's bike. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Cherby's industry leader in aftermarket dirt bike plastics and accessories. Out of Cherby's USA, bringing you Tony Berluti tonight on the show. Um, thanks, Berlute, for coming in. Long time. Thank you no, for having me, Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. I like to spew my shit. <laughs> uh, next up on the show. Dude, he came with notes. That was badass. He did. He came that with notes. Badass. I couldn't believe it. That's yeah. the first time ever, I think. You guys are very Joel prepared. Joel helped me with that, my my gal. Okay, all right. She's really the She's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no it was me, but with her help. Yeah. <laughs> she organized it for uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> traveling is a pain in the ass. We know that. But OGO makes it a little easier with their 9800, the rig bag as well. I have the laptop uh, backpack. It's got a sleeve in it. It's got all these pockets. I travel with it all the time. Layover bag. If you're anybody but Kiefer and you're going for a short stay, you can use the OGO layover bag. OGO bags. Uh, OGOpowersports.com. They're great. Uh, everyone in this room has probably used OGO at one time or another. I have, still have it. Yeah. It lasts forever. Yep. Uh, if you want a deal on the folks from OGO, use the contact form on pulpamex.com and we'll pass it on to OGO and they can help you get a special Pulpamex listener deal for OGO. All right, our next guest brought to you by the folks at OGO. Uh, news this man made news uh, last week with a, a, a ride with the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team for the Nationals. And let's talk to Shane McElrath. What's up, Shane? How are you, man? How are you guys doing? We're good, Been man. Been a little while. Yeah, thanks for calling in. <laughs> appreciate it. Really uh, yes, appreciate sir. it. So. Let's talk about this a little bit. Obviously, I'll talk to you about your old team, and we'll figure that out. But how did this deal come together for you, Shane? Uh, talk about that, because this is a great landing spot for you. Yes, I agree. It's um, It honestly happened pretty quick. Um, Dean got hurt at St. Louis, and uh, it was at that point things were kind of starting to unravel for us, and we were just really trying to figure out what was going on, what was going to happen. And so um, it was once we kind of had an idea on what was going on, it was like, okay, well, um, maybe try to find something to ride for outdoors or what, whatever that looks like. And uh, we talked to Husky, and mm -hmm. at the time they were like, no, I mean – we we don't know we have to figure stuff out like i mean two two three weeks uh before the end of supercross everybody's still focusing on finishing supercross and hasn't even really thought about outdoors yet so mm -hmm. um some people they were just like yeah we uh we have no clue and at, at the time i was still in my contract too mm -hmm. and it's like look we we can't do anything right now like there's I, I'm I'm in contract, so it's like I, I can't write anything. I can't do anything. So um, my uh, contract was was terminated. Uh, it was on a Friday, and then the Wednesday after that, which was really about um, two weeks ago now, mm -hmm. almost two weeks ago tomorrow. Uh, this Wednesday. Um, we talked to Nate Ramsey and he was like, yeah, so, um, I think Dean's going to be out a little longer than we thought. And, uh, we would like to have you fill in for the first four rounds. And is that something you would want to do? And if so, when can you come to California? Mm -hmm. So, um, it was kind of super fast. Like we were just in Florida. I was training, uh, off the bike cycling and in the gym and stuff. And, really just not really sure what was going to happen and 
we got the call and dropped everything in Florida and came to California. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, really, right? Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I would do that too, absolutely. So um, uh, for you, it's the first, first, first four, or maybe longer if there's another injury. Yes. So um, my my contract and Husky was upfront about it um, from the beginning. They're like, look, we we can guarantee you the first four rounds right now. Mm-hmm. But we want to give Dean an opportunity to to fulfill his contract. So, um, in my contract, it says that after two rounds, they're going to reevaluate and and then decide. So mm-hmm. that's a. Uh, I mean, I, I have a contract for the first four rounds, and that's uh, that's kind of dependent on um, kind of what happens from here to there. So, right, right, um, yeah. Yeah, because I heard there may be another injury on that team. Is what I'm hearing. So we'll see. We'll keep keep our eyes open, our ears open for that. Um, hey, so you weren't on the old bike or the new bike on the old team. Now you're on the new chassis, a little different bike. How is it? How's the adjustment for you, dude? I'm telling you, it is amazing. <laughs> like kind of go- going into the Supercross this year, um, our team kind of had kind of had an option to ride the new bike. Um, but we weren't guaranteed any parts um, just from production and everything because mm-hmm. there there was a lack of. So um, as a as a whole, we kind of just all agreed to ride the old bike, and um, it was I I would say it was it was good. Um, we we kind of had to start from scratch, really, but. Uh, getting on this new bike i'm telling you uh, well i think i think a lot of people uh had similar similar comments on the old model Mm -hmm. and i'd heard about the the some of the testing sessions with the new bike and i'm like dude that from what it sounds like a lot of these things are supposed to be a lot better and dude when i got on the bike it's it's literally exactly what i had in my head and it's good it is so good so excited about it nice that's awesome do you feel uh um do you feel rushed at all shane again you spoke about your contract after two races you can reevaluate you have probably four races you out you're getting on this new bike with you know uh, three weeks under your belt like do you feel rushed or do you think you can hit the ground running at paula uh and be uh, be up to speed where you want to be um i i i don't want to say i feel rushed at all okay i would say that i i it might take a little bit of time um physically i feel good and that's where like i've i've just been training and mm-hmm. i really I, i've been off the bike since uh st louis and um, which three weeks before that was when I actually got my concussion at Indy. Mm-hmm. And so I only had about four four days of riding total between Indy and St. Louis, and then I didn't ride at all after that. So um, really it's been about six weeks of not being on the bike, and then I, yeah. I come to California and straight to outdoors. So <laughs> I was a little bit nervous about that. Yeah. Um, last week was a, a big week. But I was able to recover, and um, yeah, I, th- I think really that's that's probably the biggest thing. Like riding today, it was a really good day of riding. It's not like I'm 
I don't feel like I'm playing catch up at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more so just lack of bike time. Yeah. So I, I don't feel like, oh man, we we need to figure this stuff out. We need to make these changes. It's like, I mean, leaving the track today, I'm I'm in a, a good spot, and I ask uh-huh. the team, I'm like, is my suspension in a place where you guys are happy with it? And they're like, yeah. Um, we like that. And so it's like, then I just need to ride it and I just need to put time in um, before Paula. Right. That's right. really the bottom line. Yeah. OGO Power Sports bringing you Shane McArath on the uh, Pulp Mech Show. 702 586 Pulp, if you got a question for him. Yeah, you, you, uh, hey, this is Skip. You, you mentioned that you have a, you know, it may take you a little bit of time. And going into this, knowing you basically have four rounds, had, did, did that impact your preparation and expectations of? of how to prepare and, and what the expectations are for those four rounds for you? Um, not really. I mean, for, well, everybody kind of knows, like you want to try to build up a little bit of a base uh, going into outdoors. Um, Moto-wise, you don't you don't want to go to the first round and have to do two 30-plus twos, and you're like, holy crap, this is <laughs> a long time, especially after Supercross. Um, so for me, it's like, um, today I, I did my first long motos, um, and it, it honestly was, was fine. Um, just my body, my body is tired. And so that's where, when we get to the race, I don't, it's, I don't feel like I'm going to be off at all. It just, I might, I might be tired for the second moto or something. That's really the only thing that, um, for me and just with where I'm at and having, really no time on outdoors before this past week um and being off the bike for so long it's like uh nate ramsey uh he we were talking just the other day and it's like i i do kind of have some work that needs to be done but at the same time i need to be good for the race which is just next weekend so there it's kind of a a a good scenario also because it's like you know what i just got to go and and do the best I can, mm-hmm. and there you go. know with with the time frame that I have, um, there's not a lot that I can do um, in that amount of time. Right. Yeah. No. Well said. Hey, what kind of gear are you going to wear? Uh, I'll be in some fly gear. Oh, okay. Nice. Good. Good to yeah, see that. Thank st- goodness. I, I love that stuff. Stuck with them. Uh, let's talk yeah. about your old team. Obviously, mm-hmm. it didn't go well, and yourself and Savachi and Anstey out uh, uh you know halfway through supercross and it was a tough deal when did you kind of have an idea things were going sideways um i i don't know that i can really say much about that um just legally oh okay uh, all right <laughs> yeah i mean I, you can you can ask me questions but um i mean some things i just like yeah, yeah. i'm not able to talk about so right right uh it's it's let's let's go this way uh i feel bad for you because um you came into the year late not 100 percent ready you're pulling some great starts going backwards uh fighting like hell kind of get better then you had your concussion you go back to last year your first year uh on a 450 class the year before on star you almost won the supercross title you're third in the points in 250s you go to moto concepts uh your back injury flares up you have a couple of moments of greatness but it didn't go well, and now this year your team folds for you. Uh, your 450 career has been a series of stops and starts. You have to be so, I don't know, pissed off is the right word, but so frustrated, Shane. 
at the way things are going. You're trying to make the right decisions here, and it's not quite working out. Yeah, it's it's honestly, I'm telling you, I <laughs> I would say I probably watch more races than any other rider currently. Um, I I love watching. I love studying yeah. uh, the GPS. I love watching those. Um, it's yes, it, it it is very hard because for me, I mean, I. I expect a lot out of myself. Um, I just, I know kind of where I've been in the past and really coming off my, my last year in two fifties was my best year of my career yet. Mm-hmm. And to go into really two of the worst years of my career. And it's like, okay, yep. like I'm, it's very discouraging. And it's, I mean, I, I know a lot of other riders can, can attest to this, but it's like you really start to doubt yourself. And it's like, dude, I, I don't know if it's me. I mean, I, I had a hard time adapting to the 450 and then being in a race in a uh, race situation and, and setting a 450 up. It's like, dude, I, I don't know. I don't know what it's supposed to do. Right. How I, I'm trying to ride it like a 250. I'm trying to set it up like a 250 because that's what I know. And it's not working. And that's where I'm just like, dude, I, I, I have no idea. And really just, I'm, I'm more so disappointed. Um, I felt like I could have done more at times. And that's, that's probably what bums me out the most. I mean, yeah, it, it was um, two bad years mm-hmm. uh, results wise. Um, but I would say as a, as a rider and as a person, um, just, it was stuff that I couldn't learn any other way. And so now with where I'm at, I mean, I'm, I'm 27 now and I'm not old by any means, but I'm, it's crazy to like, look at some of the, the younger guys in supercross. And I feel like I was just there, but it's been like six, seven years. And I'm like, dude, okay. (laughs) So it, it is encouraging to like, dude, like lining up on the gate, even this year, it's like, dude, I, I mean, we pretty much rebuilt from scratch mm-hmm. and lining up on the gate. It's like, dude, I, I'm not like, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of all the other riders, like each one mm-hmm. watching them, racing them. And it's like, I just, it's super fun to me to try to be, or try not to be intimidated and be like, let me see what I can do with this. Let me see what I can do with that. And just the challenge of it. I mean, that's, that's what I enjoy the most about it. And now getting this opportunity on a really good bike, it's like, dude, I, I, I haven't felt this good on a bike in a few years. And so that's where it's like, dude, I'm, I'm just super excited for where we're at. It's like, I, we've not changed many things. I'm like, this bike is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I just need time on it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully you get it. I went by a couple of times to talk to you when you were on the old team in Supercross and you looked like you were in a heated conversation after the couple of main events. And I was like, Oh boy, like probably not a good time to, you know, I don't know what you weren't happy about, but yeah, I was like, okay, well, moving on. Um, you know, but, uh, certainly at times there were some flashes there. Is your, is your back a hundred percent Shane or where are you at with that injury? That's always yeah, scary. So I, I haven't had any problems with my back this year. Okay. Um, that's, that's honestly, it's something that is, 
is kind of, uh, I would say once you have it, it makes you always be aware of it. Mm-hmm. And so um, even with other, other guys, other racers that have had it, it's like I know uh, people will be like, dude, my, my back's acting up, and I'll, I'll share my experience. Like, have you tried this? Have you tried this? Have you tried this? And, yeah. I mean, there's there's some things work for other people and some things don't. And um, some things are, are body composition stuff. Some things are um, the way you sit in your car. Like, it just – yeah it's kind of different for different people. So, um, I've done a lot of, uh, digging and like, dude, okay, mm-hmm. what's, what's kind of causing this, um, foods that I eat, uh, different, h- how I sit, how I, uh, stare at a computer. Like it, it's been a, a long, um, process, but like you said, it, it really just makes you be aware of it and like, okay. Um, because as, as a rider, I would say in the past, we train hard on the track. We train hard in the gym, but then it's like we're we're so worn out that we kind of we kind of um, shoo away like some of the more simple stuff, but like taking care of your body stuff, like massages mm-hmm. and ice baths and um, Epsom salt baths and. Uh, proper stretching and sure. put, putting the time in in those other areas. And I would say in the past, I was not very good at that, but I was good. I was really good at other things. And then it's like, I'm too tired. I, I don't want to do anything. And I think that caught up with me. So right. now it's it's just more awareness. And it's like, you know what? I, I try to put 100% into all areas of that now. Right. Because I know, I I don't wish that on anybody. It is absolutely miserable. Hey yeah. Shane, Tony Berluti. Um, hey, I, Steve mentioned you know your starts. You've always been a really good starter. Um, so out of the four, uh, f- the four first races that you're going to go to that you feel you have a contract with, um, what which track do you look forward to the most? Um. That's a good question. Uh, well, I've I've never so I've gotten one podium in a moto at Glen Helen, and well, I, in in our series, I did I did get a podium at the the USGP yeah. there. Yep. Um, but it's it's weird because the the SoCal tracks I've never I've never been that good on them. Um. Denver, I do like Denver. Um, I like the altitude. Um, and High Point, I, I don't feel like I've ever done that good there, but I really like the track. And so, I'm, honestly, we've been riding Glen Helen a lot, and we have uh, we can't ride Paula now because it's closed. Mm-hmm. Um, but, honestly, I would say today was probably one of – the first times I've ever had fun at Glen Helen and just, <laughs> just getting comfortable on yeah. that dirt. Right. I I'm excited for Paula and Hangtown because it's like, you know what? I have, I, I can, I can make it good. Um, I don't want to go into it with a, uh, ER mindset and <laughs> yeah, I just, I honestly, I, I think it's, it's good for me to be on this kind of dirt right now and just get comfortable on it and um, 
yeah, I, I, I got to let it hang out. Yeah, I thought I thought you might mention Denver because you've you've gone good in Denver before. I've I've seen I've been up there and seen that, and you ride well there. Yeah, that that track there, especially with the altitude. Um, I haven't raced it on a, on a 450, but on a 250, it's it's a very um, technical track because being down at horsepower, you have to kind of get. Um, get your wheels on the ground as quick as you can. You have to try to, um, it's, I would say it's kind of like a Marv track or something like <laughs> the, the, like using little bumps, using every, every little thing you can. And so, um, that one, it's the, the speeds are, are lower. Um, personally, I'm not a big fan of just super fast tracks. And, uh, yeah, I, I think, I think Denver. Out of the first four, Denver's probably my favorite. Well, you but haven't. I'm, I'm determined. You haven't rode four fifties outdoor ever, have you? Uh, no, I haven't. Yeah, I didn't yeah. think so. Yeah, so yeah, it'll be a new animal for sure. Um, you won't have to worry about the horsepower too much up at, on a four fifty. You probably gear down a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that's that's yeah. got to be kind of confident, though. You know, if you. Yeah, I know how gnarly Glen Helen can be, but if you've said that's the most comfortable we've ever been on that track, that's yeah. got to give you, that, it's got to make you feel good and give you a little, little, a little positive energy going into what what what's going to happen to you over the awesome. next four rounds. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, I mean Glen Helen is it's, I, and people were even saying it today. It's like you have to be careful not to chase a setup at Glen Helen, <laughs> and for me, I just I I hate. I hate not being the fastest um, at any time, and I, I think as uh, just about every other racer will tell you the same thing. Sure. But it it's uh, like even today, it's like okay. I mean, you've got uh, Anderson out there who grew up on in New Mexico, and I you, you can see how good Jason is riding that stuff. So mm-hmm. Jason, he was he was faster, um, but it just the the comfort that I had. At, at that speed, I'm like, dude, I, I can do something with this. Like, this is fun. That's and awesome. just being able to, to trust the tires on that terrain, that's not something that is normal at all. Right. So, and, yeah, and, and, then, and then you dodge quads and kids on 60s, too. You have that also. also <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, well, today it was private. Oh, okay. Um, nice. Tuesday. Yeah. Right. Um, Good. But tomorrow, it'll be Monday. it'll be public. Uh, we got a phone call for you, uh, Shane. Here, brought to you by OGO Power Sports. It's Graham. Graham, what's going on? You want to talk to Shane McElrath? Yeah, man. I just kind of, you know, without getting too down on the guy, I just kind of wanted to know what it's like to put in all the effort that everyone else is putting in, um, and <clears throat> having the results he's had. Yeah, pretty frustrating. Honestly, honestly, yeah, honestly, yeah. No, I, I understand that. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Shane. It is. Uh, it's hard because I mean, especially racing guys that you're like, dude. I I know I can beat these guys. I know, I I know what I'm capable of, and it's uh, it's very discouraging at times. Um, but that's yeah. where I mean, like have, having having a good support system around you. Um, and knowing like, look, I, this, yes, this is, this is my job. This is what I love to do, but this isn't yeah. like who, who I am. And it's like, okay, well, I mean, 
my wife, I know that she loves me and she's there for me. And it's like, all right, well, um, and, and it sucks to let people around you down that they put all the effort in too. So, um, it's definitely, uh, humbling and it's like, you know what? I'm, yeah, you have to be like, look, I, I screwed up or, um, we need to work on this and I, I need to be better at this. So dude, it, it definitely tests you and it definitely, um, teaches you a lot about yourself and a lot about, um, life and handling situations because it's easy when things don't go your way to just be like, why? And it's like, yeah, but I mean, the the world literally doesn't revolve around us. And, um, I think as kids, we kind of need to be told that more because (laughs) when we get to adults and things don't go our way, it's like, okay, well, this is a, this is not easy, but I mean, it's, it's not supposed to be easy. So, that's uh it it definitely um can be discouraging but that's where i mean honestly for me uh my faith in the lord that's where that's where i mean i can find rest because it's like you know what i i had a, a tough day at the track today a tough day at the races um but i'm healthy um if that's the case and and i can go and i can hopefully try again and so that's really where um I kind of try try to stay in the middle there. It's like w- winning is cool, but I, yeah. I really hate losing, and I, I like the challenge of of trying to be better, trying to push myself, and um, that's really what I want to keep doing. And yeah, it's uh, it's definitely not easy. Thanks, uh, thanks for the call, Graham. Thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. And Shane, that's that's a really great answer, and that that's life. And a lot of us that don't race professionally or even race at all we all kind of go through the same thing so that's um yeah. I, I like hearing that thank you all right thanks yes, man. Sir. appreciate it thank you uh ogo power sports bringing you shane mcarath on the pulp mech show uh anything else for shane um thanks for calling in man i appreciate it uh looking Heck forward yeah no problem looking forward to seeing you four races let it all hang out uh you never know what can happen and you could end up on there all year and and really have a really cool comeback story, you know what I mean? So, uh, yes, on, on yeah. a great bike and everything else. Thanks for thanks for the time. Yeah, you're yeah. You're, a, you're a winner, obviously, and I think that with your starts, you have a good shot. Yep, absolutely. I, I'm looking to get some more hole shots. I I love the challenge of that. I love <laughs> the starts. There you go, man. All yeah. right. Uh, thanks yeah. for the call, Shane. Thanks, Shane. Yes, sir. All Thank right. you, guys. Thanks. That's Shane McAfee, everybody. Brought to you by OGO Power Sports. Yeah, he's in a good spot. I mean. I, to, to make the comeback's the best I've ever felt. Again, hell, yeah. is yeah. gnarly on those yeah. days. That's yeah. a match. And to feel track. comfortable, to feel comfortable yeah. on there. That's yeah. he's got to he has to have a smile on his face for the last <laughs> yeah, day. When he no, said that, you know, absolutely. Yeah, who says that? <laughs> right, nobody. Not, he just got on the bike too. So that's a good. Thing. Yeah, they obviously handed him a really good package. I mean, I remember Burner telling me, he goes, Tony. You know, I mean, I love Glenn Helen. It's all good, but he goes. Man, when I make that turn and go down that downhill in that second moto, and it's just, he goes, I am scared out of my fucking yeah. mind. Yeah, know? absolutely. Uh, thanks to Shane McElrath for coming on. Again, Dan Worley, Tony Baluti, Skip Norfolk here uh, on the Pulp of Mech Show, presented by Motorsport.com, Decal Works, and Fly Racing. Uh, com. Uh, no, Pulp Show at gmail.com. That's the email, Pulp Show at gmail.com. That's an email to send if you want to win a signed Jeremy McGrath Pulp of Mech Show 500 jersey. 
when MC was here, he signed a couple of jerseys for us, and we're going to give one away, and we're just going to do it randomly to a, an archive listener. What's the email, Marks? I, I didn't know we had a Gmail. What is it? You, usually you use contest at Pulp Mix. Oh, uh, you know, uh, yeah. Is that I'm the one you want to use? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm just an idiot. Yeah, let's use that one. <laughs> contest at pulpamexshow.com. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. That's the email. <laughs> contest at pulpamexshow.com. Mark sets us up in, in my Slack. Is that a new email? <laughs> no, I, I, no. I don't know what you're doing over right. there, bro. Maybe okay. Expanding. <laughs> I, I'm thinking about the next segment, and then I'm thinking about uh, the next segment after that. You got that. a lot going on, Steve. I do. But contest at pulpamexshow.com. Uh, send us an email. Put MC in the subject line. MC in the subject line and I'll pick a random person uh, during the week this week uh, to get a signed MC Thor jersey uh, Pulp Mech Show 500 we got him to sign it when he was up here so thanks to uh, thanks to Jeremy as always uh, for that um, also thanks to Maxis for making that happen uh, appreciate that uh, Race Tech round of the night Pulp 22 is the code to save uh, Race Tech Dan you know Paul Feed from way back in the day and Smart guy, uh, really good company. They do race tech. They do suspension for privateers. They do them for factory teams. They do them for a lot of guys over the years. And, uh, yeah, racetech.com. Pulp22 is the code to save with race tech. Get motor work done. Get suspension work done. Uh, I don't have a rant. I just. Whoa, 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 whoa. Bark that tape. Well. (laughs) There's a first for everything. (laughs) It's not even a rant. It's just. It's the Toronto Maple Leafs. Steve, it's this a is Steve. I just want to hear the motocross. They're, they're a great I, golf team. It's you, just <laughs> so they haven't won a playoff series since 2004. Worley can feel my pain here, even though he doesn't like hockey. Um, Canadian, and you don't like hockey? No, I just don't follow it enough. Too busy. Um, they're Kids 0 and 10. Play. They're 0 and 10 in series clinching games in the last five years. They had a three to two. Uh, series lead against Tampa Bay, and they lost the last two games. Last year, they had a 3-1 to one series lead. They lost the last three games to Montreal. Year before that, they were tied 2-2 with a crappy Columbus team. They lost that one. Year before, they were up on Boston, 3-2. to two. They lost the last two games. So on and so forth. Uh, they had the record season, the record-breaking season this year in the regular season. Most points they've ever scored in history. It's a 100-year-old team. Wow. Uh, they look good. Everything happened. Just Yep, they just let me down again. And that's it. That's, that's it. My rant is just... They let me down again. Steve, just, I'm really just, sorry it's for just you. Again, I know it's how just, I know how passionate you are about your just, teams. It, it, it's my rant is like, what do I do? Like, what do I do? I just throw the towel in? Uh, tr- there's guns. I know you don't like guns, but yeah. you can pull the trigger if like, you want. Like, shoot myself? Sure. Over my hockey team? Why that not? seems a little harsh. Some guys are serious I was about just, their hockey team. I was just going to say, like, should I get a new team, not kill myself? You got, you got a local team. Why aren't you going with them? Because yeah. they're out of the playoff? Yeah, they didn't even make the playoffs this year. Close, though. They fired their coach today. They did? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just disappointing, Worley. I'm sure it is. I've been a fan my whole life, 40 years. Been a f- longer than that. Yeah, I'm a yeah. fan of Toronto Maple Leafs. So they got knocked out in the first round? Yep. Again. Hey, at least they went seven games. Yeah, but they went seven last year, yeah. and they went seven the year before. At least they got the seven games. Uh, well, at least they made the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, Steve, it's just half empty or half full. I can't take oh, this. Empty. <laughs> I can't take this every year. I can't do it. I can't do it. You can ask Pookie; she feels so bad for me. I just after they lost that game, I that's just that's not why she feels bad for you, by the way. Yeah, I just <laughs> race tech around in the night. Toronto Maple Leafs letting me down again. It's just it's it's sad. It's sad. It's it's. I, I get it. I like I like sports teams, and when your right. sports team shits the bed, it's I mean, every Canadian team though that just aren't making it. No, they haven't won the cup since '93. Yeah, yeah, been a while. But did you? What team did you like, Dan? When you actually did like hockey? 
Because you're um, from, you don't have a team where you grew up. You know, well, I hit Oilers when oh, okay. I was really young. Okay, Gretzky. Yeah, yeah. It's just like you're brainwashed. Right, you have right, to. Right. Right. Uh, was from that side. I'm not mad, Mark. The Flames. I'm not, I'm not mad, Marks. I'm just disappointed. You're just disappointed. Yeah. Trust me, I get it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's it. at least you made the playoffs. Yeah, I Aren't guess. Aren't the Flames doing good? Flames just won in seventh. Oh, yeah. Seventh game overtime. Yeah. That's Canadian So now team, they're playing the it? Oilers next round. Yeah. Oilers oh, and Flames. Uh, Alberta. Alberta. Flames are good. Yeah, they so, are. Yeah. Oh, so one of the Canadian teams is going to move on? Uh-huh. Yeah, there's two of them in the second round. Yeah. So, uh, Marks, uh, here's your two-minute warning for that video. Oh, okay. okay. Thank you. Uh, motorsport.com. That's my race deck round of the night. Uh, I don't, I'm not even mad. I was going to start yelling and screaming, and I can't, I can't muster up the emotion anymore. They do this to me every year. They did it to me again. They'll do it to me next year. I just hope, and I told Pookie this, I just hope they can win the cup before I die. They haven't won since 1967, so before I was born. And I just, will I ever see a Stanley Cup victory? Well, then don't give before up on I die. Steve. Don't 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 get don't another team. A, yeah. Don't get a gun. Don't get no no. I'm not. I'm, Berluti was really <laughs> no, rad. No, well, you were talking <laughs> about changing teams. Keep them. You'll, yeah, you'll, they'll win before you die. Okay, thanks, Berluti. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> win before I die. All right. Uh, Motorsport.com. Fly Racing Decal Works. Race Tech Suspension and Engines. X Brand Goggles. Rental. Michelin Motorcycle Tires. A Chair Beast. Firepower Batteries and Chains. Maxima USA. Pro Filter. Skosh. ORW. OGO Power Sports. FMF. Guts Racing, love the guys at Guts Racing. They gave us 250 bucks for the top placing Guts uh, rider um, at the uh, the LCQ Challenge, and they gave us 250 bucks for the worst placing Guts rider in the two, in the LCQ Challenge. Oh, Austin wow. Kozad won the worst, and Chiz won the best. Uh, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Get Data, WUSA, Ride Engineering, Intense Cycles, Suspension Direct, Manscape, Wisco Piston, Pulpamex 20 is the code to save with, with Works Connection as well. We gave away three pro-launch starting devices last show in honor of their three championships with uh, Jet Lawrence, Christian Craig, and that Tomac guy. Uh, all right, so our buddy Janky Mike made a little... Nope. Oh. Uh, incompatible video file, so I need uh, two more minutes, please. Well, let me down like the Maple Leafs. Or three. Well, you know, Steve. I figured you hadn't had enough, so okay, I'll do it one more time. So, right. oh. Steve, do you um, did you watch the the futures race up there? Yeah. Did do you see anybody good in there? Uh, yeah, Ryder Di Francesco and Chance Hymas. Yeah, I mean, so so Chance won. Do you, Chance do you, won. Do you yep. see him in the future? Oh yeah, yeah, he's legit. Yeah, he's, he's good. Legit, he was skimming huh? whoops when the dudes in the the top dudes in the two fifty main like twenty minutes after him were not skimming the whoops. Did you hear what he did this week? He went off-road race or something, right? What did he do? Is that what he did? I yeah, I mean, Instagram. arguably probably the best off-road guy in the country yeah. right now is Don- I- Dante Oliveira guy. Okay. Talon, and- is this verifiable? Yeah, verifiable. Okay. So, and, and he put the wood to him for 90 minutes, and then Hangtown Hands came in. His oh, okay. hands went away. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Dante beat him at the end, but... Um, That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, all the way it's, to he the He did end. a works race last year, too. He like, did a couple, yeah, yeah. it's really cool that the dad and, and they're just like, yeah, go race. Yeah. Like, that's uh, awesome. That's, yeah. yeah. So he's he's legit and oh, super, yeah. huh? Yeah, he's legit. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, Jake Weimer's training him and working with yeah, him. Yeah, so, working yeah. with him. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Pocatello, Idaho kid. Yep, yep. Uh, so, no, he looks really good out there. He looked really good in the futures. And, and Ryder D's good, too. Ryder D's a, a tick off of him. But, so Ryder D made a comment. Did something happen in the whoops? He go, or he goes, I don't like how he passed me or something. Oh. Yeah, they, yeah, I, yeah, no, they made Did that. You see that, that was a comment, but they, I, I didn't get to see the video or anything of it. Uh, no, I didn't see it. Dan, you see it? No. I, see it. I think I he was just it, mad at how he was going through the whoops because that was his 
that was his pain point. Yeah, like like Ryder was jumping and Chance was. was no, I, so I saw yeah. that. No, but, he but led he, the, the comment was more than that. Yeah, I thought so okay. too. Yeah, that's uh, what I got. Like out I of didn't it. really like the way he got by me or passed me. Yeah, but I, I was trying to figure out. I think he was. What talk- was so bad about that? Well, probably because he wasn't because Chance was skimming. If that's what he meant, yeah, I think that's I what he meant. Didn't come across that way. Yeah, I, I think, didn't come oh, okay. across that. All right, way. I think that's what he meant, but I'm not sure either. Uh, I didn't see that. So uh, the futures thing, I heard next year they're going to let the B riders ride them. So it should, we should have a little bit deeper competition next year for that. So mm-hmm. um, so that'll be that'll be good, uh, interesting to see that. Uh, thanks to the folks at Ride Engineering, ride-engineering.com. Pulp Fan Twenty is the code to save. Dan, you can make your shock smoother with a full linkage from Ride Engineering. They work on KTMs, SXFs, and XEs, and on both of the Husqvarna models as well, as well as gas gas. Imagine that. They work on three models. The Ride Engineering linkage is more linear than stock to soak up acceleration chop and requires a stiffer spring to control bottoming. It's available in three colors. It sells for $470,490, and we have a discount code that can save you money, PulpFan20. Check them out the performance link section on ride-engineering.com. So thanks to those guys for coming on board. And, of course, sponsors of uh, Zombie Bloats as well. Marks is running around there. I don't know what he's doing. But I uh, also want to thank the folks at Manscaped. Uh, please check out Manscaped. Pulp MX is the code to save with manscaped.com, the new lawnmower 4.0. Uh, it's fantastic. It works in the shower. It works. All, you all right? Okay. Uh, that, and Pookie likes it, too. Was that the buzz of the Manscaped that just happened there? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Lawnmower yeah. shot up. Uh, thank you to Manscaped. they got a whole line of conditioners now and soaps and, and uh, body washes as well, of course. they got the performance package, which includes the uh, the nose and ear trimmer. Uh, and of course, the Fort Lawnmower 4.0. It uh, works in the shower. It's got a light on it. gets all up in there. It's fantastic. Have thank you, you used it? Oh, yeah. Lasts forever. Talon's got one. Talon, how's it going with the Manscaped? Uh, pretty good. I use it. I need to do my face again no don't do that don't do both places with the with the manscape (laughs) i mean it doesn't say only for ball hair would you do that would you do i mean would you use them on both i wouldn't but you have to have to change out some parts or have a different model i don't know but does yaria approve of that have you heard of she wants me to get lasered but i tell her i'm team manscaped yeah 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 you don't need laser um, Manscaped.com, Pulp MX code is the code to save with Manscaped. Thank you to those guys as well for stepping up. They also did a Pulp MX uh, Fantasy Season Ending Prizes, the folks at Manscaped did. So that was awesome. Uh, all right, Marks, are we ready? Do they sponsor uh, Kiefer, by the way? Oh, yeah. I hope oh, yeah, so. No, they're, they're deep in with Kiefer. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah That'd no. be a question for him next time. Does he have, <laughs> does he have different models for different areas? <laughs> what about anal bleaching? <laughs> <laughs> lost, lost my video feed. But that's all right. <laughs> Are you ready? I don't have a... Oh. Okay, so wait. I didn't even set this up. Sorry. So this is uh, our buddy Janky Mike who raced with uh, Darkside this weekend at Paul. I made a little highlight video. Oh. The best of the pony. All right. Let's do this. All right. Do we have sound or... He's running. The- what a start. Turn it down, man. Now, uh, what a start. What a... Look at that. Look at that. Steve, I think he might have you. Probably the way I'm riding these days. Look at that. Two stroke. Let's go! Looks that looks real smooth. Oh, look at the pony rail the turn. Oh, smoking. Uh, the guy next to him has no numbers or duct tape numbers. Wow. Oh, oh that's the second nice. motor start there. Yeah, there Look at that racecraft. Good job, Pony. 
Looking good, it's X-Brand Fly Racing. Oh yeah, a little short there. Dude, he rides good, I'm surprised. He... Oh boy, that wasn't that wasn't that good. No, of a no, he no. let it bog for yeah. sure. Yep, two-stroke life. Oh, is that a two-stroke behind him too? Is that Kiefer screaming at him? Yeah, yeah, it's Kiefer screaming. Awesome. <laughs> There's the best of, uh, dude, of Kiefer, Dark Side. Kiefer did his best to get the guy going. He did, sure. he did, absolutely. Uh, all right, a Pulp Mech Show presented by uh, Motorsport.com and uh, Decal Works and Fly Racing. All right, I want to look ahead to the outdoors a little bit here. Dan Worley, Tony Berluti, Skip Norfolk in studio. Uh, let's start with 450. So, Ferrandis, number one plate. Uh, Tomex got the knee. You know, that's a bit of a question mark. Kenny Roxon's a question mark. Can Sexton take the next uh, issue? Uh, or next? Can Sexton take the next step up? That's always interesting to see. I guess I'll start with you, Dan. Um, do you who do you put as a favor for a 450 title? Like right now. Um, well, I, you know, Tomac, even with the knee, he's coming off. I didn't think he was going to do that good on the Yamaha. I wasn't a believer. Yeah, right. And he really did pull it together. Yep. And Anderson, obviously, is on a good roll right now. Mm-hmm. What, how's Plessinger? Where is he at? He'll be back. He's I, back, I, Yeah, right? he'll be back. Does anybody but I know? It's no. like kind of quiet, huh? Yeah, kind of quiet. Yep. But he could be that dark horse. Yep. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm going to go with that. I don't. Like what you guys were saying about Denji. Yep. Man, I just don't. I'm a little more on your side. Yeah. I would not want to come back to have Paul in my first race. It's like gnarly out there. Yeah, it is. It's not. It's just like it's not unforgiving right. and huge jumps. And it's, it's it's not a fun track, it doesn't look like. I think I got questions about Tomac. I got questions about Anderson. Questions about Kenny. So I think I think Berlut, Dylan Ferrandez. Like he could have kept racing Supercross probably. Had a bit of a wrist issue, went back, you know, got it settled, focused on motocross. We always see those guys that focus on motocross come out swinging, right? Like, I think Ferrandis is my favorite right now to defend that title. I, I'd definitely say you'd have to say he's up there, but I, I'm i just curious on his injury. I, I, I kind of heard a different thing. I mean, I know you've got your ears to the ground better than I do, but yep. I've, I've heard that he's not 100%. Okay, all right. But in saying that, if he rides into it, I have a feeling he'll be strong for sure. Uh, yeah, him or him or Tomac. I mean, I, I, do you think Tomac's knee is going to end up bothering him personally? You, what, I you, do. I, I do. I mean, I don't have. He rode the other day. I guess at Glen Helen, he was there. Um, you know, I just think. Look, he's got the Supercross title. He's got a bad knee. He told us it hurts to grip the bike and it hurts the more he rides. Like it's fine at first, and it kind of goes on. Now we're doing two thirty-minute motos with a you know an hour in between. Like I don't. And he's not going to be able to stay sharp because he's not going to be able to ride that much or push as much. So he's going to come in behind the scenes. Maybe he tweaks it, right? Like maybe he just, you know, just puts it out in the corner, tweaks it again, and that's it. Like, I don't know if I see him finishing. If you told me he's 100%, he's my pick for the title. But I don't think he's 100%. Like, Does he every, have to be 100%? I would think so, right? I don't know. Well, there's guys that probably aren't, but they're better than their competition. What do you think, Skip? I don't know. I think you know. I think Sexton. It's going to be where's Sexton. where's he at? Yeah. You know. I think. I, he, I for me, he's the sleeper. And and Fernandez, clearly, if, if he's healthy, if he is, let's say he's, I don't know. Let's just say he's ninety percent. I don't yeah, know, pick a right. number, yeah. but he's got more. Him and Roxon have more prep time outdoors than anybody else mm-hmm. coming into the series, right? Yeah. And that I think that's shown to be an advantage as things start. 
Um, and if they can take advantage of that start, they, the other guys might not be able to catch them. Yeah. You, know, you can give away a right. three points, a, a three points or four points or something. But to me, I don't know. Fernandez is the big question mark. You know, it, where is he good? How good is he going to be? Because clearly he can go fast enough and hang it out and, and has the speed to do it. No question about that. If you told me Tomac's going to do all 24 motos, he'll be my champion. But I don't know if I see him doing 24 motos. That's where I'm at. Is his knee that bad? Well, it's just, you know, something that heals on its own. But if he tweaks it again, he's right back to square one. Right, so I don't know. That's kind of where I'm at. Hey, is it you know? Is it <clears throat> does that have any? Is it pain or is it a, a weakness? Yeah, he says it's pain and weakness. Yeah, so oh, that's scary. Then right, you'll, you'll you'll find out where his tolerance is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, um, but it kind of you know if you if you've heard differently about Ferranis's wrist, then that leaves that open a little bit, right? And Sexton still has question marks. Sexton Anderson. I mean, why why I mean, Anderson's won motos? He won the first moto yep. of uh, last year. First two moto. years ago. Yeah, was it two years ago? Yeah, Loretta's. Huh? Loretta's. No, I think he won the first round last... He won the first moto last year at uh, Paula, no? I don't believe so, but I will look. Um, but anyway, if he's healthy, you know, I mean, you take the healthy guys. I mean, if, if, uh, like, if Chase is good and Anderson's good and you think these other guys aren't, I don't know. I think Jason gets his first overall this summer, for sure. He man, his momentum is pretty damn strong right yeah, now. Yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. He seems to be. He's got to be happy with where he's at. I think the bike. You know, they've always done. They've always seemed to have good, a good product outdoors. Yeah. Um. He's gonna be. You know, <laughs> who's gonna who's gonna put it together for twenty four motos? Like, twenty four, or, or just call twenty two. Who yeah. can put it together? Yeah, for they've, they've all Ryan got Dungey. You know, yeah. that, right? I mean, right. right? <laughs> They've all there got question go. marks, Dan. Everybody's got a question yeah. mark, you know, right? Floating around them. There's nobody that you're just like, oh, that's the guy. No, it's not that easy right. at all. If you were to, you know, like 250 class, Jet Lawrence, he's my guy. There's no question marks about Jet Lawrence, right? His brother? Sure, he'll be good, but give me Jet all day. Even though he crashes all the time and gets shitty starts? He's the defending 250 national champion. So You know, you know. he is defending even with shitty starts and crashes. Yeah. But, so he is amazing, but... He, He's, you can't continue getting away with that all the time. He was pretty good last summer. He was really good. You know, until the, the hang down, he threw it away, like, last round and stuff. But His speed's amazing. Right. But, I, but I, I don't have questions about Jet like I do just about everybody in 450s. So that's where I think I have the least amount of questions for Ferrandis. I didn't know anything that you were saying. It's worse than what you, what you hear. But, but to me, I, I, Dylan's program is, is solid, right? Same is bike, it? same team, working with Villeman. He's been riding outdoors for a long time. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think he's good. How long did he go over to France for and was gone? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. No, you know he went. There, yeah, yeah, you? yeah. But I don't know how long he was gone for. So, uh, what can you – is anybody – Ken Roxon? Anyone? Anyone? No? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You got to still – I don't know. You got to – there's part of me that pulls for him every oh, time he gets I, out there I totally the time, pull right? for him. Yeah. But it's – man, it's – you know, it's like, man, just – do it. Get it done. Make it happen. How you know? It's like, come on. And but who knows what the guy? The guy's been through a lot of yeah. gnarly oh, stuff. Oh yeah. yeah, And it's amazing he can even still hold on to a motorcycle. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. So take take that, and then we just he he has, has such a talent that you just you expect him and want him to be everything. And I mean, but it's a it's a, I'm amazed he can even hold on to a motorcycle. Hey, if you told me he went one one at Paula, I'd be like, yep. And if you told me he went ten DNF at Paula, I'd be like, yep. Mm-hmm. Right? Would anybody? 
He could come out swinging these first three rounds and then disappear again, right? Yeah. Like, he just it's such an unknown at this point. I, I would love to see him win it. Absolutely. He's won two, four, two 450 motocross titles. The guy knows how to ride outdoors. There's no doubt about that. But, man, I think he's, a, like, the biggest question mark. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's, you know, if you look at just this season, of course. You know, I mean, yeah, can he put it together? Yeah. Can any of them put it together? Yeah, I don't know. See, like, Sexton... I'm waiting for the leap. You know, I thought we were going to get more of it in Supercross. Didn't didn't come. Didn't happen. So I think we'll see more of the same from Sexton with some blazing fast speed and qualifiers and winning motos. But I don't know if I like him for 24 motos to put it together. You yeah, know? that's a scary I, part I think we're of all, him. We're all in agreement there. He definitely, you got, even at Supercross, I'd say he was the fastest guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, man, he seemed like he... He didn't get a. He got away with, you know. He there was all those times you go, oh, you know, oh yeah. shit. Yeah, wow. there was a lot of oh shit moments, and then there were some like that where they grabbed him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I no. grabbed him. Yeah, right? no, absolutely. You know? yeah. So, and again, I, I don't know. You know, I keep I keep asking those questions, and I love talking with the different riders about it because it's, you know, and they they all kind of, I don't know. You never get a never get an interest, never get the straight up answer. I think because I don't know that you know why why are all these little things happening? Mm-hmm. You know, because it's. Sometimes they're big and gnarly, but a lot of times it's just, man, lose the front end here, lose the front end there, or, yeah. you know, the little tiny things that seem to just, yeah. now they bite you in the ass hard. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, for the but, reasons we were discussing. And those are, right. I mean, you look at this list, you know, and there's not one guy that, if you look at the top 10 from last year, is Barsha maybe the healthiest out of the whole bunch? Huh. Yeah. Yeah, That's, maybe. Yeah. And, and I mean, hard Barsha. tramp? Hard tramp? <laughs> No, see, I mean, yeah, but yeah. I mean, if you look at that, if you look at well, the top I think Sexton's from, healthy. I think Sexton's healthy. Anderson's healthy. Yeah, Anderson. And then, well, yeah. Anderson wasn't on the list from last year. Yeah. So oh, right. So, oh, I got so he's you. not in the top ten yeah. from last year. So right, right. You know, but uh, so you know, we, when you start talking about you know, Caroli, <laughs> where's Caroli going to end up in all of this? Yeah, right? I think Caroli and Dunge will be right around each other. I see, I see that like all summer long, like five, six, seven, somewhere around there. Anderson's better. Sexton's better. Ferrandis is better, Tomac's better, Roxon's better if they're there. And you know Anderson's Anderson's he's he's got years. his lot of he's got his momentum. Yeah, he's got yeah. good momentum. Dude, wouldn't that be right something? Now. He never won an overall ever before, and then he wins an overall and the title. Yeah. And is, clearly, he's happy with the motorcycle, yeah. or or he's comfortable with yeah. everything that's going on. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, right, he's Steve. Got a lot he got of momentum. Uh, yeah. Anderson got right like uh, fourth the second moto. Yeah. That was last year, the year before he won it. So, okay. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, so, who's your title pick, Dan? Hmm. I still think I'm going to go with Tomac. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he bit you in Supercross, so you'll just stick with him? I, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like it bit me. Right, right. Skip? I'm going to go with Fernandez. I'll go with Fernandez, not Fernandez. Fair, okay, fair point. <laughs> yeah. Anderson. Anderson, look at sure. of course, of yeah, course. Yeah. why not? Yeah. You know what's funny is what? Why do you think I like him? Oh, I don't know. I, yeah, whatever. I don't yeah. have no ties to the yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But you were just impressed with him in Supercross, and then I'm yeah, impressed so. with him in right. general. I, the way he rides, the guy, he's trying all the time. I've oh, never yeah. seen somebody that. Ha- I mean, I won't say never, but the guy yeah. definitely puts in the effort. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah. You don't win as many races as you. And do he seems with him. just in a good like. He seems happy and just having fun. For There's sure. A lot, now. Like you know what I mean when you get that rhythm going. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If he's really, 
you know, we've already decided here that we think all think it's he's bet, riding better than he did when he won his championship. So, oh, for, you know, yeah. so if he goes back and wins an outdoor title and rides better than he ever did in Supercross, what a season, you know? Yeah. What a great year. How about that? How about the uh, donations that one moto Telly got? Yeah. 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 Yeah, those nations, those nations will be an interesting uh, pick as well. Back at Red Bud this year, of course. Uh, Two fifty class. I like Jet. I think Hunter will be up in there. Justin Cooper just kind of started riding, so we'll see how he does. Right? Uh, he's got a bad foot. In- that foot injury is no joke. So I think Justin Cooper will be. Uh, that's a question mark for me. R.J. Hampshire will be really fast, and then he's going to go crash a bunch of times. <laughs> and then that's that. You know Poor what I mean? Guy. No, the I know. Guy crashes so dude, damn much. it's it's insane. <laughs> just insane even the race he won last year he crashed in each moto i'm pulling for forkner i want Forkner. yeah i, I, yeah. I want him to have a I, yeah. it needs to happen for him i really want it to happen for him do you I, I okay i can see that but do you agree with me on jet jet jet's gonna jet's gonna jet yeah. has to be the, the yeah the, the you're gonna have to be jet yeah if you're gonna you're gonna have to be jet he may beat himself right maybe yeah but he's 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 ten, i think he's learned quite a bit right or at least it appears yeah. that he's learned quite a bit right. from the first season. Uh, Dan, what do you think for two of these? It's kind of hard to not go with Jet. Although I think Hunter's kind of found a new groove too. Yeah, like he just yeah. just getting better and better. So if you know, Jet could be his own worst enemy. I hate to say it, like it's happened, but mm-hmm. he's definitely got the speed. Um, yeah, right now. I think I'd Mosman. I think Mosman will take a step up. I'm looking forward you know, to seeing what Mosman can do. Yeah, he, I think. He could, a lot of these guys here that are, you know what I mean, that were just top four, you know what I mean? Colt Nichols got 14th. It's um, it's a good, Nichols. it's like, it's a good chance for a lot of these guys to jump up. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of a little bit unknown area right now. Right. And I still have a couple of those kids that, you know, you know, what where's Evolin? You know, yeah. he had yeah. such a great start. Yeah. And then, you know, with what happened for Supercross and then, you know, coming back and not getting results, yeah. You know, coming back. Yep. So, um, you know, Seth and and Pierce. I, I you know, I want to see. I really would like to see those two guys kind of. Yeah. Seth, I, I think, Seth I think the, can't seem to stay on the track. That's the thing. Right? The first yeah. goal needs to be yeah. let's get every checkered flag. Right, right, right. If you can get every checkered flag, then yeah. let's 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 start there first. Right, right. And I think both those guys can kind of be on that a little bit. Yeah. You know, because clearly everybody that's going to be on the gate can ride the shit out of these motorcycles, right? Yeah. You know, that, that's no question about it. It's yep. It's it's the variables. It's the what ifs. It's the the oh shits and mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, didn't Joe Shimoda? That's where he got his first podium, or he podium there uh, the one I think year. Ironman, yeah. I think he, I think he wasn't it Paula too? Was like that Paula? last okay. factory connection race, I think. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like yeah, that, right? something like that. Yeah, yeah. Shimoda went into this year, you know, talked about as a title contender for indoors, and it just didn't go well. Yeah. So I almost wonder, you know, he rode better maybe when some pressure was off. So I wonder if he rides a little bit better with pressure off and and the outdoors maybe. He liked to hope so, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's um, and it doesn't sound like that. Any of the manufacturers have any any concerns with their with the product? You know, it's right. not like anybody's fighting anything, or, no. you, or you didn't see that in the Supercross yeah. season. So yep. the expectation is, is you know, it's it should come down to the to the athlete and the and and what they can do with their product and yeah. the like. I like Mosman and Pierce Brown to step up. I think we'll see some. I'm not I'm not calling title or anything, but I think they'll have good outdoor seasons in the 250 class. But I like Hunter Jet and. Justin Cooper, if he's okay to be again repeat of last year, I kind of, I'm kind of interested to see what Thrasher does. Yeah, uh, I'd be more interested in Forkner for sure. Yeah. You know, he he raced most of the season last year. He just wasn't the same guy as he once was outdoors. You know, so I don't know. 
I don't know what's up with that, but winning that Supercross race has got to be a big. Yeah, hopefully, I like I like to see yeah. I like to see him have a good good yeah. year, good season. Yeah, you almost wonder like he's a veteran of that class now, right? It's hard to believe, but Forkner's a veteran, and yeah. you know, like kids have passed him a little bit. So yeah, it's a last stand for him almost in that class, right? Because he wants to get out of there and get yeah. the four fifties. It's, yeah. it's so. going to be interesting to see, you know, if who puts the most pressure on Jet. Yeah. You know, and it could be Jet to your point. It could be Jet. That's what I was going to say. But I think that's going to come down to it is 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 whoever pushes him consistently has a chance. Right. Because if you give him, if you let him be by himself, kiss it goodbye. And you know who can pick up the pieces of Jet crashing is his brother. Brother. Yeah. Right now, I mean, if he puts the last couple years behind him, you know, I mean, when he was at the GPs. And stuff. The guy's an amazing rider. I yeah. and he's he's feeling really good. And if you listen to his interviews, I think he's very mature. Mm-hmm. I th- I think he's he's very capable. He gets good starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think yeah. uh, Hunter's going to be there. That'd be great. That'd be awesome to see the both brothers going at it, right? Like, yeah. No. Absolutely. That'd be, that'd be pretty absolutely. cool. Uh, good. Good. Good to talk about the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships. Looking forward to it. Uh, May 28th, Paula kicking off uh, on Mav TV as well. So looking forward to that. Motorsport.com, tweet at Talon segment. Let's do it. No, that's my mom. It's the Motorsport.com, tweets at Talon segment. No. I don't think they get a blowjob before the main event. Uh, that's the great Jim Hawley. He was, he was amazing. Uh, got a blowjob before Buffalo 84, he said, and absolutely sucked in the main event. Yeah. Lessons learned, kids. Lessons learned. Him and your boy, what's his chops? We're going at it. Kiefer? <laughs> no. Uh, oh. Rollerball. Oh, rollerball. Roller ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah exactly. Uh, looking forward to uh, having Uncle Jim back in the studio for sure. Motorsport.com. Go through the banner on pulpamex.com or pulpamexshow.com to help us out. And, uh, yeah, free shipping on anything over 79 bucks. Uh, great guys over there, OEM and aftermarket parts. And, uh, well, whether it's ProFilter, whether it's Maxima, Guts, FMF, Works Connection, Atlas, whatever it is that we have, they're carried at motorsport.com. That's for sure. They have an old, e- old e-bike section, too, as well, there at uh, motorsport.com. These questions are submitted to at Talon, uh, or at Public Show Talon in the corner there. Picks the best ones for each of us. Let's do this. All right. First one from Slow Ride 858. Uh, for all you mechanics, I guess that includes you, Steve. Oh, stop it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what was the most difficult bike you have dealt with through your careers, whether that's performance-based, durability issues, whatever? What comes to mind? Dan? Mine? Uh, man, that 0201 Cowies. Yeah. Because we ran that old frame. We ran that 98 frame. Uh-huh. And it was just so much work trying to make it look like a new bike. Just a pain. <laughs> Melting right. gas tanks to make it fit yeah. and right. all sorts of stuff. Right. I would say 98, probably with the our 125s. They just were such pigs. They're dogs. <laughs> just the motor wasn't yeah. a good motor. Right. And, uh, yeah, just trying to make those run good. I, I say 98. It might have been 96 to 98. 96 was the bike Red Dog said that you would catch a, a, a ring in the exhaust port like yeah, after 20 all the minutes. Time. Yeah, time. Having to change the top end between motors right. sucks. Right. Yeah. You guys had to do that for years. Whole new top ends. We I had know pro circuit guys used to have to do that too yeah. or they did it. But um, yeah. I mean, Mitch seemed like he ran so much compression that they just started eating the piston. Yeah, Is that, that right? Yeah, that yeah. Well, that was, but there was also, man, the fuel was changing back then all that. There was a lot of shit going on back then. A lot of changes You're, happening. I watched an old video side. of a uh, 91 peak bike and froze on a 91 factory Yamaha at High Point. There's a video on YouTube. And Swink 
absolutely rails an outside turn, and he blows by Emig like he is on a dragster, and Emig had an anchor behind him. The bike, bike looks so much faster than Fro's that, bike. That bike was fast. Yeah, it looked really, really it was good. Really fast. Yeah. Uh, what what about what bike for you, Skip? I think it was it was the it was the KTM. I mean, that thing was super fast. Um, but um, we had a G-force bog that we just yeah. couldn't couldn't get out of it. We learned what it was a couple years later. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it was that was a that was a challenge. It yeah. was a challenge. Is that why his hip went? Because the bike bogged? Did he crash? Yes. Yeah. But Wait, it, who? Th- that was a different reason. Oh, oh, okay. I thought, but it wasn't, so it wasn't the, the ball. No. Okay. No. All right. But um, Jeremy put his hip out in O two. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. yeah. That was. So you worked with him at KTM then? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. That, know that. that was a challenge. That yeah. that was a challenge. Everything about that was was a challenge, and um, clearly we let him down pretty yeah. bad. Uh, my bike would be O three, my first year at Yamaha, because we had carburetors falling off. And we were wiring them, and then they were... On the two-stroke? No. No. Four-stroke. Oh, okay. We had uh, wired carburetors falling off. We had uh, uh, acceleration pump issues on, on on-offs. Nightmare. I remember we hired Kelly Smith, and we hired him as a test rider, and we're just like, well, we're basically hiring you to see if you can die today, so we'll see what's wrong. You know what I mean? And he Foss and Kelly Smith. Cause this is after you worked with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got him the gig. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, that O three, that fir- that yeah, four fifty man. We just yeah, just. It's funny when Chad came to Suzuki Reed. Yep. Um, <laughs> one of his first comments was, "I'll never ride a carbureted bike again." Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously the issues you guys had. Yeah, yeah. I the, think Detroit. Well, or and something then his is, yeah, that was on Brooks's team, but yeah, the carburetor fell off in Detroit, right? Uh, yeah, something. I yeah. but. That was one of his first comments because yeah, yeah. ours, ours was fuel ejected. Right. Well, right. he wrote it in 09. So it got better from 08 to 09. Yep, yep. But uh, he goes, I'll never ride a carbureted bike again. Yeah, <laughs> I, get, I bet. All right. Uh, from Austin Apolog, does Dunge, Caroli, or Roxon have a better outdoor national season? Roxon. or Dunge. Got a coin? Yeah. Coin. Okay. You got a three-headed coin? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Worley? Hmm. Um, Define better. Results? Yeah. Okay, red result. Yeah. I'm going to say Corley if he stays in it. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go Dungey. That's a <laughs> All right, I'll, go, I'll, I'll stick with Kenny. We're doing it this year. We're doing it. We're finishing it. All right. I'll go with you. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, from, fly the girls in from L.A., boy. From 671 Mac for Skip. Before owning your own brewery, what was your favorite all-time beer? Oh, um, Sierra Nevada, Pale Ale. All right. Uh, from Kenny G, 1969. You know, try, are you a beer guy, Worley? Yeah, Canadian. You have to be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say you can try to huddle some Skip's beer. Uh, for all the former factory mechanics, if That's the, me. yeah, mainly the other three, if the AMA threw out the production rule and allowed work spikes again, how big of a difference would it make? How much more of an advantage would the elite teams have? Do I, I don't, I don't, I don't think there'd be an advantage. Anymore. I don't either. No, yeah. they've been I, the, the, the small teams. I think, I think the factory teams, especially what Star's done. I mean, they're able to do things that the factories would not be willing to do and to, to push some envelopes. I think it's. Um, I think there's a, especially now at the four strokes. I don't. I think you you might be at a disadvantage. 
Yeah, um, I actually agree with that. Yeah, the production bikes right now are so good. Yeah, yep. even just watch. I noticed that this year watching Supercross, like. You know, back in the day, you'd see, like, a few people's bikes, like, what were they thinking? This thing looks horrible. Like, nothing looks bad. Production bikes right now are just so good right. overall, all and, across and all the brands. And, you know, like, in Europe, they have no production rules. So, for, like, Lomol and, and Valkenswad and the Santrax, they put longer frames on and, they, you know, different swing arms and things like that. We don't even have tracks like that to – we don't have radically different outdoor tracks to, to build new stuff with. We Our tracks are watered the same. They're dissed up the same. Even Southwick is not – it's a tighter sand track with – a harder base than what you see yeah. in Europe. So, like, you wouldn't even build a specific frame if you were Honda here, I don't feel. I mean, maybe you change something, but you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you might be able to build a little bit, like, different rigidity into things, and it would help on the frame side. Right. But you'd be changing them out more frequently. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, right, right. Right. But but it, and it wouldn't be a game changer. It wouldn't be like, a, oh, my God. No, know? and our series don't yeah. allow, allow for that development to take place because Supercross the Nationals is such a dramatic change anyway. Yeah. yeah. You know, we don't have that, we don't have that luxury of, of having one, one discipline. Right. All right. What about anal bleaching? <laughs> what about it, Jim? I mean, you know. Uh, not a question, but Ryan Hedja says in the Kevin Rand's vlog, Jason Anderson said that the Pulpmex LCQ race should get its own series. Ah, look at that. Anderson, on board with Pulp MX. Coming around. Yep. Uh, from Bradley Cox. Steve, how do we feel about Darkseid's iPod when he races? Yeah, I, sh I should meant to ask him that. So, yeah, he rides and races with an iPod on his side of his helmet. Did you see that, Marks? I did not. Yeah, but I yeah he listens to, like, that. Megadeth and nope. Tool and whatever else. <laughs> I'm out. Like, I, 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 I couldn't do that. Be distracting. You guys? Yeah. I don't know. You listen to all the road race guys. They all... They'll all take some, some rhythm or something that they, you know, they just kind of get in that sink and it lets them just focus and, and be if that's what he needs to do. That's Wait, what he needs to what, do. road race guys? What do they do? We talk about a lot of those guys. They would all get into a, they would have some, some melody or some rhythm that oh. they would, because, uh, especially on a road race track, because it is same breaking point, yeah. same exit point, those right. things. And they would find that, find that melodical musical rhythm and then that, if they could find all of that and, and match it. They but they're playing it in their ears? Happen. Or singing it or, oh. or doing oh, whatever okay. they need okay. to do. All right. And well, I think there's a little bit to be said for that. I think it fits dark side perfectly. Yeah. I was banging flight attendants. From Big Bad 408, what happened to Kiefer testing the Stark Varg? Couldn't handle being that far away from high des or couldn't find an OGO bag big enough? Yeah. Fuck you. Both of those. Both of those things. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kiefer. No, it was a vaccination for, for the vax for Spain. Um, he's not vaccinated and... I guess you needed to be vaccinated to go to Spain. So he had to bow out. Poor Keith. I'm not cutting his pubes. <laughs> uh, Meta MX from Discord. For all the wrenches, will you please drop some pro tips regarding tools for bike maintenance and your preferred brands? Well, we're all going to say Snap-on, right? Yeah, I'm a Snap-on snap fan. Right? But T-handles. You can't live without a T-handle. No, no. no Doc Lobb sent me some tie ones. They're almost too light, though. They're too weird. Oh, wow. Because, you know, you... Spin them. Yeah, you you, you, you work with the same uh, weight of a T-handle for, you know, 20 years. Now you're holding something else in your hand. It's like, oh, weird, right? So. Oh, my favorite tool is a torque wrench. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, for sure, snap-on. Yeah. I, I mean... We one time went to a different brand, yeah. uh, Cornwell, you Cornwell, know, yeah. and, you know, I lived with it because I, I, I had not arguments, but I, I said, yeah. hey, I'll put my snap-on tools in, in a Cornwell box. Yep. 
Roger and no, nobody backed me, so yeah. I ended up having to use it, and it was fine at the end of the day because I used them all the time. I kind of got yeah. used to them. Yep. But then when I go home and grab my snap, snap just, on yeah, wrench, just the way it fits yeah. in your hand. Oh, yeah. Something about it. Yeah. Oh my god, are you There's something me? about it. Yep, yep. I have a snap on uh, ratchet with um, like a screwdriver handle on it. I just love it, like as a part of a ratchet, you know, handle and all that. It's, yeah, it's great. Magic hand. I have a Japanese uh, spoke torque wrench I got from Yamaha. Yeah, Still those are it. good. Those are really those good. Are, yeah, those. You, was, we just bought some. Oh, for you a did? shock line. Yeah. Oh, okay. Same brand. Same. I'm like, I went to my old toolbox. And I'm like, man, we had one of these before. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. All right, last oh, one. Also, too, uh, uh, how handy was that CT30 snap-on gun for doing clutches? You know, the battery-powered thing when it came out? I never used that. You never used that thing? No. Oh, my God, for clutches? Yeah, they were really nice. You never used it? No, I use Makita stuff. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, but I don't know if that was before or after. Dude, I think it was you, after. I, I don't know the, the model the you're looking the at. The snap-on thing was the first one. I had. I think. I, had it a, was, I think it was Blue Point was one when they, they were testing, doing all their prototype testing on the Blue Point because I still think I had the Blue Point. Oh, well, you were probably special in getting prototypes. Yeah. But well, the first one we're I had. Right, yeah, he, they, they look at Skip in his glasses, clear glasses, <laughs> yellow. Up, yeah, up. And just that's it. Yeah. Well, the first one I had, I don't know if it's a model you're talking about. I, ha I have snap -on? that. Snap-on? Yeah. It just didn't have it just didn't have the lasting power oh, okay. and I, i'd swice at makita i okay. mean I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know right Man, I, the, I, the battery of the new shit is incredible yeah. whether you get milwaukee or yeah, whatever yeah. So yeah. those things are i mean they're they're the size of a water bottle now yeah, and they yeah. they're so powerful yeah, it's awesome yeah. i love those for doing clutches because you know brrr, brrr, spinning with the handle like oh just, well any any i get you any yeah. torque wrench brrr, brrr, brrr. yeah but, but no, I was more the electric ones because the air ones are gnarly, right? Oh no, we don't. Yeah, yeah I don't, I, use, I don't air. use air. Right. I'm surprised you so. were even allowed to use electric. I, Keith actually let you do that. Well, you would. You would or still. Would you you would still no, no, you would still torque your clutch. Your clutch plate. Your Dis uh, disassemble springs. Only. Yeah, disassemble. Disassemble only. only. Yeah. Or assemble, but yeah. only you know three quarters of the way, and then you finish it up with your torque. That's hmm. how we did it, Yamaha, and we changed our own tires. And yeah. we did our motors. <laughs> I don't miss having oh that one year changing two tires between motos and top ends and everything else. Yeah. I don't. I don't uh, know. Yeah, if, yeah, yeah. If I had to do that now, there's no way. I don't know <laughs> yeah. how it was possible. Right. There's so much stuff. And then change a brake, too. Right. Because you'd always fry a brake. Rear? A rear? Rear. Yeah, yeah you drag it everywhere. Yeah. What's up with the um, French guys are like that? Like, Bale had the same issue, yeah. you know? Yeah. They must, like, when they, they go control to it. Control it. They have a lot yeah. of control there. Yeah. yeah. All right. Was that the greatest the mechanic? No. How many times are you going to play that drop? <laughs> Probably seven more times okay. before the end of the right. show. That was my <laughs> my point was, Webb's muffler fell off at Denver. Denver? Foxborough. Foxborough. Yeah. And I went on the show and I just said, look, I wasn't the greatest mechanic ever, but Carlos Rivera is one of the greatest mechanics ever, and his muffler fell off. So it happens to everybody. So next time someone wants to bag on me for a muffler falling off my bike or whatever, whatever... I had a going on. What about Birdwell? Didn't you have a lot of shit fly off at Birdwell's? No. Really? No. You love Birdwell. You I always, do. Yeah, yeah, I didn't have any shit flying off. He didn't ride hard enough to. Oh, okay. I, off, I'm just jacking right. um, Everybody, Birdwell. every mechanics have had a problem. Right. I, I mean, but, I'm going to oh, say. Yeah. But listen, just seeing Carlos's muffler flapping in the wind brought some warmth to my heart. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> because even the best guys. You know, something can happen. And I and it I talked to him happen. and I talked to him the next week and he's like, Yeah, I think I just forgot to tighten the bolts. We did a shock change and I just forgot to tighten the bolts. And I'm like, Oh my god, you're human. Like <laughs> Thank you. look at that. Yeah. Worley, what was the lot worst thing that ever happened to you on your bikes? Um Actually when I was with Lusk, um carburetor was loose. Oh the yeah. back one. The back one? Yeah. Yeah. One Sub bolt. Dirt. 
No, you know what? Oh, you know what? It wasn't the it was the damn float bowl. Those actual oh. things started leaking out the bottom. He goes, it's bogging. And I'm like, let's just go back to the truck. <laughs> Shook my head. Just tighten the bowl. That's yeah. what it was. Stupidest yeah. thing. Oh. Villeman likes to tell a story about when we were making a, a fork change. I forgot to tighten his caliper. And he rolled, oh. onto the, he rolled onto the track. And he went like over one bump. Didn't jump anything or whatever. And the caliper also just starts swaying. <laughs> my bad, DV. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck That's a fired. big mate. My bad. No, I know, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Back, we had, it was, luckily, it was in a prep race. Um, but the Hondas, they had the, you had the 8-millimeter bolt that held on the uh, counter shaft sprocket. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Came off at, we were at a, we were at a prep race. And I think it was, I can't remember if it was Mammoth, but it was someplace that had hills. <laughs> and it was in the wrong yeah, place, yeah. but... Yeah. I, yeah. You pushed that thing all the way. Because <laughs> you couldn't. Yeah. That yeah. Was, that was that. Yeah. But luckily, I think that was. Is this peak days or is this. Uh, peak days. Yeah. Peak days. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Last one from one Thomas Baker for Blute, Skip, and Dan. Uh, what one moment in your storied careers are you most proud of? And by the way, you guys have an amazing OG mellow vibe that us senior riders love. And I truly hope the kids are listening and more importantly, hearing as you guys are gold. What's that guy's name? That's awesome. Thomas Baker. Uh, I got no. I got no warm stories. I got nothing. We've heard yours. <laughs> Summer cross, bro. Okay. Talent's really fun in this groove lately. I like it. I don't like it at all. I like it a lot. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I'll, I'll play it for you. It was mainly Berlut and Scoop, but fired. I threw. Sorry. I threw Dan in there. Okay. What What was the question? What one moment in your storied careers are you most proud of? Okay. There we go. One moment. Pretty hard to nail down for these three guys, uh, but proud man. I, gosh, there's every, I mean, I don't know. There's a bunch of them for me, but I think the one that sticks out of, I don't know, proud. That's a different one. I got to think about that one. Designations, 96, you guys kicked ass. Yeah, but I don't know that that okay. was, like we, we we were supposed to. Okay. Um, I don't know, proud moment. I think, um, um, I you know, it might have been when my son was in the stands, one of the last, one of the last times, Jeremy, one, one event that we talked about a couple couple shows ago but um i was really proud to to uh have your son sitting there watching you right. know watching it happen yeah cool. you know i'm not i'm not sure i think he probably dug more about the when the guys would go out and prep the track on the tractors than anything yeah. else at that <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah. but right but no that i that was that was a pretty proud moment i think um but all over i mean for me i think my proudest moment is just you know for all the race and everything we did i think um fortunate enough to wear Every athlete that that I was able to work with was able to, you know, no, 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 life changing injuries or anything like that. I think that's probably the proudest moment of I being thought, a part of I that. I thought you were going to go with pouring an ashtray down Muffin's mouth. <laughs> that was just <laughs> that me. Second. <laughs> now there's memorable ones. It's yeah, different, but yeah. proud, proud was the, the right, was the right. kicker. You know. Right. So. All right, Berlut. Yeah, I mean, like Skip said about donations, I've I've been on some donation winning teams um, with oh, riders. Must be nice, huh? Must be nice. It is. Yeah, it, it is spectacular. It's, it yeah. is cool. I got second. I mean, especially being American and all. But uh, no offense, there, Steve. But uh, <laughs> no, the Holy Grail to me would have been probably Daytona with Brayton. Yeah. He wasn't like yeah. Skip said. He wasn't expected to no, win that. No. So me just. Being a part of that, I that, was proud of Tony and, and yeah, the, JV that that weekend. <laughs> For, he's got one 450 Supercross, uh, yeah, that's it. Mechanic, that's, and what a race to do it at, oh, though. You know? yeah. Daytona with Brayton, yeah, yeah, crazy. that that, that right. was special, right. and it was I was very proud of everybody, yeah, with the team, everything. It was right. good, right? 
Orly. Did you ever go to Destinations? Yeah, but for France. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which act, that was like a crazy Well, the one, race. did you go in 2000? Yeah. He was good. Yeah, no, that uh, was. Erne. No, uh, St. John. St. John. Dude, he was yeah. good, Ron Ron. Uh, man, Pastrana, everybody Pastrana. was so yeah. good. Yeah. Like, it was just, that yeah. was a cool event. Yeah. All, all the Americans and the, well, Bollet broke his nose. That kind of ended their day. Okay. But man, like, they were on fire. That was one of the better races. And the crowd yep. there was crazy. Yeah. That oh. was a great yeah. event. Yeah, crazy. that was really good. It was Langston, Pastrana, and Ron Ron. Yeah. Going at it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was good. Uh, of course, like, winning a title and that was like a cool moment just because uh, I was be kind nice. of a rookie and, nice. <laughs> and yeah so that was a good you know what Honda 450 uh, getting that production contract because okay. that was it's kind of a weird K for thing for KYB yeah KYB yeah. and yeah. they own Showa we were never supposed to get it mm -hmm. and um, that's like one of those weird ones because I don't know was growing up as a kid Honda was like kind of you know art um RJ Bailey, just yeah. growing up, yeah. kind of idolized them. And then all of a sudden now to be involved in the production bike and one of the head guys for testing the suspension. Sure. Although the 09 wasn't the greatest. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you didn't knock out of the park with the model, but yeah, it's, the point is. But yeah. no, we got it. So that was yeah. kind of like a cool thing for something outside of racing. Right, right. Yeah, no, that's good. I, Absolutely. You know, something else yeah. that, that just now having this conversation, listen to that, was Renslin's podium. Oh, yeah. This was shootout. Yeah. And, and, and with one lap to go and, and our, you know, AC passes him. Yeah. He was in second the whole time. I mean, that was for for our group or at that yeah. point, any group yeah. that wasn't factory based to get yeah. on the podium yeah. was pretty yeah. damn cool. That is sick. You're right. Yeah. That was really, that was, that was a super proud moment. No, no. Well said. And then, sure. and it was nice to experience that, not as a mechanic, but as a, um, at, a, at a different part of the team, Man, yeah, you know, sure. and, and right. being able to see that happen, right. that was that was I'm super proud of that. Uh, yeah, as you should be for sure. Uh, working for Ron, you two work for Ron Ron. Uh, what did you think of working for Ron Ron? You didn't do it. What a, lot, a fun but, guy. Yeah, you know, I mean, we had um, the few races I worked with him. He really had it going on, and then yeah. Red Bud in the first corner, he got in a first turn pile up and almost ripped his lip off, and mm -hmm. that was the end of it for Ron Ron. So. Only about three or four races, yeah. but he almost he almost won uh, at uh, your track in uh, Maryland. Uh, yeah. Tim Ferry won the first moto. Yeah, day. Tim what won the day. first moto. What a day. And, and it was, I mean, I say he almost won. I mean, it yeah. was Carmichael, Ferry, and well, I remember Ferry, and then Ron Run had yeah. a, no, I we think, went, got on the we podium. We went one DNF that day. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. I'm just saying, yeah, you had yeah, a good day, though. Yeah. That well, was yeah, winning the moto was good. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. good. Right. But, I mean... On a given day, that guy was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> when he wanted to go. Dan, so we did a podcast. It'll come out soon. Uh, Dan was talking about Anna. Remember Anaheim where he was all over Ricky? Uh, Anaheim. Oh, MC. Oh, MC. Sorry, MC. MC. Yeah. Uh, it was all over him. Remember? Like the first year of 250s. Yeah. He actually got up front for a little while. Yeah. And then the anchor fell out. Yeah. That was great. That was, that was his problem. That was a great like, race. was yeah. the anchor thing. But, man, but in the Outdoor National that year, did you have much anchors? I mean, the guy seemed strong even at the end. Yeah, he did. You know, he second motos, he had more problems. You know that one year, he was the only guy to pass Carmichael. Like, the uh, the year the RC won every moto. Mm -hmm. And then second moto, he actually got up front, and he sunk his bike in a big water puddle because Hangtown had just poured. Okay. And he's the first guy through it, and he pulls, and he's like, my bike won't run. And he was winning the moto. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, and I started it, cleaned it out. It just, like, sucked so much water, and he did yeah. be 
yeah. blown out. That sucked. <laughs> no, but when he was on, that guy was one of the fastest guys. I remember when he was giving James a run on PC? He was on yeah. PC and James was on a 125? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. For like but, half a moto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At Hangtown. Yeah, at Hangtown. Yeah. That yeah. was insane. Yeah. 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 He, could, he was talented, man. I remember the one time at, he hated Unadella. And this is when he was really put his head down and was trying. And like, you know, you have those mental blocks. Like, he just absolutely hated that race. So like the whole year, it's like prep for Unadella. Like, this is where you're going to, you, you need to get through this mm-hmm. one. And man, I want to say he won that moto by like 54 seconds. Yeah. Just destroyed him. And yeah. it was just so fast. Like, whole, Pastrana had nothing for right. him. Which obviously that changed by the end of the year. Yeah. But like, it was just one of those things where he was just not a whole different league. Right. Yeah. Um, personality. He had a he's, great he's good, personality. Yeah, good guy. Nobody, good guy. everyone liked Ron Ron, It was right? infectious. Like, yeah. He was just a nice, he just seemed to have fun and a joker and right. just a, he giggled yeah. jovial. I, I giggled all the time, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it was like, and then that's like one of the worst things about the sport and a guy like that, like with when all the pressure starts building up, it's like that just brought him down. Yeah. When he was just having fun and things were flowing. Man, it was easy and he was fast and right. just kind of unstoppable at times. Yeah, but yeah. The yeah times with all the pressure, like it just did not help anything. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when doesn't. Flipper flip. How did he get the Honda ride? Did Flipper Kehoe find him, or how did that ever come? You all know, I remember, he showed up. He was like a three-digit guy, and he like won San Diego or something. And you were like, or he won, he won a race, and you're like, holy shit! Like, who's this French guy? I just dude, the guy was good in Paris. Oh yeah, I bet. So I think that's where yeah. he first kind of. I mean, yeah. him, I mean, him and Villeman kind of were really good as 125 guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah good time. Where was his first? Yeah. His first. He team? was Honda Troy. Honda Troy, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. yeah. 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 Before they went to Yamaha. And you were started with him in 90, 2000? 2000. 2000, yeah. Yep. So he. Worley's first season on the job, he wins a Supercross title. <laughs> that, no problem. Just steps in, wins a Supercross title. Some of us. Fucking live in box fans and eat ravioli from hubcaps and sleep in truck stops and never win anything. But yeah, Dan just steps in. What's funny? Not though, bitter at all. <laughs> Nobody wanted to work with him that year. Is the funniest <laughs> thing. And I just like jumped on it. I just right. wanted to get my foot in the door and finally get a mechanics yeah. job. Yeah, yeah. I was like all for it. The next thing, and I heard what a nightmare he was to work for. Like he's difficult and doesn't train and and so Keo's like, well, just go down and hang out with him this weekend and like. He, honestly, he's like a big kid, especially when he was like that. And it was like, it was a blast. We went riding, we hung out, right. showed me his new video games before Mordecast Madness, I think, even came out. Yeah, and yeah. Like, I'm like, why? Didn't, it was kind of confusing to me. So I'm like, <laughs> where's the bad cool, part? Right, yeah. Right. And then he really did work his butt off that year. Not the greatest tester. Like, right. we didn't have long days of testing. I'll say that for yeah. sure. He wasn't into it. And he we would fix what needed to be fixed and then he just was like done i don't care i don't need my bike better like i just want to go home it's <laughs> 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 gonna go home that's, that's easy it. right uh hey have you ever been in a motorcycle car accident did somebody or some idiot take you out call arthur attorney call attorney arthur draper he's a friend of the show he's a slow moto guy turned attorney arthur takes the time to know the clients will take the time to talk to you personally consultations are free you just need to call arthur draper.com a-r-t-h-u-r draper.com Help is only a phone call away, and he only gets paid if you get paid. Thank you to Arthur Draper for coming on the show. And, of course, motorsport.com as well. Uh, Suspension Direct, again, the E-Click shocks, whether it's a UTV, whether it's a a Raptor, whether it's a Jeep, whether it's a Toyota. Uh, Sorry, Rap Ball, you again on that? A little. uh, Pulpamex is the code to save with Suspension Direct. Also, suspension parts as well for KYB, for Showa, for Walker Evans, uh, uh, Fox, 
WP? Yep. Still WP. Still WP? Okay. Uh, So please check out Suspension Direct. Use the code PulpMX. Call Dan personally. Just talk to Dan personally. (laughs) Do we have a cell phone number? Yeah, let's get a cell phone number number out. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Where are you located? Lake Elsinore. Lake Elsinore. All right, okay. Still there. Uh, so code Pulpamex to save with, with uh, Suspension Direct. And Mark's, uh, Dan, is the guy for responsible for your shocks, mobbing. Yes, I gave him a very personal thank you while we were eating Chipotle. It was, uh, it was nice. And then we talked some code, and I found out that he's much smarter than me, which I don't think is a surprise. So No, not thanks, at all. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> not a surprise at all. Stick on your right. stick. No. Not at all. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's it for the show tonight. Anything else? Did we, did we touch anything? Did we get anything? Anything else? No, thank you for having us back out again. Yeah. I appreciate the hell out of it. Yeah, Have absolutely. Thank you to Shane McElrath, Michael Byrne, uh, Chris Kiefer, the Mr. Pony, and uh, and Davey Coombs as well for coming in board. Uh, Dan, thank you, man. Thanks for coming in. Oh, thanks for having me. Good uh, times. Good to see you guys. It's yeah. been a long time. But, yeah. Uh, I was wondering. I didn't know that you worked with Skip at Cali. I forgot about that. Yeah, like, for one or two years. Two, couple years, two yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then Mark co- Johnson era. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, so Bruce wasn't there? Or Bruce no. is gone? Bruce? Well, Bruce was... Bruce was the new director. He oh. was yeah, he, he, he was a, oh, okay. he was changing some things, changing yeah, re, big restructuring going on then. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, uh yeah, you guys work together and of course everyone knows Berlut. I mean, yep. you know, way back. <laughs> He's been on the show 44 times. Did you know that? 42, I think this was. 42. 40, I didn't wow. know that. Thanks, Steve. 42 right now. Yeah. Third highest out of anybody. What the fuck? In 500 shows. Number 3 you are. That's You're pretty on the bad out there, Berlut. Yeah. yeah, that makes me You're badass. fucking kidding me. Kiefer, Kiefer's at 100. Watson. I thought Kiefer was on there a lot. And you. Yeah. So. Well, gee, thanks, bud. Yeah. No, you're, you're crushing yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, uh, so thanks, everybody, for listening and watching. I appreciate that. Uh, and, again, Suspension Direct, Pulp Code, uh, support, support Dan Worley. He's, he's, he's one of us. And uh, uh, really looking forward to Paula coming up. Let's give me your Paula winners, both classes, before we go. Let's do this. I'll go first because I put you guys on the spot, all right? I'm going to go Dylan Ferrandis and Jet Lawrence. I know. Super – Super unique take there. But I think they come out, the defending champs come out with number ones, and they get it done. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go uh, Dylan and uh, Forkner. All right. Brilliant. Hunter Anderson. All right. I'm with Brilliant. Hunter Anderson. Hunter, Hunter or actually, Anderson. I'll do Jet and Anderson. Okay. All right. Yeah. You know what? Anderson's a good pick. I'm going to switch mine to Anderson. He's got the mojo right now. Are you yeah. really? Yeah, because he's on no a roll. Way, Steve. He's on a roll, and Ferrandis, you know. This because he said something nice about your show. Exactly. <laughs> no. And I then he just, you. they were, do you hear him talking in his ear going, oh, man, we got to make sure no, he's yeah. No, it makes sense. Like, listen. Hey, so, off. So, Ferrandis, <laughs> Ferrandis's wrist, we don't know. Like, maybe it's good, maybe it's not. We don't know. He hasn't raced in a long time. Nothing like gate drops, right, to get you going. Yep. Uh, Anderson is on a roll, winning the last four Supercrosses. And Anderson started Loretta's two years ago on, with a bang, won that first moto, right? Go ahead. Makes sense. His starts are good, too. Yeah. I couldn't believe in Supercross, I mean, how good his starts were, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Jason Anderson. Yeah. Let's do it. It's the, it's the year of the 21. There you go. And we'll get him on the show. Oh, I hope so, Steve. Yeah, I don't think so. No? Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. I think that's <laughs> happening. That's okay, though. Uh, all right. That bad? I, I don't I don't know. Yeah. You got my, you, you got RC on here. I did, in and you never thought that would happen. Never, never, never. never. Tight. It's good for you. Signed dude. a jersey. Nice. Uh, all right, everybody. Uh, again, thank he you, gave, Dan, he for gave coming him up. Seventy-three thousand dollars to come on the show. And yeah, do yeah, yeah, there. yeah. That, that's just oh, a small little thing, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, Skip, thank you for coming in. Berlut, Dan Worley, always a good show. Thanks, guys. Thank you, uh, Marks. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Talon. Yeah, good job. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Tell Yar Yar we said hi. 
All right, I will. <laughs> All right. Hopefully, hopefully she's home. Uh, we're off next week, and then we'll be back after Paula uh, with uh, Logan Carnow is in studio. And I think Kiefer's coming up. I don't know about that. It's a holiday, so we got to check in on that. But, uh, yeah, absolutely. Thanks to Pookie. Thanks to Moser. Thanks to Swiss Corps. Uh, thank you, people. And appreciate it. And we out of here. Sounds gay. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.